another Nick No Banger. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Who is it? Favro Radio. Favro Radio. Favro Radio. She read the dog. She read the dog, baby. Favro Radio, baby. Favro Radio, baby. Say what? Uh-huh. Come on. Yeah. Let's do it. This is the show called Favor Radio. When you heard it here first, yeah, yeah, let me know. To all this tuning and listening, no stereo. My intro's like the wind rolling in, yeah, very slow. Favor Radio. Come on. Favor Radio. Yeah, yeah. Favor Radio. Should read it die, baby. Favro Radio. That's right. Favro Radio. Favro Radio. Uh huh. This is it, kid. To the talented and gifted. That's why we come raw, we come real authentic and sharp with it. She read the dog, baby. Y'all visit. Tune in to Favro Radio. When you heard it here, you heard it first. That's right. Tell your friends, tell your family. On that note, we out. Yeah, yeah. Peace. Hey, 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 family. It's your boy, J-Rated R. And yes, you are tuning in to Favorite Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. On Favorite Radio, family, there are no stereotypes, no discrimination. We talk about everything. There's no filters and there's no censorship. We talk about spirituality, religion, what's going on in the world, relationships, all that, and a whole lot more. So if you're looking for something down to earth or even outside the box, tuning in to Fable Radio with your boy Jay, that's where it's at. So share with your friends and your family. Chime in on Fable Radio where you heard it here, you heard it first. I'm your boy Jay Read It All signing off saying to all those, stay blessed, peace, and namaste. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right, it's your boy Jay Rated R, and you are tuning into another wonderful episode of Pharaoh Radio, where you heard it here, you heard it first, no doubt. Greetings to everybody, I hope that you are enjoying another wonderful day, a blessed day to be getting up out of your bed, eyes open, walking around alive and all that. Now, if you're sick, if you've been depressed, if you're down, if you're suppressed in any kind of way, I want you to know that there's someone somewhere that's just feeling just like you are, if not worse. But I want you to also know that you are loved immensely, that you are loved by the creator of all things, whether you know this or not, whether you feel that love or not, doesn't mean it's not in existence or any less factual. I pray for all of you. I pray that any of you this year, We'll come into a blessing. Now, this isn't no New Year's resolution like everybody likes to give every single time New Year's comes in and say it's the same old regurgitating repetitious stuff. Not to knock nobody, but come on, fam. You guys have gotten so used to tradition. It just sounds right when you say it to you. However, how about we do something much better than that? Let's pray earnestly from our hearts 
Ask the Most High to forgive us of our sins. And truly, truly, try to be more giving and less stubborn, less stingy, less stiff-necked, bullheaded. Let's start trying to alleviate certain things in our life by getting away from them and start getting into something a little bit more beneficial, more encouraging. It doesn't have to be persons, places. It just needs to be a different type of way of thinking, a different space, if you will, in your mind. And pick up that Bible, man. Read it. Read it with no expectations, no preconceived notions, no prejudice. Just read it with an open mind and let the rest happen to you. Listen, the Bible wasn't written in a day. The world wasn't created in a day. Rome wasn't built in a day. So what are you worried about? Take each day at a time and be thankful for each moment within that time. Because we're on borrowed time, fam. We're on borrowed time. All right. Well, I know a lot of you are still coming into listening to uh, the last podcast that I did, The Unseen Realm, and all the other categories that fall with that. Um, you know, false prophecy, distractions, knowledge, World War Three, aliens, and all the bonus footage and stuff that I put into the descriptions. And family, I want to apologize to you all real quickly. I was so tired towards the end of that podcast because it was a long podcast. And anyway, you know, we've done long podcasts like that before, but um, your boy was tired. So what I want to say real quickly before we jump into today's title, which is called The Wiles of Hollywood. That's right. If you don't know what the word wiles mean, it means deception. Okay, now we're going to get into that. We're going to be talking about some of the things that we kind of left off talking about in the last podcast with the whole uh, distraction part. Only today, we're just going to be bringing some things into fruition a little bit. You know, there's a lot of distractions, as I put in the last podcast, I'm about the Cat Williams versus everybody. <laughs> as he was going in on people, man. He was talking about the Ice Cube, the Tavis Smiley's, the Steve Harvey's, the Cedric Entertainers. Um, who am I missing? I mean, he hit a lot of people, man. He hit a lot of people. And, uh, you know, he, he was talking about just different things, you know. And I can't knock the man for it because he put Hollywood on blast. But guess what? There's a, there's a reason behind that. Outside of your five cents perception and what you may think, well, he did this and I'm happy for him and he exposed the people. Listen, the Bible encourages us to always expose evil and not to participate in it or be partakers of it. But here's the thing, family. You got to see behind the scenes. You got to ask the question behind the questions being asked. Why would they allow that at this time? Sure, he was on the show. Shannon Sharps. Doesn't matter whose show he was on. He's the mouthpiece. He got invited. You see what I'm saying? There was drinking taking place. What happens when people exchange alcohol? People get more comfortable. The guard comes down, right? The detractors don't see it coming, right? And I want to talk to you about alcohol. I told you all some time ago, I don't know which podcast it was in, but I mentioned to you all that alcohol has always been called spirits. Now, a lot of you have heard that and, and never gave it no thought. You just thought, hey, that's what they call it. Spirits. Because, yes, that is what it's called. Spirits. 
But it's a little more than that. <laughs> okay. Well, there's a reason why they call it spirits family. And if you don't know, well, Jay is here to tell you. And first of all, thank you all for coming and tuning in to the show. Uh, please spread the word, spread the news about what we do here on Favorite Radio. Get my show out by word of mouth, link it, share it. It helps. Uh, why? Because we have a message to to uh, to tell the world. And I stand on the truth and I stand on y'all. Now, does that make me a perfect entity? Of course not. Let's not even go there with being perfected. But I am I'm working towards perfection, even though I am not a perfect being. And that can go for any of us. Um, too often we put too much emphasis on how somebody should be instead of just looking at them progress and measuring or judging that based on their past. We look at, well, they're not this, they're not that. Okay. But are we those things too? (laughs) Isn't there something in our character that can be flawed or exposed or spoken of or worked on? Of course there is. Who are we to judge? There is a such thing called righteous judgment. And I'll explain that a little bit later if we have time. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about people just looking at somebody, frowning as usual, sucking their mouth. You know how y'all women do. (laughs) Think she all that. <laughs> when I, especially when I was when I was growing up back in the day, girls used to always roll their eyes, man, <laughs> and then turn their head while they doing them. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. Oh man, women still do that stuff. <laughs> I wonder if Eve did that joint in the Garden of Eden when she looked at Adam after he didn't blamed her before the Lord said, "The woman you gave me, she gave me that. She gave me the fruit, and I did eat." <laughs> Joker was quick to blame. <laughs> he blamed God too, if you think about it. He said, "The woman you gave me." In other words, this is your fault. <laughs> Y'all funny, man. Stop it. All right, so here we go. Alcohol, fam. We're going to get into it today. I think y'all going to love this podcast a little bit more. And I don't think it's going to be no five-hour podcast. Now, <laughs> come on. <sighs> Brother need a break. But uh, alcohol comes from the Arabic word al-kul. Al-kul. And you would spell it as an A as an apple, L as in my name, Larry. And then you would hyphenate it to break it up, to understand the, the formality of the meaning of the word. And then you would spell the rest of it, which is cool. Okay? Um... Sorry about that, family. Get notifications on my phone here. Um, cool. K is in Kmart. <laughs> U is in Umbrella. H is in Holloway. And L is in Larry. So, Al Cool, which is Al Cool, as you said, alcohol. Right? Al Cool. Al Cool. That's how you say it. Al Cool. So, Al Cool is the Arabic word from which alcohol is derived. And it's Arabic translations. Al-Kul means body-eating spirit. I want you to let that sink in for a second. It literally means body-eating spirit. Like a cancer almost. Or a parasite. Now why do you think the strongest of alcoholic beverages are called spirits? Drinking alcohol is one of the fastest things you can do to lower your vibrations, fam. 
as it's been used as a tool to keep human consciousness at a lowered vibrational state for thousands of years. So anytime somebody is drunk, intoxicated, okay, what that simply means is you have allowed spirits to come into your vessel, into your temple, because you've lowered your vibrations, right? Your auric field has been lowered into a dense vibrational state. Now, what that means for some of you who don't know the terms, dense is talking about the state in which whether something is solid or more so it's Depending on how its frequency is, it makes it solid or less solid. So when something says the more dense something is, the more solid it is. The less dense it is, the less solid it is. In other words, liquids would be less dense than solids, such as a rock would be a dense object, right? And so in the scientific world or the quantum world, when we talk about vibrations, we're talking about a frequency. Okay. We're talking about the molecular structure of something, the volume or the energy of it, right? The energy is based on the, 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 the volume of it, the, the mass, right? Energy such as a ghost, if you will, would be called an etheric being, a spirit being. A being in our dimension who is a ghost is able and capable of walking through solid objects because that entity is less dense, right? None of the laws of physics apply to such a being. But in its realm, if you were to leave your body and go into its realm of existence, you would be on the same vibrational state as that being, which to you, that being would be solid because then you both are um, on the same mass and vibration as one another, meaning you're on the same frequency. Okay. So I want you all to understand the differences in frequency and spirits. They're very real, very powerful, uh, which we are not talking about ghosts, by the way, we're talking about demonic beings. We're talking about beings, uh, it's just a lot of titles and names. Okay. Without getting into that, we're here to talk about the wilds of Hollywood. So what I wanted to do was start you off with understanding that, uh, when we talk about alcohol, we are lowering our defenses and allowing entities who vibrate or are in higher frequencies than this one the, in, in the current existence that we live in, which is earth on what we call the dimensional plane is called the third dimension. And it's not because it's the third rock from the sun, even though that is what Earth is considered. No, third dimension means that this is the dimensional plane in which we exist. Okay. And so, um, <laughs> if you guys hear a, a purring in the background, my cat just uh, barged in here where I'm at and just jumped up on me and demanded attention. <laughs> but um, you will obviously understand the the third dimension is a plane in which we live on that may be some for some people that may be a bit much so we're gonna we're gonna try to simplify it even more today by keeping it simple and we're going to talk about the wiles of hollywood the deceptions of hollywood 
Now, why do I need or feel the need to do that? Well, because of the things that's going on right now in Hollywood, not just in Hollywood, but all over the planet. But Hollywood is a major focus right now. And you all have to understand, as we talked about briefly in the last podcast about idolatry, right? We talked a little bit about God's commandments, not worshiping other gods, not having other idols. Well, fornication is a form of idolatry, something that I know a lot of people didn't know about. They just simply thought it was based on sexual intercourse or sexual immorality. (sighs) That's very much so the case, but that's not all it means. And when you do your research, take some of these tools that I've given you all, such as the Bible study tools. You can look it up on BibleHub.com, BlueLetterBible.org, and start typing in those boxes under those, uh, you know, under those uh, websites and ask, what does fornication, what does idolatry mean in the Hebrew? It will give you the strong concordance meanings, the Hebrew lexicon meanings and the Greek meanings. And you'll understand this stuff has more than one meaning, which is why the Bible uses it and the translations for us to understand in English. And so, um... The more you know, family, the more you grow. Knowledge is power. It's not just a saying. We read in Hosea 4, 6 many a times, and I mentioned it in the last podcast that when I read it, what does it say? It starts off saying, my people perish or my people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. They lack knowledge, family. Okay? And when you lack knowledge, anything can be um, pretty much, you could be anything, you could be vulnerable. When you don't know something, it can hurt you. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. And when knowledge is power, you have power when you possess knowledge. So the greater the knowledge, the greater the possessor uh, in terms of power. This is why a lot of the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. They know something we don't. They have access and resources to things we do not. And so it becomes survival of the fittest. It becomes this false ego statistical system that implies um, who are the greater more reliable uh, well who's the more reliable source okay and uh, some of your richest if not the richest families that are tied to the top of the pyramid if you will in terms of royal families and things like that who are actually related going all the way back to the fallen angel bloodline since the beginning of time in Genesis chapter 6 when we've seen fallen angels have sex with women these bloodlines are what's been running the world your presidents a lot of your big time politicians a lot of these people secretly are literally related to each other somewhere in the bloodline there's no coincidence and it's not a conspiracy theory I assure you you do your research you'll find these things out a lot of these companies that are running the world are all related. The Bilderbergs, right? The, the Council on Foreign Relations, uh, so-called Illuminati. You look it up, you'll find that everything, pretty much with anyone, has got some type of relationship. Things that you never even imagined. Companies you could never imagine. The Trilateral Commission, right? The Rothschilds, the Rockefellers. It goes on and on and on and on. And so anyway, I'm not going to hit you with a lot of that because that's a ton of information in itself. I've talked about a lot of this in uh, past shows that we've done, uh, but I haven't actually done a show just on those things. 
by themselves. And uh, one day, if we have time and if it's y'all's will, we'll, we'll go over it. But you can pretty much look into these things yourself and find out a lot of information. Do your due diligence, man. So without further ado, family, we're going to jump into uh, the show a little bit as soon as we come back from our first commercial break. So don't go anywhere. I'm your boy, J. Rated R. You are tuning in to Favorite Radio. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Y'all know what time it is. J. Rated R here. Uh, ring that doorbell. Ring it. Ding dong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah talking about Matrix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. elevation. Not talking about the thrusting, the concussion. The one. Spontaneous combustion. Oh, uh, Snitches get ditches dug. Yeah. Put stitches in their mug. Yeah. A damn monster. Conquer man, Superman, two can't Sam, slam dunker. That'll haunt and haunt ya. All the way. Yeah. All day. Murder, murder. Uh. Ding dong. Uh-huh. You gon' answer that? Nah. Nah. It's mine, elevation. All day. Check it. Uh-huh. Ding dong. talking today about the wilds of Hollywood. Um, I want to first say this before we jump into that, that it's not just going to be the wilds of Hollywood, although that's the title and that's what we're going to be, you know, pretty much talking about today, predominantly. Uh, This is a transcending and transcending type of uh, conversation because it's just like the domino effect and these things are are widespread family just like a fire 
Now, fire can do two things. It could either heat up your house or it can burn it down. So we want to heat the house up to keep ourselves warm. But we want to burn down and expose the darkness. You know, the Bible tells us that when the Lord comes back, he's not going to come back using water to do the world in. He's going to come back using fire. And if you want to know more about that, you can look that up in 2 Peter chapter 3. I'll go to it real quickly and read it to you so you, you would know it's in your scriptures. And it's all throughout the Bible. It's in Revelations. It's all throughout the scriptures. It's in Matthew 24. Uh, so just gave you some places to look. Now it's up to you to take the, the initiative and to look them up. But we're going to go to 2 Peter. And um, I'm going to show you guys something here. And why am I saying this? I'm saying this because we're going to be talking predominantly about and mostly about uh, Cat Williams. But he's not the only thing going on. He's one of the hottest trends and topics right now because, of course, according to the world, he's broke the Internet, meaning that he, uh, from the interview that he had with Shannon Sharp on Club Shay Shay uh, over a week and some change ago or some days ago, whatever the case was, he pretty much, what a lot of people are considering, exposed comedians, actors, musicians, you name it. He exposed a lot or a great deal of what takes place in Hollywood. Now, this is not his first time uh, speaking on such things. And we know that Cat Williams, he himself has had some things in the media that he's gone and undergone over the last few years and decade and everything like that. But uh, be not led astray, family. I, I'm not saying anything bad about Cat Williams. What I do want you to understand, though, is don't get caught up in the moment. Don't get caught up in the moment hype. Of well, Cat Williams, if he was really with them, he wouldn't be exposing them. You have to understand, a lot of you don't understand how deep these rituals go. You don't understand the deepening or the mindset of the fallen one or fallen ones. You don't understand that this is sometimes a part of their ploy to turn on one another or to give the appearance of turning on one another, which gives the appearance of realism. So that's kind of like with the magician's hand. If I can get you to focus your attention over here on the left, I'm doing something over here on the right that you're not noticing. Now, there's a reason why he is the mouthpiece. Cat Williams, that is. There's a reason why he's been allowed to expose and say so much freely. But please be, <laughs> be not led astray. These things are going to come into full fruition when they're meant to. And believe it or not, even though it doesn't seem to the average eye, Yah is not doing anything about it. He's always in control. He allows it. Satan is given room right now to do the things that he has to do because this is the time of the end that we're in. These are the last day seasons. So you have to understand things are not what they appear to be. Some things are what they are. Some things are not what they are. Some things are both. This is why we have to learn to exercise our gifts through the Holy Spirit for those who actually have it and learn to use true discernment so that you may not be led astray or coerced or swayed into believing the very things that you are witnessing from your own two eyes 
when you look at the internet and when you hear and listen to what certain people are saying. They're giving you truths. They are exposing one another. Remember, in the kingdom of darkness, although they work together for the commonality of destroying the kingdom of God, which is light in Christ, they too turn on each other within their kingdom because there's, even though they have an extremely strategic and tactful um, order, right? They too are still trying to climb for power. And when they try to climb for power, family, you got to understand something. That comes in a variety of ways. The Bible says that they will turn on one another because God is going to make it happen. He's going to put it in their hearts. Now, you can see this in the book of Daniel, and you can see this in the book of Revelation, which is synonymous to one another from both past and present, but yet talking prophetically about what's coming in the future. That's why I love the Bible. It's yesterday or yesteryear, today and forever. So getting back to what I was trying to tell you before we get into Second Peter, I wanted to say that to kind of plant that seed in your minds to let you know this is not just going to be pertaining to Hollywood per se. It's going to be talking about what's going on in today in this world globally, period. There's a lot of people turning on one another. There's a lot of things uh revealing itself and it may not be that it's always been that way with certain groups or individuals um it could be something that has just transpired something that's taken shape or form that's created that where on the other hand there's that also there's also that notion in fact in itself that these things have always taken place and you're just now starting to see the revelation of it being revealed because it's been it's been veiled from you seeing and knowing. And the Bible tells us to be very careful and to test the spirits. Testing the spirits is not just testing that which you can't see. Testing the spirits is also testing the people that you have in your life, the walk that you're taking. A lot of people will curtail themselves to certain things that they know you like so that they can blend in or get closer. That's kind of how the enemy operates, if you think about it. That's how undercover cops operate, right? People will put on a facade. They are masquerade, right? The Bible tells us this about Satan. You know, be not marveled at him because Satan masquerades as an angel of light. And so does his agents, meaning his fallen ones, meaning that the people in power. This is why you're seeing a great deal of things coming down and collapsing. You're seeing the T.D. Bishop Jake starting to be revealed. The P. Diddy's are starting to be revealed. You're seeing people exposing certain things within their secret oaths. There's a great rebellion taking place because it has to happen that way in order for the new world order to come in. Out of the old order, right, comes a new one. How do you bring the old one down? Chaos, confusion, war, dissension. All these things are tactics orchestrated, carefully planned and plotted to happen so that something else can come in. That's why you hear ab ordo chow, or some of you like to call chao in Latin, which is out of the order comes chaos. Well, in order to create a new world order, you have to destroy the old paradigm of the old world order. In order to bring in something new, something old has to be taken out. There has to be roommate shifts 
That's why in the last days, which we are in, the Antichrist will have the power to change laws and times. We're already seeing it happen. It's already manifesting. Some of you are looking for a particular appointed date or time for these things to take place. And they're already happening as we speak. So you're falling for it and being led into it without even realizing that's what's taking place. The prophecy is happening right now as we speak. The depictions in which Hollywood or anybody else has given you when it comes to the rapture or when it comes to the Antichrist is only a half truth. Remember, who is in charge of Hollywood family? Satan. And yes, he's giving you movies on Christ. And see, sometimes God allows those things to happen. He will also put himself in the Hollywood uh, genre so that, okay, people have to know the truth. See, one of the universal laws you guys don't understand is that they have to tell the truth even in plain sight, although they're going to put their own twist to it. And so that's why we have to use discernment. We have to be do, uh, do our due diligence and research thoroughly, not just read something and come about what we think it is on a intellectual or logical level but we have to get spiritually deep to do that you have to grow your relationship closer with Christ anything else would be a risk if it's not Christ Jesus that you're getting your information from everything else is a risk because there's only look it's thousands of ways to do one thing but there's only one way to get to the most high Yah and the scriptures tell us how through the son Jesus Christ he is the way the truth and the life. No one cometh unto the Father but by him. For there is no other name that's in heaven, right? That under heaven, anything else will be saved through salvation. But a lot of you have this notion and this belief that, well, Buddha, well, this or that, or this ascended master or this or that, and you get offended when somebody speaks the truth. Let me, let me, tell, let me ask you something before we jump into Second Peter. If it was all love, right, from those of you that say it is, and that everybody's entitled to their belief. Why do you get so offended when somebody speaks against it? Y'all do not get offended when somebody has an opinion coming from a different source. But when it comes from Christianity or what the Bible likes to deem the holy, the holy book, you have an issue with that. And you have an issue with people a lot of times. Yes, there are certain people who can rub things in your face continuously. At least that's the way it's taken. And I understand that better than anybody how that feels. That's why everybody who says they're a Christian is not a Christian. But the world has this notion that Christians are supposed to be these loving people, humbled in all aspects. And that's true. But when it comes to revealing and exposing darkness, which is sins, which is how we're supposed to act, when we're supposed to act. There's a time and there's a time to do everything, as Ecclesiastes 3 tells us. Whenever we do that and not make it about ourselves and not uh, misinterpret the scripture or not lie on Yah and say, Yah told me this, Yah showed me this, and Yah ain't showed or told you nothing. And you're going to have consequences behind that if you don't repent. That's just like saying, I said something to you and I didn't. If I said it to you, that's one thing. Speak it the way it, that it was really, that it really happened. But don't say because you got a feeling in your heart that Yah put it there. You have to test the spirits. Some of you say Yah spoke to me. Now, the way I'm speaking to you right now, which is verbally, that's speaking to you. For those of you that say Yah spoke to me, 
You got to be careful how you say things. And yes, wording is everything. There's power in the tongue. Proverbs 18, 21, James chapter 3 tells us this stuff. But just because you want it so bad to believe this is what y'all said, or you got a feeling, don't say God told you this. Because now you're lying on him. Be specific in what you mean when you say, y'all showed me, y'all told me, or I got a feeling. I told you guys many podcasts ago, not maybe as far back as I can remember, but I mentioned to you all, there's the Holy Spirit, there's angels, and then there's the inner spirit man, which is your inner spirit. And you have to be careful how you say things in terms of who's talking. The holy angels are sent from the most high. The Holy Spirit, when he speaks, it sounds like an intercom in your head, telepathically. Yes, we do get that calm feeling in our hearts that Yah may be tugging at, may be saying in that gentle voice. But make it in a way, say it in a way, I got a feeling Yah is trying to bring my attention to something. I feel it in my heart. But I'm going to go within myself, meditate on the word, and then my ass, is this coming from me or is this coming from somewhere else? That's what y'all got to start doing. And you can appropriate, uh, appropriately address the situation as, as it is actually happening. If you hear a voice in your head, test the voice. And I say a voice in your head, I mean literally. Like somebody is literally speaking to you. Just like you hear me in your ear right now. That's what it sounds like audibly in your mind when somebody's telepathically communicating with you. I've had this happen before. And I'm speaking from experience. I'm not showboating I'm not sugarcoating I'm not making anything up I get nothing out of that I gain nothing from it on this show we come real we come raw we come authentic we don't come at all lies are not part of the deal exaggeration is not part of the deal because this is a serious thing and I got to answer for those things if I'm wrong so or if I'm lying and I ain't got time for that I got enough I got enough just being a human dealing with everyday problems or dealing with people in everyday uh, life to bring things upon me just because I want it to be something that sounds good. That doesn't do me any good in the end. I got an answer for that. So when I tell you things on this show, I've experienced things I've learned, I've picked up on. That is real. If you want to know who I got things from, I've got different people I can bring into the equation. I've had friends that I've learned things from. I've had mentors that I've learned things from. I've had experiences that I've learned from and, and witnessed. Um, and I'm still learning. Pharaoh Radio is a show where we talk about any and everything. We have no filters. There is no censorship and there's no BS. You know, that's one of my sayings. And I stand on it and I stand by it all day long. Now, I, can, I, I have changed to a, a degree on my show since I've started. There's not a lot of cussing anymore on my show. Um, I don't. There's a lot of things that I've changed. And even some of my worldviews have changed. But my overall message has never changed. Everything I've said about the bad guys, everything I've said about information, all that has been based on how my show has, has sustained itself uh, so long. Thanks to you all who listen. I may have lost some people, some listeners. I've gained some listeners. I've had some that's come back. You know, it's not about people in the sense of me chasing anybody. It's about people in the sense of, if I really love you, I'm going to tell you the truth. Even if you don't accept it. Even if you don't want to believe it. Even if you think I'm off. That's good. That's okay with me. Because at the end of the day, you just like me, going to have to answer to the creator of all things. Whether you believe that or not. 
You're entitled to believe whatever you want while you're in these bodies. When you come out of them, that's when the truth is really going to be revealed to you. And I don't care how many spiritual experiences a lot of you have had. I don't care how many I've had. It means nothing if there's no sustenance and there's no substance behind it. And if it doesn't prove itself, if it's not loyal in the sense of truth, if it's not authentic and the authenticity isn't coming from a place that's genuine, then none of it matters, man. It's all a lie. It's a fabrication. It's 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 a it's a beautiful, illustrious delusion. It sounds good to itching ears, poetically. But outside of that, it's meaningless. And it still doesn't take away from the truth of things that I've spoken of, that this Bible has spoken of. Now, a lot of you have this thing about the Bible where it was different translations. It was written by men. Why should I believe that book over other books? There's all these questions that I've answered at least once or twice at some point on this show. But I can't make you believe nothing. And my job is not to. My job is to stand in the eyes of truth on it as best as I can. Not try to be a hypocrite about it. Because I tell you all the time, before I point people out in general or the world out, I always use myself as a measuring rod to show you all I have. uh, There's no separating me from anybody else. That I'm just as much a man who's just as as much as at stake, who sins like everybody else. And anybody that says they don't have any sin is a liar. Scripture tells us that in 1 John. So you have fallen short of the glory. All of us have. That doesn't make it okay to continue to, to continue in it, though, as if to say, well, I'm not the only one, because it doesn't matter how many of you go to hell, you're going to have to still be held accountable for what you did. I'm going to be held accountable for what I did. And there's no, please, Lord, forgive me at the end of on Judgment Day. You had all the time in the world while you were in the body to do that, but you snarled at it, you laughed at it, you ridiculed it, you was in your feelings, you got smart and sarcastic. A lot of us do that, and we don't know until it's too late. And then we want to be forgiven. That's not how it works, fam. That's not how it works. And um, you guys help me when I'm talking. Because the things I'm telling you, I have to also abide by those things. It makes me think about myself more seriously because people look up to me, believe it or not. I have people that that, that take me at my word. And I, I, I'm very, listen, I'm very honored by that. But I can make mistakes, as you as you have seen many times. I've had to come back and correct myself on something I said, whether it was a scripture given, whether it was something that I said, you know, in contrast or whatever. But as long as I corrected myself and you have the right information, that's all that matters. And if you can forgive me for any of you who felt misled in any kind of way, that's all that matters. Because whether you know it or not, forgiving somebody is forgiving yourself and not holding on to that pain. Because the Bible makes it clear in Matthew chapter 7. If you don't forgive, excuse me, Matthew chapter 9. If you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. I take that back. It's Matthew chapter (laughs) 6. You see what I'm saying? You see how I have to correct myself? It's in Matthew chapter 6. That if you don't forgive, you won't be forgiven. That's in Matthew chapter 6, starting at, really at the Lord's Prayer, which starts at verse 9 all the way up to verse 13. But in verse 14, it says, forgive ye, forgive men. For if you forgive men their transgressions, your heavenly father will also forgive you. I mean, it's right there. It's plain as day. Don't need no interpretation. Don't need another translator, translation. You don't need a lexicon. It's right there. But if you want to know if that's what it says in the, in the actual Hebrew, then you need those things. You need those tools. 
And I suggest that you take me up on what I've given you in the other shows, going through the BibleHubs.com, the BibleStudyTools.com, the BlueLetterBible.orgs, and go from there. The BibleGateway.com. All these things are tools to help you. There's no excuse. And sometimes people, when they hear something in the Bible, they use it. But then when there's something that goes against them, then they want to say, oh, that's not what the original Hebrew says, as if they can speak Hebrew thoroughly and fluently, as if they've studied this whole thing. When it comes to something that they don't like, they don't want to believe it. And the Bible says to be careful not to do that because you're committing a sin when you do that. You either believe all this Bible or you don't believe any of it. James chapter 2 tells you that. Hebrews chapter 3 tells you that. Verse 12. You either believe it or you don't. The scriptures were inspired, divinely given to the prophets. All scripture comes from Yah. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16, tells you that. So you either read your, and study your Bible, or you stop talking and acting like you love God, but you don't want to read his word. That's hypocritical. It's contradictive. Can't say you love the Most High, but you don't study his word. You look at it when it, when it suits you. You look at it when you want to get a scripture or a passage out of it. You got to read his word to know him. And that means both Old and New Testament family. The whole volume of the book is about Yahusha. He tells you this in Hebrews 10, 7 and Psalms 40, chapter 40, verse 7. Why are you playing around with the most high? I'm not. And if I am, I repent wholeheartedly because it starts with me doing what I have to do for me individually before I can look at somebody else. Sure, we're going to always disappoint one another as humans. We're going to always do something to piss somebody off or to make somebody feel low or to make a mistake, to go back on what we said. There's always going to be some form of what looks to be uh, disingenuine or insincere type of behavior. People will fall short. People's flesh is weak. You have to really be true to what you say in order for it to stick. And you have to work on that. You just can't say and expect it to just be everything and more. You got to work on it. Just like you got to work on relationships. Just like you got to work on your body, your health, your thinking. Everything has to be a change. And it has to come from a place where you're so broken. You really want to change. You're tired of living the same repetitions and the same uh, problematic and flawed flaw, uh Flaw, you know, flawed, flawed issues. I can't talk. <laughs> you try to listen, listening and doing the same things and, and having the flawed issues in your life. You want to be as much or as close to the most high as possible and living holy. The only way to do that is to obey the word, to receive the Holy Spirit, which helps you to sin less to the point of not sinning at all at some point. You're going to always fall short, though. These bodies and, and the spirit are two different things going on. Okay, we, we read this in Romans, we see it in, in Galatians, we see it all throughout the Bible, man. It's all throughout the scriptures. And <clears throat> stop, stop fondling with the Bible and arguing about one passage over the other. All of the word of God is not divided. It's all the same. So you can't say, well, Paul said this, but Peter said that because they said the same things. Okay, the Bible says the word of God is the one true word that it is not the author of confusion and that everything should be on one accord. 
God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's never contradicting himself. It's your flawed interpretation of him or your lack of knowing him that makes it look that way. And that's what we need to address. That goes for anybody, myself, you included, or anybody else. Yah is not the author of confusion. We are. Read his word. Study it thoroughly. Y'all can put down your laptops, your phones for a second. Get off the social media. Okay? Get off of filling yourselves and being worshipped like idols. Get off of certain people making you feel a certain way, other people making you feel another way. I've been through that myself, man. And it sucks. When you put your faith in man, you can always be disappointed. People in your camp will be the first ones to hurt you because you're the most vulnerable. You're the most vulnerable when you let people that close. Now, I'm not saying you can't let people in and let them be close to you. But you have to test the spirits and know these people. What kind of walk are they doing? Are they thinking the same way you think? Are they feeling the same way you feel when it comes to the word? Do they love y'all that much? Are they willing to build with you? Are they willing to, to, to thrive and go through the fires to get to the heavens with you? Are they willing to make, uh, take ownership and onuses of their mistakes as you are yours? Can you both work together to get through these tedious and hard, arduous moments? Or are you going to be this meticulous in what you do versus what somebody else do, but only look at somebody else and not yourself? I've had to ask these questions for myself recently as well as in the past. And these are the things that we have to work on. This is the stuff y'all wants us to judge ourselves on. And, and so he didn't have to. And he wants us to forgive. You ain't going to forget nothing. You didn't say forget. He forgets once he truly forgives you, but he wants you to at least forgive, genuinely. If you have it in mind to have a friend, whether it's family, parent, or sister or brother family, then you must take that time to work with them and they need to do the same. Now, everybody ain't going to be on the same page as you. You may be a little bit ahead of them or ahead of the game. You may have an understanding that they have yet to get to. And so that can be a little frustrating at times because you want them to be there right there with you to know what you're saying ain't just a bunch of BS. But you got to let people walk in their own, their own time. And all you can do is pray for certain people. And sometimes that prayer comes from a distance. You want to pray with them. You want to do things with them, but they're not always willing to do it with you. And I've come across that. I've seen that a lot. And I've expressed a lot of my feelings on this show about certain things in my own life, personally, in my past or whatever the case is. And I'm a human being and it's a podcast. I have the right to do that. Now, I've not disrespected anyone and, and revealed names and who they are and nothing like that. And I'm sure that a lot of them have heard the show and they may have felt maybe it was about them. And it could have been. And maybe there's times that people have gotten in their feelings, rightfully so. But here's the thing. I don't bite my tongue. I don't have nothing to prove to nobody. And I'm not the only one that's flawed here. And if we're going to call things out, let's call it all the way out. Let's make it all the way around the table. Don't just look at something one, one person did. Let's look at everything that everybody did. And let's see how we got to that point and what we can do about it moving forward. If if there's a, a reconciliation. Bible tells us to reconcile in Matthew 18. Y'all know the scriptures, a lot of you, some of you read these things in your studies, but you don't want to do them when it comes to reality. That's a hypocrite because you got too much pride and you feel like you're always right and the other person is wrong and flawed. Again, another misnomer, another mistake in character, another mistake in judging correctly because you were just as much at fault whether you started it or not. And if you participated in it, if you played a part or intricate part in it, you're just as much at fault. 
It's no much than if you were to get caught with some people who committed a crime. You may not have committed the crime, but you're an accessory to it. You're an accomplice to it as far as the, as the law is concerned because you were caught with the people who had the stolen merchandise and goods on them. I'll give you another better one. Let's say you give somebody a ride. You don't hang with this person, but you know them. And you've seen them along the way, so I'm going to pick them up. And maybe there was an undercover cop watching them the whole time just to see if they were about to make a deal. You just so happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time. Saw the person, and they looked like, okay, they didn't tell you or they felt some heat on them, so they got to get out of there. You just happened to come around. Being nice, being kind, minding your own business, nowhere near in that world that they live in, and you say, hey, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, bro? You need a ride? Yeah, yeah, where you going? Oh, no, I'm about to head over here. Yeah, that's cool, that's cool. Yeah, I appreciate it. And while you talking, picking the person up, they're getting in the car. Yeah, how everybody doing? Yeah, it's good seeing you, blah, blah, blah. What you been up to? He looking around, right? Got some stuff on him. Trying to hurt him get out of there. Cops pull you over because they follow you, thinking there's a deal being made. I know this has happened to people. I know a lot of things, family. But I'm giving you an example of how things look. While y'all driving and talking, the cops, they've been following him the whole time. They say, okay, let's go ahead and make our move. You take this dude to a destination thinking you're about to drop him off. They turn the lights on you. Now you wonder, well, damn, I didn't run no red lights. I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't, I didn't run no red, no, no stop signs. I didn't make no U-turns while they pulling me over. My stuff's legal. You know, my tags are good. <laughs> you know, you, you running in your head. Well, why, why are they pulling me over? Is there a mistake in an identity? What's going on? Little do you know, they were watching the dude you picked up trying to give a ride, just being easy. On your way to somewhere, you was going to drop him off and keep it moving. Just being a good friend or, or a person you know, right? This dude get a little panicky. He starts putting stuff in your seats, putting stuff below your, below your chair. Y'all have to step out the car now. They come in there with flashlights or the dogs or whatever, and they find the stuff in your car. Now you're getting arrested along with the dude. You don't know what's happening. You know you ain't got no drugs in your car, but all of a sudden you do. How do you explain that? Now, what's the point of me saying all this? A lot of you experience this type of thing. It may not have been that particular thing in general, but something similar or something just like it. The reason I'm saying is no good deed goes unpunished. Be careful who you hang with. Be careful what you do. You didn't have no idea that was going to happen to you. But the point is, people will set you up. Everything always would have looked like. You got a lot of sheep, I mean, a lot of wolves in sheep's clothing. So my thing is this, family. You can get accused of doing something bad when all your intentions are is to do something good. Jesus was a prime example of that. He did all the miracles. He spoke in the public. No one could find anything that he really did that was bad. But they tried to attach him to something or try to say he said something out of context. They were trying to find fault in him no matter what. And it was his own people in his own camp that betrayed him. Although he knew all this was a part of the prophecy, he knew who it was because he was, he was God incarnated as the son of man. The point is, we all go through this stuff. People you will hold dear for years. And then suddenly they just either, and it not have to be something as heinous and crude as, the, as Judas did. 
or the person in the car did with the cop or anything other example we can give, but it could be just something as simple as backstabbing, betrayal, infidelity. You got people out here that are smiling in your face and talk about you like a dog behind your back. That's why the old saying goes that I learned. My mom used to tell me, a dog that'll bring a bone will carry a bone. Think about it. Somebody who can bring something to you will carry to carry it to somebody else. So you got to be mindful of who you deal with, what types of information you reveal to people, and what types of ways that you hold people in um, a higher respect. Because these same people you're putting on a pedestal, telling other people about, saying this is my friend, this is my bro, this is my sis, this is my lady, this is my whatever. Them same people ain't holding you up like that when they get around people. They very rarely even mention your name. They won't advertise what you're doing. They won't tell people what the good news is that you're spreading on, on your podcast or whatever you do on your website. I've held people up like this on pedestals for years, man. And that's why I'm having this conversation, because today's conversation, the wiles of Hollywood, it goes, it runs deep. Ephesians 6.12 tells us these things. Because what does wiles mean? The word W-I-L-E-S, wiles, means deception. There's a lot of deception going on right now. People are deceiving and being deceived, according to 2 Timothy chapter 3. You may be one of those people being deceived or doing the deceiving doesn't matter. Y'all wants me to put this out there because I've been deceived and I've even deceived at times in my life. I'm not above the law, but through the grace and the faith of Yahusha Mashiach, Jesus Christ, he puts us above the law because the law is what we were once under when we were going through the Mosaic laws. And that law was a broken covenant. And if you were still under the law to this day, you would not make it into heaven because God is a holy God. He can't allow no types of sin. That's why he put people through rigorous rituals back in the day, through atonement for them to wipe away their sins. And they had to have certain rules and days and times he had to do certain things because all of that was needed in order to make it right with him. Because he likes his space to be sacred. He doesn't want no taintedness in it, no deception in it, no filth in it. When he's a holy God, he means his space, everything has to be holy. So what I'm trying to say is this. Today's conversation is not only going to look at what Hollywood is doing, but it's going to make us look at everything that everybody everywhere is doing, including yourself, including myself. And it's going to make us look a little harder in the word and have a little, hopefully, a little more respect for the word of y'all. Because a lot of people don't want to hear this, but that's fine. That's good. I'm on the right track. If I'm offending anybody right now, that's a good thing. Let me tell you why. It's not good. I'm not trying to purposely hurt nobody's feelings or make people mad. But you got to understand, there's devils out here. There's a spirit of, there's a force, there's an opposite force of the kingdom of heaven that doesn't want you to hear this. Some of you are getting easily triggered and you don't even know why. Because you may have some demons in you. And you may be doing a lot of these things willingly and willfully and you don't want to be exposed even if i'm just on here talking that's exposing to a lot of you i ain't revealing who you are i don't even know who who, who you are <laughs> and i have no idea who could be doing what i may have I, I mean outside of my own life i can't speak who's doing what out here you know and some of you would probably get triggered that lets me know i'm on the right path because like Galatians 4.16 says, like the podcast, Galatians 4.16, 
Have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? And the answer to a lot of, of you is yes. Because you hate the truth. You love lies. You love to be covered up in darkness. You don't want to be exposed. You don't want to be revealed. You don't want your ways and your actions to be revealed. You don't want to look in the mirror and see things that you've been trying to cover up. The mirror. You know, it, it, nobody wants to see themselves doing something they ain't got no business. But what God sees, he sees it whether you know it or not. He sees it whether you're in the dark or not. Can't hide from him. Don't matter what Jay Reed at all say. Don't matter if it's me that you don't like. But the most high is the one you should be worried about. He's the one you should be fearing. Not me. I'm just a man. I got my own things to look up, uh, to answer to. But take the message for what it's worth. Don't worry about who the messenger is that gave it to you. Just did you get the message? We're going to go ahead and take another commercial break. When we come back, fam, we're going to read Second Peter talking about the world that's going to be destroyed in fire. And then we're going to go st- jump straight into this thing about Cat Williams, Hollywood, and so forth. I'm your boy, Jay Radar. Don't go anywhere, family. We will return out to these messages. Stay tuned. People don't come in your life to love you. They come into your life to use you. They don't come to bring to your life. They come to take from it. They don't see you as a person. They see you as an opportunity. Trust me, I've been there. These are the type of people that don't love you for you. They love you for what they can take from you. They're not loyal to you. They're loyal to the benefits that come with you. That's why they never show up no matter how many times you showed up for them. That's why they never offer help no matter how many times you've helped them. Like for real, stop breaking your back for people who clearly don't got yours. Like I live by this, you don't have to live by it. But if it's not reciprocated, then that relationship has to be annihilated. I refuse to be used. All right, ladies and gentlemen, glad we are back in full effect. We're going to step right into it. Second Peter chapter three. Now, before commercial break, I mentioned that there was going to be at the end of the world when Yah comes back to judge. the. He's not coming to judge the world, per se. He's coming to judge those who have taken over the world. There's going to be two different types of judgment, family. You're going to have the judgment in Revelation where when he comes back to destroy it by fire, this is for anybody who took the mark of the beast, worshiped the beast, and it's going to be for the fallen angels and the Antichrist. That's who that judgment's going to be upon. The judgment, the great white throne judgment, that's going to come after the millennium. The judgment I'm talking about with the fire comes before the millennium. Yes, so... In this particular case, either way, this is what the world is going to experience. So let's read. I'm not going to go into all the different scriptures to talk about this because that's not what this is about. But I wanted to go ahead and to show you fire can do two things. It can heat a home or it can burn it down. Which one do you want to be a part of? Okay. Second Peter chapter three. We're going to start with verse six, whereby the world that went. Excuse me. Start again. Whereby the world that then was being overflowed with water perished. Talking about the Old Testament. Verse 7. But the heavens and the earth, which are now by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of wicked men. Okay, there it is right there. So that's telling you that in the end times, during the second coming of Christ, there's going to be fire. 
that's going to destroy the world as it was before only the in the in the old testament the world was destroyed by water a flooding this time it's going to be destroyed by fire now fire can be used for many different things to cook to give warmth and comfort heat in other words or it can do destructible things consumed by burning things up can cause pain can kill to sum it all up in one word it can destroy and destroy is the one word I didn't say in one word but destroy would be the one word and so there it is now what are the wiles let me give you something real quick before we jump into what I'm about to and then we're going to get into the actual title of this of this podcast Ephesians if you will turn with me in Ephesians chapter 6 I'm going to show you something we're going to start with verse. Let's start with verse. Let's read verse four. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and the admonition of Yahuwah, meaning the Lord. Admonition means to strongly encourage. <clears throat> Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart, as unto Christ, not with eye service as men pleasers, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man does, the same shall he receive of Lord whether he be bond or free. And ye masters do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, I mean, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master or your, or your God also is in heaven. Neither is there respect of persons with him. So in other words, there's no favoritism. The Lord treats everyone according to his or her works <clears throat> and what they have done, good or bad. What you do to one, you do to all. What you do to one, you do to God. And that's what that was basically saying. Now, here's why I wanted to read this, because verse 10 is talking about the devil. Going into this is all about spiritual warfare from this point forward until the end of the chapter, which ends in verse 23. So you have from verse 10 all the way to verse 23 of chapter 6 of Ephesians, which is talking about spiritual warfare. And check this out. Verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And I'm going to read verse 12 and that's it. Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, let's go back to verse 11 again. Did you hear what I said? Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the what? Against the wiles of the devil. So let's go back to the today's title. The wiles of Hollywood. Now, hopefully that'll make some sense now. Hopefully you'll understand why I said that is a title and why I did all the explaining prior to get to this point in today's podcast. 
Ladies and gentlemen, if we were to go to Webster's Dictionary right now and type in the word wiles, I'm going to give you a different types of perception on how this word looks. First, let's use the, the modern definition. Go to your Webster's Dictionary or your Google, type in W-I-E-L, wiles. And <clears throat> the word wile, W-I-L-E. Wile. It means a trick or a stratagem intended to ensnare or deceive a beguiling or playful trick beguiling is the same as the word while it means a guile right it means to trick to deceive <clears throat> to lure by or as if by magic spell to entice wow what is in hollywood holly weird the hollywood is what magicians in the celtics would use to conjure up spirits and do magic witchcraft Hollywood is a fine piece of wood that is used in a lot of rituals because of its properties and this is hence why they call it Hollywood <coughs> because it is the place in Los Angeles California the place or the city of the lost angels and Cali Kali is Kali Ma, which is the Hindu goddess, counterpart somewhat of uh, Kala, who would be the masculine par uh, part in the Hindu gods, also known as a counterpart to Lord Shiva, because Kali is the destruction. She's the black queen, or she's known as the destroyer, or the, the, the queen of destruction. She does a lot of other things too, sacrifices and all that. She's the chick that looks that has her tongue sticking out with a whole bunch of arms. Now you'll get different meanings from the new age as to what she represents, but I've already given you uh, a podcast telling you who Callie is. If you were to go back to the Kingdom of Darkness, I believe that in that podcast I told you who she was, and I also told you, if not in that podcast, family, I definitely told you in a podcast I did way back that I told you about, which was the Metaverse, Omicron, Rituals uh, of the Omega. You need to check that out. I definitely know in that podcast I talked about Cali. Okay. Um, but we've talked about her and other gods many a times, what they represent, who they are, blah, blah, blah. The point in this conversation is the word while. In that case, it means deception. Now, that's the modern day version or definition. If you, however, go to a more prominent, more older, more etymological uh, originated meaning uh, coming from out of the Bible, that is, it's going to tell you the same thing. But I like to do the etymology of all words to know what the true origins of the word means. So if you type in the word while in the Bible and you Google, okay. Um, it's going to tell you what the Bible meaning is. And after that, let's talk about what we need to talk about. All right. <clears throat> so if we look up the word while in the Bible. Of course, it tried to take it out of the. Behaving according to what is morally right and fair. All right, hold on, that's something else. It says the same thing, deceive, right? Wild means to deceive. 
It's a cunningness. It's a trick. <clears throat> Here's the thing I want to really go into. Let's use the word wild and its etymology. The wild etymology. And it means craft. Right? It means craft, trick. So as you can see, this stuff means it means to deceive. Okay? And it comes from the old English word meaning captivate, deceive, or beguile. Now, what does it mean in Hebrew? See, these are words why we want to look them up in the Bible. It means fraud, deception, deceit, fraudulence, fraudulency, right? It means cunning, craftiness, mechanation. All these things is what it means in the Hebrew. So there it is. There's no way around the word. Now you understand when I say Hollywood, you put that together with the word wiles, along with what we read in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, and you'll understand. And this is talking about the devil, right? So <clears throat> guard against this, right? It says, put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Now, what is the devil? He's running what? Hollywood. He's running the world. But we know Hollywood specifically, the place of fallen angels, lost angels, lost angels, right? The place of stars. Everything is satanic. The dragon, everything is there. So we understand that Hollywood is big satanic business in that industry. It spreads all throughout the land and, and even beyond because it's Babylon. It's one of the core places of the Babylonian empire of what the world is at and where the world is in this point in time in life. Why it's so much debauchery and foolishness and nastiness and filthiness and, and worldwide accepted uh, sinfulness is so widely accepted and okay in today's world which we call the norm now because of the wiles of the devil the deceptions, the fornications the idolatries the worshipping of many other types of gods and goddesses and it makes it okay he's make evil look fair seeming right, it's Isaiah 520 he's confused the world he's made sweet for bitter and bitter for sweet Dark for light, light for dark. He's turned bad into good and good into bad. <clears throat> so it's hard for people without the Holy Spirit to have true earnest discernment and knowing what's right and what's wrong because he's made it all look good and he's taken that which is good and turned it to bad, which is why people are hating in the whole paradigm of Christianity. Those who are truly walking for Yah and not compromising themselves and serving two masters, which we're going to talk about later in this podcast, um, you have to understand it's right here in the scriptures. And if you don't know that, it's because you're not, you're not in the scriptures and not into the Bible. And I don't want to hear this mess about where it's hard to understand because I have given you all, for those of you who've been walking with me, for those of you that knew, I'll give you a break on the pass on this, but there's no excuse. And you don't have to just hear it from me to hear it, hear it here and hear it first. But if you heard it here, nowhere else, but here first, that's why I say what I say about on this show, where you heard it here, you heard it first. No doubt. Because I don't want anything to be said or something that goes without being said. 
because on here, there's no excuse to not learn or know more. It's not. I give you guys plenty of resources. I give you the reasons why. I explain the scriptures. I tell you my opinions. I tell you why the Bible says what it says in the translations. It's up to you with the tools that I've provided and the sources of information you can look further into this to look into it for yourself, man. It's no excuse. So let's get on this Cat Williams thing before we take our next commercial break. I want to start it off before we go into another commercial break. Now that we have the gist of what I've been talking about, <clears throat> 14 minutes into this part of the show, uh, in this segment, that is, uh, we're going to talk about it. So going back some years ago, I'd say 2012, even further than that, 2008, right? When, when there was MySpace. <laughs> now, for those of you who are old enough to remember this, we had MySpace before we had Facebook. Facebook at the time was for college students. It wasn't something that was worldwide. And it started off very small. It wasn't a worldwide thing. It's more of a forum for just people like an educational department. And then it got widespread and it kind of just blew up and it just took over. And well, Facebook became the new MySpace because before Facebook, there was MySpace. And MySpace was blowing up family. I mean, we back then could create our own page outlook and we had music we could put on our page. So whenever somebody visited your page, you had music play, you had a forum, you had everything set up. And I have to say that basically MySpace was the blueprint for Facebook. They kind of took from them, kind of maybe stole some things, and they just took it from there and just blew them out of the water. And so uh, MySpace is no longer even a talk. I don't even know if it still exists. Um, I know one time a few years back I tried to type in or try to find my page. I couldn't. I couldn't. I think they had just completely did away with it. But... Um, for those of you who remember MySpace, that was also part of a very um, powerful social outlet for social media. And um, Facebook basically took everything that they had to offer and, and, and blew up. The only thing that is different from MySpace that I loved about it that even Facebook to this day doesn't do is allow you to create your page with music and everything. Now, we got banners uh, that we can put on the page now, and you can tap on a link or a page and maybe read. You can even look at somebody's videos, but the page itself was full of music and backgrounds, and just they had, they had that way before Facebook, and Facebook still doesn't even do that. So I give them that. They were one up on Facebook when it came to that. But, uh, other than that, when I was really, really into the world, I was playing Jay Holiday and all that stuff on the page. So, uh, 2008. Now, where am I going with this? Why did I mention that? Because back when I had MySpace, and specifically in 2008, when I was looking at it, there was a group of different people I was in contact with, or, or at least looking at, I did have a kind of a couple of conversations with this one brother uh, who was going by himself. He was trying to say he was an incarnated being who was once uh, Malachi York. Now, Dwight York is a gentleman who was one of my mentors. Um, he got many different names he goes by. He was the creator and founder of the Nuwabian um, language tribe and 
he created a paradigm which was very similar to that of Egypt. He mixed a lot of what the Bible, Egypt, and other cultures spoke of and their doctrine. He put it all in one called Nuwapian. He is actually a man of immense intelligence. He didn't start off that way. He was a singer back in the day for a group. I can't remember the group. And if you look him up, you can find all this information out about Dwight York. Since then, he's been a big name in the communities of celebrities. Uh, uh, he was big in Georgia, Eaton, Georgia especially, but he's traveled the world. He uh, is a Sunni Muslim. He's a Christian. He's a whole bunch of things in one. He speaks many different languages. And he's a very highly intelligent man. However, he's got some things that's been against him, some charges for underage, uh, sexual. Um, he was listed, I think, as a sexual offender. But he... He had many different types of concubines, wives or whatever. He created a land in Eaton, Georgia, that was very similar to that of Egypt. Literally, they built pyramids and everything. It was a beautiful, lust illustrious um, community. Had its own. He had his own community where they grew their own food on the land. They had their own church. They had everything. Their own community. They had their own, their own community where it was outside of everybody else. He had bodyguards. Uh, people lived on the land. You could visit or you could live on the land. I mean, it was it was very, very well set up. One of the big, they called him a cult leader. Obviously, the way they try to put it in the media, it was this like he was another David, um, um, what's the dude's name? <clears throat> the one who was pretending to be Jesus. And all these other guys that fall under the cult Um names. I can't think of no one right now. I know all of them, but I can't think of their names. But he wasn't that, that he wasn't that guy. He wasn't killing anybody or anything of that nature that I'm aware of. No, Dr. York was more so of a teacher who thought of himself to be, uh, he said that he had over 900 entities in him. Now, I know that sounds crazy. <laughs> and it, it, it is. Uh, he was, he was teaching UFOlogy. He was teaching Sumerian doctrine, Christian doctrine. He wrote books. He did plagiarize a lot of things and said it was his own. We can go back and find the information to support this. But my job is not to, to try to make this man's image or taint his image any more than it's already been tainted. I learned a lot from Dr. York. He was one of my first mentors, introduced to me by, uh, at the time, some very close people to me. And so um, I learned a lot through that. He had a book called The Holy Tablets. I still have possession of that book right now as we speak. Um, but the thing is... Um, he had his good and his bad moments. Let's just cut it short. Now, the reason why I brought him up, there's, he had a lot of followers, a lot of young men that he raised up. Some were his own children. Some were just men of, of, of other people, other walks of life. A lot of them claim to be up underneath him in rank. And they claimed that the entity that was in him, he was saying he was Melchizedek. Heck, he even said to one point in time he was Jesus. But then he turned around and said he didn't say that. That's how you know you're dealing with false prophets in the world. He talked about the Elohim, right? Or the Elohim, however you want to say it. Elohim, right? Isita. Um, he talked about it. And I assure you, a lot of his knowledge was straight powerful, like stuff you've never heard ever. And at that time, he was big. I mean, from the 70s, 80s, especially the 80s and 90s, uh, he was huge. And he's the reason why a lot of what we call the spiritual communication or the spiritual, excuse me, 
the spiritual community, not communication, the spiritual community existed this day, especially for black conscious awareness. All right. Talked about melanin, melanated awareness, melanated people, the origins of the Bible, the colors of the Hebrew Israelites, Egyptians, the beings, the different names of these entities, where they originated, how they all mesh into one. He taught all that. And uh, he helped a lot of people become spiritually aware, taught them a lot of things. This is why a lot of people kind of shun the Bible, because they feel like once they've gotten a little more knowledge of things, done a little research, they try to say that the Bible is a copycat or a, a rendition of Egyptology and Sumerians and all these other things, these other cultures. There's a very small truth to some of what they say, but that's not true in itself. And I was one of those people who came up who came up under those teachings. And then for a while, I started thinking that way. Because once I got out of religion, I got involved into spiritual awareness, which for a lot of you will be considered new age. Um, but not in the sense that a lot of people get caught up in the new age. Like I wasn't going around here and just straight up believing in Sananda and Maitreya and all these beards and uh, the ascended masters, Pleiadians and all that. I learned a lot about all those things. And I started having spiritual experiences and um, things that, you know, kind of made sense and started making sense and adding up later. But as I progressed and got as far as I've gotten to today, I've learned even more. And, the, and Yah has brought me back into the word from the knowledge that I attained through all those years of study that you always hear me say 23 plus years, blah, blah, blah. All of that is included in that. The experiences, the studies, the hours of study, the writing, all that stuff, man. You know, guys who are mentors to me, like Dr. Phil Valentine, Dr. Delvin Blair, uh, Dr. Yahweh Ben Yosef, all these different people, man. Uh, even the Bobby Hemmets, right? Uh, and the Sister Soldier, all these different people played an intricate part in the black consciousness and consciousness awareness period. Uh, Egyptology played an intricate part in that, but Dr. York was number one. Okay, he was just out there, just widespread, and he opened the doors for a lot of people. And there's a lot of guys I haven't given any notice, I mean, any, any acknowledgement to that's played an intricate part in that stuff too. Then you got brothers a little older than me or around my age that's just consciously aware. The red and blue pills, all right? The, the Asir, the Duke of Tears. Asir, the Duke of Tears. You got those guys. You had the Brother Panics, and rest in peace, Brother Panic. Um, he just passed recently. You had the Bobby Hemmets. You had the, um, you had a lot of different guys. Then, then later, more stranger guys came on the scene, like the Sri Master Gano Grills. Gano Grills is an actor who played in the movie Deep, uh, Deep Cover. Not Deep Cover, that's with the Lawrence Fishburne. He played in, um, what's the L. Cool J movie with him and Omar Epps? I can't even think of, um, it's Deep Something. Well, Gano Grills was the guy at the time who had the braids in the movie. And he was the guy on the pool table, if you know what I mean, who had the pool stick going up his butt. He's an actor, but he's also called himself Sri Master Gano because he says he's in contact with 23 different gods and that he's the son of Lord Ganesha, who was the reincarnation version of him and that his mother is Lakshmi. I know it sounds crazy, but if you guys go online and, and look this up. Now, I'm not saying to go online and, and to, to follow these guys. That's not why I'm mentioning this. But this is a part of the wiles of, of everything going on in the world, the deceptions. This stuff is nothing new under the sun. And these guys make fun of the Bible, such as the Shri Master. And I'm not going to call him Shri Master. Shri meaning uh, it, it denotes in the Hindu 
uh, culture, that of royalty. It would be what you would call sir, say in England or Britain, right? But Shri meaning a title of royalty. I'm not calling him no Shri master. I'm gonna call him Gano Grills, okay? He used to also be with the group Wu-Tang. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Wu-Tang, the Wu-Tang Clan with RZA and Ghostface, Killer and all of them. He was a part of that. Method Man and all those guys. But uh, I have respect for the guy in a sense because he's a very knowledgeable man. He has mentioned a lot of things, but uh, knowing what I know and how these guys are giving to other gods and they're saying that the Bible God is a mean God who is not the one true God and all these different things would be easy for the average person to believe that because a lot of you have had questions. Why is God so different from the Old and New Testament? There's different translations. The Bible says one thing, but it contradicts itself. This and that. That's because you have very little knowledge of those things. I was one of those people. That's why I can say that. Not to insult anybody's intellect or intelligence, but I was one of those people who considered myself very highly, highly intelligent, thinking for himself and still thinks for himself, questions things to a very lengthy uh, validity of what is true in terms of veracity. And the Bible itself tells you to prove all things to put things to the test, to test the spirits. So um, that's what you have to do, family. I don't care how well or how well orchestrated or how something sounds, reason of right doctrine, right logic and sound doctrine, all that stuff sounds good, but you have to test it. And so I'm not saying that the Bible has never been tampered with. Of course, I've told you that. That's why I say you have to study to show yourselves approved. Learn as much as you can and take heed to the things that you do learn and put to the side the things that don't resonate with you right away. Don't throw anything away because all things have some form of uh, a, a belonging, a belongingness to it that matters. It has a belongingness to it, to it. So don't ever succumb to throwing things away just because they have no use for you in the moment. You may come into usage or what that is later. It's a puzzle. OK, and that's part of what we call mysteries. And I came up in a lot of the mystery school system of different thinking. So that's how I'm able to piece these things multidimensionally together at some point later because it's spiritually being revealed to me. And I share it with you all. And I've been told by people not to share this. You understand? I've been told that these words will fall on the ears of the deaf, dumb, and blind. And a lot of it is true, but a lot of it is not. Because who am I to judge who, who, who gets it and who doesn't? It's my job, as the Bible says, to preach the gospel, to put the good news out there so that I can wipe that blood on my hands that I would have had had I kept all this knowledge to myself when I was supposed to be the one winning souls and telling people about this stuff. So we have to dust our feet off when we're not welcome in people's homes and when people's towns or when we're in certain people's circles. They don't want to keep hearing it. We say we got to say and we move on. Dust your feet off and keep it moving. It's not my job to convert nobody, to, to, to force anybody or anything. You believe what you want to believe. You do as you will. My job is to speak the truth whether you like it or not. And that's just where I'm coming from. And if it's done you some good, family, it's going to do you even more good. But if it hasn't, then, you know, let's all love each other in peace and still move on about our way. We don't got to hate on nobody because we disagree. You can disagree without being disagreeable. And I've tried to tell that to people in my own circles, but, you know, I need to take that advice myself because uh, people have gotten me, you know, got my feathers ruffled a little bit and I had to check myself. So sometimes if you can't get along, sometimes you have to, you know, remove yourself from 
uh, that space until you're able to deal with being in it again. You have to rediscipline yourself. You can't get caught up in the hype. You can't allow people to take you out of your comfort or change who you are. Now, change is good. We're all supposed to change. This notion that this is how God made me is baloney. God didn't make you that way. Just like he gave you free will to make decisions. The Holy Spirit is here to change you to be more like God. So there's no way he made you a, to be a sinner. There's no way he made you to act a fool. No, he didn't make you that way. He made you and gave you free will. How you're brought up, certain environments, okay, uh, what you're used to, what your conditions of living have been, what you're accustomed to, that's why you are the way you are. Now, a lot of that is inherited through your DNA. That's why they say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. For people to say they're made a certain way, that has a lot to do with the people that brought you into the world through your DNA. And then, of course, like I said, there's, there's, there's conditioning, environmental conditioning, belief systems. All those things play an intricate part on why you act a certain way. Those, some of those things are generational curses, by the way. Okay, and so when, when we get more wiser in the word, because the word tells us these things, it's indisputable. And people still want to dispute it. And it's not me that the disputing, they don't realize that, but it's the Bible you, you, that, you're, that you're against. Because if I point to, to the scriptures and read it to you in the full context where it says these things, what you going to say now? You're going to find another rebuttal, right? Or either you're just going to dismiss the Bible, which means you don't believe everything it says. And for those who do that, well, the Bible says you have an evil heart. I didn't say it. Hebrews 3.12 said it. James chapter 2 says it. I'm just reciting it. <laughs> J. Rated R didn't write this Bible. Okay? But it's surely showing me things that I never knew. I don't care how long you think you've been knowing something or done something. You're never too old to learn. Just like you're never too young to die. So, anyway... Cat Williams. We all know who that dude is. But if we haven't, you better get from under that rock and type it into Google or something and get caught up. Cat Williams is an actor, a comedian. And he's been in the game of comedy and movie industries for quite a long time, for a couple of decades now. Even before we knew who he was. A lot of these guys start out very early, but we don't see them because they're behind the scenes growing and trying to make a name for themselves. Now, what I'm about to embark upon today, and let me show you now why I said back in 2008. 2008, when I was on MySpace, I came across some information. A guy who claimed to be the next Malakazi York. He said he claimed to be the spirit of, of what was in Dr. York, and it's in him. He said a lot of things. People claim a lot of things. It's like a lot of people will claim that Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us Jesus warned us of those times to look out that many will come saying, I am the Christ, but do not believe it. Right? False prophets, false Christ, all these things are expected to happen. Antichrist, in other words. Different types of antichrist. You have the antichrist and then you have many antichrists, as 1 John chapter 2 talks about. So read 1 John chapter 2 to understand what I'm talking about. Well, in 2008, when I was in my late 20s, uh, almost 30, I um, came across some information. And it was very, very pertinent information but in the sense of the way it was being worded. Very, very awe-inspiring. Very supernaturally eerie at the same time. And let me put it in layman's terms. 
this wasn't just somebody bantering and runting and raving, this man. This guy was saying things that were very powerful. And he was comparing it to music because he himself was a musician, a rapper. And he was using that. Now, I printed out some things back then, but I lost it. 2012, I came across it again. Even more information at that time from the 2008 version. Now, but when I came across in 2012, there was no longer MySpace for me. I was in Facebook. I happened to have found the brother. He wasn't on long because he went under different guises, different names. And I came across him. So this time I said, I'm going to wisen up. I'm going to go ahead and print all this stuff out and study it. Refer to my own studies. But what I did was he was talking about different segments and segues of different information. He was comparing to movies and showing you how what he was saying was in the movies. Just like I do with you all about the Bible and everything else. When I tell you to watch movies and why and the same symbolisms and all the secret uh occult messages, esoteric messages and the symbologies in the movies and the predictive programming that's behind it and how it relates and correlates to prophecy. I've done that with you all. And that's what I'm about to share a little bit in with you today. But I'm going to give you a little bit of history why I'm doing this and why specifically I'm going to use Cat Williams as the example of this whole ordeal to start off with to propel this thing moving forward because Cat Williams whether you realize it or not whether you have insight or whether you have spiritual sight you need to know that this is all a shindig it's 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 all orchestrated it's 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 fake and it's real And this little soiree they have going on, on these inner circles of the Illuminati and Freemasons and these uh, satanic worshipers and whatever names you want to give these people in Hollywood, they are a spiritual warfare family. These people are slaves. They're in bondage. They're in pain and agony. The faces and the smiles that they have are fake. A lot of them are on drugs because they're going through so much torment, mental, they're in a mental crisis. They have what you call humiliation rituals, and that runs deep. And a lot of you don't understand that. Cat Williams did a justice in telling the people something, but what he did was he brought distractions. That's why I called it distractions in the last podcast as part of the segment that we were talking about, because it's a distraction. But it's also part of prophecy. Give you a hint, I'll give you an example. Go to 2 Timothy. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, this is what it says. In verse, let's start from verse 1 and read all the way to verse 13. Know this also that in the last days perilous times shall come for men shall be lovers of their own selves. Covetous. Covetous means when you want something somebody else has. You want to possess somebody else's possessions. You want to have something. So that's why it says do not idolize people. Do not wish. You can have things. It's okay to to want things. But if you want what somebody else has, that's covetousness. That's a sin. Okay? A lot of people didn't know that. You want to be like somebody. You want to do like somebody else. That's idolatry and covetousness. See what I'm saying? All right. Now you'll say, well, 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 there's been great success behind having uh, 
people, the mentors. It's nothing wrong with looking up to anybody. If you want to look up to somebody, look up to the Most High. That's who Lucifer looked up to, but he did it in a perverted way. He wanted to be like the Most High and ascend his throne above the throne of the Most Highs. He wanted to be worshipped like the Most High. That was nothing wrong with him having him to look up to because that's all he had. The most exalted being was all he could look up to because he was exalted himself, but he wasn't the most exalted. That was the most high who created him. But he didn't want to do it in the right way. He had a selfish, um, he had selfish agenda in mind and he wanted to remove God in the process. So to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? Now, that's not necessarily always true. You can still be the man without having to do anything to the one you look up to. It should be an honor for a, for a son to want to be like his father if he looks up to him, right? And our father in heaven is the one you definitely want to look up to. But if, you're, if your earthly father is somebody who you admire, that's great. Just don't put him over y'all because y'all tells us not to in Matthew 10. And the point I'm trying to make is there's a difference in admiring something and envying it. There's a, there's, there's a difference in wanting to be like something in, in a good way where you can exemplify the example by living it versus you worshiping it, becoming obsessed with it, or wanting it for yourself when that's not the most important thing in the world. Those things become sin. Covetousness, right? Idolatry. But you can have mentors, somebody who inspires you to be better than them greater than them, to be your best self, to do the best you can, to to to, to uh, implement discipline and hard work and what it does to pay off when you stay with it and don't give up and to, to, to not be a follower, but to be your own leader. These things are great attributes and the Most High has given us his attributes. He represents all things good and wonderful. That's why his name is wonderful. So one of his names anyway is wonderful. And you read that in Isaiah 9, 6. But here's the thing, fam. When it becomes unhealthy, unhinged, right? When it becomes an obsession, not an admiration. That's when it becomes covetousness and idolatry. And we just can't have that. So that's why you got to learn to discern the differences. So getting back to 2 Timothy chapter 3, I left off in verse 2, so I'm going to start again. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers. We know a lot of them, don't we? False accusers, incontinent. Now, incontinent simply means usually in certain definitions it has something to do with your bladder, right? Your urine, you can't, yeah. but in this case, it's talking about sexual immorality, meaning people who can't control themselves sexually. Like they just, they, they just all about the pleasure. They're all about sex and they can't control themselves. They can't stop. So that's what it means when you say incontinent. Fierce, despisers of those that are good. You got people who be hating on you just because you're trying to do the right thing because you're speaking the truth and you're minding your business and you're doing it in a, in, a, in a fair, seemingly way. You're not being arrogant, pompous. You're not being a bragger. You're not uh, condemning anyone. You're just speaking the truth and a lot of people don't want to hear it. 
because it forces them to have to look at their sins. Remember, I said earlier, people don't like to be exposed. They don't like this what's gone in the dark to be put into the light. But the Bible tells us in Ephesians 5, 11 through 13 to do those things, but not to become a part of it because you were once like that. You're now to reveal in Christ the light of things, bringing it in, bringing the darkness into it and exposing it to correct it. So it becomes a problem for people. Um, let's get back to the reading. We're going to read to verse 13. So I left off at despisers of those that are good. Verse 4. Traitors, heady, high-minded. All this stuff means backstabbing. It means egotistical, narcissistic, uh, self-centered. That's what all this stuff means. Lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Having a form of godliness or holiness, but denying the power thereof. From such turn away. That means from such things turn away. And turn away from people who have that about them. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women, laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now, as Iannis and Lambrus withstood Moshe, meaning Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith, but they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men, as theirs also was. So, now, this is what's going on right now. This is why we're going to talk about it. What's going on in Hollywood right now is a lot of backfiring. Things are coming out. Secrets has been held by for years, held captive. Right. From all the lust and all the, the treacherous traitor, traitors and, uh, and, and pleasures of sin. All that stuff is happening now. And what it says right here, specifically in verse nine, but they shall proceed no further. See how this is. This, these are people who are being exposed now for the things that they've done. In other words, what you do comes back on you. You reap what you sow. And so now this is why it says they will proceed no further for their folly. That means all their wrongdoing, their shamefulness, their wickedness, their secret stuff, their deceitful stuff, their hidden stuff. It's coming back on them. It says, for their folly shall be manifest unto all men. That's why everybody's seeing it now. It's all exposing. It's backfiring. You can't keep doing all this stuff, people, in your life to people wrongfully and it not backfire on you or it not be exposed. And it gets, and we're in the time with social media, with all the recordings and secrecy, all that stuff is coming out now. You're reading it right here in the Bible, fam. This is prophecy. Hear me. We just in verse nine, I ain't even got to 13 yet. But they shall proceed no further for their folly shall be manifest unto all men as theirs also was. Just like people who are exposing one person, they're going to be exposed to. That's what this is. Verse 10. But you have fully known my doctrine, manner of life, purpose, faith, long suffering, love, patience. Verse 11. Persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconium, at Lystra, what persecutions I endured. But out of them, all of the Lord delivered me verse 12 yeah and all that will live righteously in christ jesus shall suffer persecution it's inevitable if you follow in jesus 
At some point, you're going to have to go through the trials and tribulations, the fiery trials that Peter talks about in 1 Peter 4.12. You're going to have to endure those things. But you're going to have to be patient because the Lord will deliver you from all of them. If you have to have faith in him, though, walk by faith, not by sight. Don't lean on your own understanding. That's what the Bible keeps telling us to encourage one another in of those of us who are children in the most high. Don't lose sight of it, no matter how bad things get, because they're going to get so bad. It's going to test your faith. Some will depart from the faith in a lot of times, taking heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Others will endure all the way to the end and be rewarded in heaven when, they, when it's their time. So endure to the end, family. Take that whooping. Christ took it for us and worse. If he could do it and get through it, and he's the blueprint for how we're supposed to walk and how we're supposed to follow him for the most high Yah, let's do it. Let's keep each other, help, help each other stay afloat because we're going to need to help each other because someday some of us are going to backslide. Someday some of us are going to doubt. Be encouraging to your brothers and sisters walk with them some days i can help you stand up some days you might have to help me but i'm talking only to those people who really have the heart to do this i ain't talking to fake people i ain't talking to folks who backsliding all the time because they don't care who make provisions to do the same things they've been doing and staying in the world i ain't talking about the people who go behind your back and and, and ain't willing to be upfront with you on nothing but they can point fingers and accuse you of things. Remember what the Bible is just saying. Don't be pointing fingers and doing things because what you're doing is going to be coming. It's going to get exposed to all men as well. Be right with him. Don't be a hypocrite. Don't be heady minded. Don't be haughty. Don't be selfish. Don't be a backstabber. Don't be a traitor. Don't be a truce breaker. Don't be a lover of self and pleasures rather than lover of the most high. Don't do any of these things. Don't be a despiser of those who do good. Be an encourager. Be encouraged. All that's right here. Y'all will know it. You'll read it. And then you still go out here and act a fool, act like a devil, and then wonder why life is the way it is. Look, man, I'm a man. Am I going to have moments where I lose my cool? Of course. Because I'm tired of injustice. I'm tired of the lies. I'm tired of falsely accusations. I'm tired of people acting like they're in my camp and they love me one minute and the next minute they turn their back on me, slam doors in my face. I'm tired of being uncertain. I'm tired of, 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 of all these little stipulations being thrown at me, but none of these things are being held on a pedestal when it comes to others. Okay, these are, these are what you call hypocrites. And people call, say you're calling them names. No, I'm calling you what you're doing. Jesus called you out. That's what it is. The same attitude folks have towards people today is the same way that they treated Yahusha, Jesus, in his time. The chief priest did him the same way. Doubters did him the same way. He would be calling them out in the synagogues, in the temple, and they were ready to stone him, ready to put hands on him because they didn't like what he said. That's how people get when they get in their feelings. They're ready to smash your head in and kill you. Because a lot of times it ain't because you calling them a name and they can't stand the name. You're telling on them. You're saying something that they know is true, but they don't want it to be exposed. That's how devils act. Devils don't like to, to, be, to be brought into the light of truth. They like to keep doing what they're doing in the darkness. And when somebody has the boldness of the Holy Spirit in them to come out and say it, folks don't want to. Now, all of a sudden, they become public enemy number one. <laughs> but you love God, though, right? How can you love the most high if you don't? <sighs> anyway, family. That's all of us, man. That's not no that's not no particular persons or respective persons. This is this is just something that I think we all can account for. I know I can account for it. 
I've been wrong and many times how I've approached people, things I've said, the way I've acted. I'm, I, you, you hear me saying it. You hear me telling you I've been wrong. And yet people still want to rub it in even more. People who have pride don't admit they're wrong. People who have pride don't say what, what they've done. They don't announce it and they don't try to repent for it. And they don't cry in real tears over it. You see what I'm saying? Ain't no acting here. I'm not getting any awards, no money. No one's putting me up to this. I don't want to change. I'm not trying to be burning in nobody's hell. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? This stuff is serious enough for me to keep it going. I could be talking about anything. I could be talking about cheeks clapping. I could be talking about money and the riches. I could be talking about doing this rap music. I'd be talking about what's going on on some other level. It has nothing to do with God. Stuff that you would love to hear. People love to hear all this debauchery and nastiness and filthiness and foolishness. And they like to hear you talking about somebody and calling them out, getting fights going. That's what keeps the world turning right now. The silliness, the filthiness, the sinfulness. If I was saying all this, I'd probably have a, I'd probably be number one podcast in America, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I mean, that's a bit exaggerative, but hey, it's possible. Okay, when you look at the number one podcast in America, look at what the content is. Look at who's talking. Look at what the people are liking to hear. Sure, there's a mixture of things, but look how they're going about it. But when you talk about this stuff, the Bible, what it means, the love for Yah, your personal sinful confessions, things you've said and hurt others, others have hurt you. Nobody want to hear that. Folks in their feelings. Folks is, is, is unsubscribing. Folks is moving on. And, to, you know, to, to the best, you know, if, if that's the way it is. Hey, I praise you. You know, good luck in life. You you got to have people that's willing to rock with you, man, that know you well enough. Just like a lot of people don't know me, but they quick to judge. That's how people do y'all. You, you say you love him, but you don't know him. And the only way to know him is to read his word. So you can talk all day about I pray to God. I pray all the time. But do you read the Bible every single day like he tells you to do? Are you obeying that? See, you giving me excuses or you giving others excuses or telling yourself this, but are you picking that word up every day? Even if you miss a day, pray. How many of you are fasting? Now, I ain't saying fast if you got a medical condition. What I'm saying is attempt to fast. Do it in small doses. Right? Try these things. Pray to the most high. Read his word. Get in his word. If you don't know something, look it up. Make sure what you're seeing, though, is you've got a backup. Don't just believe the first thing you read and say, oh, that's what it means. Because, you know, you got to get different opinion, but you want to get the knowledge. My people are, are perish or are destroyed because they lack knowledge. Hosea 4, 6. Study to show yourselves approved. 2 Timothy 2, 15. Stop playing. Study on the word. Meditate on the word daily. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. Come on, man. What are we doing? Love the Lord with all your might, your soul, and your, and your mind. Speak on these things daily. Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5 through, through 8. What are we doing? I don't want to hear excuses. I'm not the one you need to be telling them to anyway. I'm just a man. But you're not going to stop me from speaking this truth. If you're really about the word of Yah, there shouldn't be any division with us. The Bible says it. I'm going to say it. The Bible tells me to do it. I'm going to do the best I can to do it. I'm not going to be pointing fingers and be a hypocrite. I struggle too, fam. How many times you got to keep hearing me say that? I go through sins. I make mistakes. I fall short, but I'm willing to get back up. Even if I got to do it by myself, you can't depend on no man or woman to lift you up and hold you up. People will put you on a pedestal and then they'll smack you right off that joint, man. I'm telling you, and they'll hit you hard. And I don't know the fall is harder or the smack. 
but it hurts because when you think people got you, they always tell you, oh, I got you. Confide in me. Come to me anytime. Now, if you come to somebody, I don't mean they're going to be able to always help you, family. But a word of advice, some encouragement can go a long way. Don't got to be monetarily. But if I take you on your word, if I take you on your advice, and then when I finally do it, I'm going to be held at, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a stake for saying I did something wrong or whatever the case is, family. I don't know what else to tell you. I'd never do nobody like that. Now, I could say, well, you know, the timing is a little bad, but uh, I don't have it or I do. Yes or no. It's that simple. We make the simplest things in life the hardest. I went through that recently, but that's neither here or there. That's not what this is about. That fits what we're talking about, but that's not what this is about. I go through things all the time. It's not just one thing. I deal with people of all walks of life all the time. People deal with me like I got to deal with them. Where are you in your in your in your in your walk with the most high though? Walking with the most high is also trying to reconcile. It's also trying to amend. It's also trying to get that dark that 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 knife out of your heart. I've had to deal with that. I've had things in my heart that I didn't even know they were still in my heart. But I had to repent. And you gotta you gotta forgive, man. You don't have to listen, repenting and forgiving don't mean everybody is gonna be the way things were with y'all before. It don't mean that. But you love them. You really love them. And you pray that there may be, you, you, you want to pray for things to be right. The Bible tells us that. The Bible says the Lord will make your enemy sit with you at your table. How many times have you met somebody you couldn't stand them at first and then y'all now the best friends? That's the Lord. That's the power of the Holy Spirit. No one can bring you to your enemies or bring you and your enemies to, to sit at the same table and eat together but the Most High. We are so petty in our ways that we who claim to love each other, we can't even we'll, we'll act more like enemies than we do lovers. And we'll go to church, we'll hallelujah, we'll watch this stuff on, on YouTube, we'll read the Bible, we'll still act to have this, this same coldness in our heart towards one another. That's a hypocrite. Okay, what you if, okay, if you don't like it or not, that's the truth. Hate the truth. Don't hate me for calling the truth what it is. I'll be, have I become your enemy because I tell you the truth? The answer to a lot of this is yes, I have. A lot of you don't want me to say this. and I, I can't help what you want. I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for y'all. And I'm doing it for all of us. Respect that if you don't respect nothing else. Your celebrities and all these people you look up to and hold on a high pedestal and, and fantasize and lust over, they don't give a damn about y'all. And all that lusting and fantasizing, that's idolatry. Not to mention fornicating and adultery. I mean, some of you women actually think because you have a man or you're, or you're married, it's okay to fantasize about a celebrity guy. Oh, he's so cute. He looks so good. Uh, oh, my God. You make all these sexual gestures, and, 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 and that's supposed to be cute. And you don't give a damn how your man feel about it. But let a man do that for a lot of you. Some of you will laugh it off. Some of you think nothing of it. Some of you get mad. But how can you be a hypocrite? And I'm not talking about just to the men and the women. I'm talking in the vice versa too. The men do it to the women. Y'all better start learning what true respect is. You better start holding yourselves accountable. You better start acting maturely and morally and stop all this, this incontinent, sexually immoral uh, stuff you're doing. And then expect to be respected. And then expect to, to, you know, you don't have, a, some of you don't give a damn what you say how much you hurt a person by rubbing other people in somebody's face. That just tells me y'all ain't walking with y'all. You, you coming out your mouth professing it, but your heart is not there. 
And that could be said for me in a lot of things. So I'm tired of all that. Get away from that type of acting and, and, and small, belligerent, malicious intent for people, man. And, and if you got to rock and if you got to walk by yourself, walk by your damn self. I ain't hating on nobody. I just hate to have to go through this type of stuff. But these are trials. These these this is to, to show me where I'm at and where I'm at with certain people and where they at with me. And again, anybody in particular that may be listening to this that feel like this is addressed to them, if it applies, it's addressed to you and me. It's addressed to anybody in general. But I'm not addressing this because of any personal vendettas or any directness at any one particular person. I'm speaking things that have happened to me, yes, but I'm also talking about what this Bible just said. And this is why the wilds of Hollywood is included in this. Family, we're going to go ahead and take our last commercial break when we come back. Cat Williams and why I said all this stuff to get to the point that I'm getting to. Because today's podcast is going to get a little weird. I'm going to explain some things to you that I got back in 2008 and 2012 and how it applies to us today in 2024 in reference to Cat Williams. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. Don't go anywhere. The show is just beginning. Y'all stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I think we've got enough pre-warmers here to go straight into what we need to talk about today. Um, I'm going to be talking to you all today about the wilds of Hollywood, but before, a great portion of of this part of what we have built up to is about Cat Williams. Now, let's talk about some things that we are aware of that we can obviously see in the modern today. Cat Williams came back on the scene not too long ago on the recent show Club Shay Shay, which is hosted by uh, First Take ESPN analyst um, Shannon Sharp. Now, this is his own personal show, separate from First Take, all right, because he was once with Skip Bayless on the show Undisputed until they had some fallouts and his contract was up and uh, he just decided to go ahead and move on. Enough said about that. If you want to know more about that situation, there's plenty of information out there. You can look it up, but that's not what this is about. Uh, so anyway, Shannon Sharp, he's the guy who has a lot of people on his show 
of all walks of life in terms of celebrities, you know, musicians, actors, actresses, and of course, sports athletes. And a lot of it is just to familiarize the people and update the people with what's been going on personally with, with those particular people. And then to talk about the, the good, the bad, so whatever they pretty much have um, the show is set up around or, or basically what the people want to talk about. <clears throat> well, recently, not too long ago, he had um, Cat Williams on there. Now, I was at first going to put the link in the description and I said, you know, for anybody that wants to see it. But then I thought about it. I'm not here to promote a lot of that type of stuff. Now, I do it for research. I do it to keep people on the up and up. But I'm not like the rest of the world where they just want to look at it for gossip, for something to talk about, or just to have the next trend. No, on this show, we do talk about any and everything. So there's no discrimination when it comes to that. But I want my message to be more clearer than just what somebody said. Now, I might post it. I might not. If you see it, then it's there. If you don't, then it's not. Then it's not. It doesn't mean that I can't go back and put it in there at any given time. <clears throat> but I want to give you all something to look at on a spiritual side. That's why I'm doing this. And sometimes people are visual. They have to see it and then come up with their own conclusions uh, on where they stand in terms of what they think. And that's 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 you know critical and free thinking, right? So that's what we want. But we want to use logical spiritual discernment to go with that critical free thinking uh we don't want to just see things from a five cents perception from a, a normal regular everyday perception and i want you all to acknowledge that yes we can do that but we have to also look beyond that now earlier you heard me say you got to ask the question behind the questions you got to understand why in this moment in time was Cat Williams. Obviously, Free Will on Shannon Sharp's show came out of his mouth. But since he said all that, the response that the Internet world and, and the world in general have, uh, how they reacted to it, has, he's, got the, he's caught the attention of everybody, including the people he called out. Because he had those guys left and right making videos to respond to what he said. And I find that a little bit funny because of what he said wasn't very true. And I know a lot of times people don't want their names to be dirty through the mud or dragged. So if they have to say something, they will say something. But the reactions of these people was what I took the most and acknowledging and recognizing and saying, hmm, that's interesting. It's nothing wrong with you responded, but the way they responded. Wow. And I mean, they did it immediately because he's messing people's money up. He's messing up the way people may view these people because Cat Williams comes off as a trusting dude. Right? Why else would he lie? They back, they blackballed him in Hollywood. He went through this. He went through that. And I'd have to say, yes, he did. Um, that was to put him in check. That was also to humiliate him, which a lot of times is a ritual. But you have to understand how he got to the point he, he was at. And it's not. I'm not saying that these guys didn't work hard to a certain degree to get there. They had to work to be noticed. But once they got there and to continue to build upon their success. There's things that they have to do if they want to continue their success in the same manner or if they want to continue in, along with the same connections, they have to do certain things. Sometimes that can stem from males as, as, as far as wearing a dress, um, humiliating themselves in that way, 
Other times it can come from behind the scenes things you don't see. Um, and then, of course, you notice that at some point in time, they be looking real bad and rough, like they've been on drugs or they alcohol, they haven't slept. Their names are, are being dragged through the mud in Hollywood. They're being blackballed. They can't get no work. Um, they're on TV for uh, crimes committed or something they can get paid or uh, it's something that makes us look at them differently than how we look at them when we look up to them because of the movies and the fame and all the things that they uh, project. This has been going on for quite some time and nothing is new under the sun. So to speak on those things, family, um, brings in the awareness that what have we not noticed in Hollywood? Why is it that we've become okay with hearing about celebrities dying, ODing, uh, divorced or with somebody new and haven't been with the last person probably but five minutes I'm saying that being funny but <laughs> uh, that oh there's, there's perversions, child pornography there's trafficking, there's all these questions especially with the Jeffrey Epstein's, Epstein's whatever you call his name and yet the man is, is passed away but his, the, the list of celebrities on his island, that's become an issue. And a lot of these celebrities are now coming out and saying, well, you know, I wasn't on, I was on the list, but I didn't go. Or, yeah, I went, but it wasn't nothing bad. Or, uh, don't put, don't put my name on there. Hey, when you're under oath in the court, your name's going to be on there. But don't worry. You're in the whole ballpoint bar uh, club of satanic people, depending on how deeply ritualistically in you're, you're in. Don't worry. Count on your daddy Satan to get you out. Now, some people will say, well, Jay, that's an unfair judgment. They may have had to do certain things to get there, but that doesn't mean that's how they are. Or that doesn't mean they're still doing it. Let me say something to you on that. You would be right in the sense that it's not fair that people don't deserve a second chance, because it is. If they're genuine, everybody deserves a second chance. What's good enough for the goose is good enough for the gander. If y'all can forgive them, we should be able to as well. However, being human, it's harder for us to do that sometimes because our personal feelings get in the way and we're highly offended. But nonetheless, we're walking in Christ. Part of the change, the discipline, the journey, the process is forgiveness. Because in order to be forgiven, family, you've got to be able and willing to forgive yourself. There's no ifs, ands, or ways around it. So I would to, 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 to the person who would be saying that, now I'm, I'm not saying there's any particular person I know, I'm just saying people say these things. If any of you are saying this right now as, we, as you hear me speak, to you, you would be right. However, I gotta put the finger up and say however, because there's a flip side to this, fam. Don't get all the way, all the time in your feelings. You will be right and have a just heart to say such things. That means you care. And I applaud you for that. Now, I don't say that to ridicule you or to make fun of you or, or to, you know, to, to speak or undermine you in any kind of way, condescendingly. I'm not saying that. I really mean that. You have a just heart. That, that would show that that's the type of person you are. <sighs> but here's why you got to test the spirits, fam. Here's why you got to get the whole 
matter before coming to a conclusion like Ecclesiastes 12, 13 tells us to do because there's always more to the story. As you heard me read in 2 Timothy 3, these things will manifest the folly of what these people do. It will be exposed to all men. It's right there in the scriptures. So is it unfair to say preconceivingly with preconceiving notions that this person is guilty? Yes, it would be unless there's some irrefutable evidence or immutable evidence that would say, hey, these people are innocent. It's indisputable, right? However, we don't really know what transpires and what goes on behind the scenes, off camera, in personal time. And I will say this, let me put it to anyone that's listening like this, to anyone that's guilty of these things that they know they're doing, that's not the right thing. If they have given themselves over to a satanic oath to remain and stay in power, it's not too late for you to come to Christ. It's not too late for you to repent of those sins and to rebuke moving forward anything that is asked of you that will compromise who you are in terms of your, your integrity, your soul, and your morals. But if you feel otherwise and you want to continue in that and you feel like you're trapped and whether you want to do it or not, voluntarily or involuntarily, you're going to still do it just because your life has had a threat put placed on it. There's information that they're holding that's personal that if you don't do something, they can expose it at any time to the public and put you in a bind. And that's why I say a lot of people are threatened. A lot of people are exposed and they have to do humiliation rituals. Then there are those who are killed. Okay, if, if they've gotten all they can get out of you and use it, and if you're more of a threat to them or if they just don't want any have any more use for you, they'll expose you or they'll 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 they'll, dis, they'll dispose of you. Okay? It's it's not far fetched, family. This stuff happens every day. Not just in Hollywood, but just in life period. But Hollywood is definitely a major Illuminati ground of controlled and used puppeteering. Uh, there's a lot of puppet, puppeting going on. And Hollywood is an infestation of demonic, uh, supernatural activity. People are not even always people. Some people are hybrids. Some are clones. Some are just sold out. And their souls are in Satan's hands because they gave over to the trials and the oaths through the blood rituals, uh, through the humiliation rituals, sexual morality, and so many other things. They become vessels for the kingdom of darkness and they're actors even if they're sports or musicians not just the people in the movies but they're actors and the word actor in Greek is the word Hippocrates which is where you get the English word hypocrites from so when people are being called hypocrites that's because they are pretending they're, act they're actors and actresses that's why politicians can't be trusted I hate to say it they're all politicians that are good and have the best intentions of doing what they went into office for. But a lot of politicians, especially at least the ones that are in the main public eye, a lot of those guys, they're playing good cop, bad cop, fam. They are actors, hypocrites. They're on the same side of the beast. They're just playing like they're against each other. When you read Revelations chapter 17, let me go to that. You see that these guys are on one accord. Okay? 
These have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Revelation 17, verse 13. It's talking about the politicians, the, t- the kingdoms. It may look like there's a war in Israel right now because Israel is at war. This is all prophetic. This is what Yah has been saying in the Bible from the beginning all the way into the, into the, into the now. He, prof- he prophesied this was going to happen. He declares the end from the beginning. So that's why I say even when the devil's given some leeway, he's given an allowance. God is always in control. Now, this is a real war, but it's rumors of wars. It's these kingdoms that are warring with one another. You and I are the pawns. Every country with people, the civilians, they're the pawns. The ones in power, they're the ones working for the devil. Okay? And even they don't like each other, but they have a common goal. Satan has promised a lot of these politicians and leaders. He's promised them riches, a longer life. Some of them he's even told you don't you not have to you never have to die, because I will see to it that you can remain in a body. Because he's got them feeling like he's a god on equal grounds with the Most High Yah, when he's far from it. That's a joke. That's a laugh. But a lot of these people believe it, so they worship him. Some of these people are his own seed his own bloodlines so that they're not even human they may be mixed half human but they're hybrids bible calls them nephilim there's different types of nephilim family okay you got principalities running different sectors of the world different countries are run by a principality under those principalities demons take their orders from these principalities we're talking different types of demonic satanic powers going on here man from people's attributes, personalities, to the way people think, the things they act, the things that's being distributed in public and, 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 and the environment, to the laws and everything that's being governed. These guys are running the show because Yah is allowing it. The real one who really truly runs the show, nothing goes on without his say or his approval, is the Most High Yah. Now, why am I saying all this? Jay, you haven't really got into Cat Williams yet. Well, I have to get you to understand there's some things that's in the way of that that you have to hear before we just go talking about the guy. But rest your minds ashore. We're going to talk about him now. And the information that I'm about to give you, it kind of runs old into the now. So once again, Cat Williams is the guy who's broken the internet. He's the new trend. That's all it is, is a trend, an algorithm. We are in the Matrix family. Now let's get back to some of the old J-rated always I used to talk. We are in the Matrix. Now in the movie, that's a computer-generated, digital-wise world that's been pulled over your eyes to hide the truth from you. A world in which we are being plugged into that we don't even realize is an illusion. The Bible talks about the word the Matrix, meaning the womb. The womb meaning mother. The Matrix is an illusion. You got here. You incarnated here. You came here as a spiritual being into a physical body. You entered into the matrix. This is the world of the illusion. So the movie was basically a parallel of the Bible and what the Bible says. Because the word matrix is in the Bible. Nothing is new under the sun. You see all the biblical names related to the movie in the matrix. The Nebuchadnezzar, which was the ship that they were on. The place where the people were hiding underground and living was called Zion. (laughs) You know, one one of the crew in the movie who's one of the main characters to Neo, his lover, is called Trinity. 
Okay, now Morpheus is a Greek name, right, in reference to the god of dreams. Well, he was introducing Neo and telling him about the dream world and how to come out of it. See what I'm saying? All these things are in reference to something. And there's much more to be said. But we need not to do that right now. I've talked about the movie The Matrix. I even had podcasts called The Matrix. So, if you've been rocking with me, you already know this stuff. You should be well caught up. You should be well uh, educated. You should be, you know, somewhat blessed family to have knowledge that a lot of people walking around here don't have. Or either knowledge that they've taken for granted or have been misinformed in getting. We don't try to do that over here. We try to give it all to you straight and raw, authentic. Regardless of what people say or what people think. You're entitled to your opinions, but that's not going to stop Jay Reed at all from speaking what he knows to be truth in itself. Especially when he got the Bible to go off of and compare everything else. Egyptology, Sumeria. I do it all, family. You know that. I study on all this stuff. I've told you about the entities and other cultures and what the things mean and how. And for a while, before we really got deep into the Bible like that, we were always talking about ancient Egypt and all the other cultures and Lord Toth and all these other things. So... Yeah, I think I think for the length of time I've been doing these podcasts now, which would be this would be the fourth year. Um, going into my fifth year, because I started in 2019 of July. And if you are counting uh, this year as 2024, if, if, if y'all allows me to live moving forward, if I get to see July this year, it'll be my fifth year I've been doing this podcast. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. <laughs> but here I am. Here you are. And some of you who have never been here before, welcome. So now I'm about to show you how this all ties in. Back in that time in 2008, 2012, I got information. Supernaturally, I believe this stuff was led for me to see. Because it's, it's been in my spirit. I've seen things since then. I've seen things on TV. I've seen comparisons. And I just can't help but I can't ignore it. We live a supernatural life. We live in a world of illusion. There's things going on around us at all times, spiritually unaware to most of us who are only in the world, who only have a five sense perception and use the only construct mind that we're used to until we break the laws of this matrix, the physics of this matrix, and we can see beyond this veil. And usually through the Holy Spirit, that is very much so possible to happen. A lot of you have forced your third eyes open and you've seen these things happen. But here's the thing, family. Spiritually, we don't want to force anything. We want it to be given to us through the Holy Spirit, through the Ruach HaKodesh. All right, that's the difference in the J-rated off today talking to you versus the J-rated off two or three years ago. All right, now I was always a believer of the Most High Yah, of course, but I did mix a lot of things in with the New Age only to help you understand what it is that you're listening and looking at. So there's no confusion there. There's just me meeting people from where they already are to bring them to where I'm at. And I don't mean like I'm ahead of the game or ahead of you. I mean, in terms of my terminology, that's what I'm referring to. OK, to bring you where I am in terms of terminology, because we all can learn from one another. I am neither above you or below you and either or you above or below me. Some of us are just a little bit ahead of others in certain things. And we're all here to catch up together. That's it. Each one to each one together. Each uh, everyone achieves more. That's the word team. So let's not get ahead of ourselves and have ego here. We all need one another and we have to confess our sins and burdens and we have to encourage one another in these times to help keep each other awoken so that we can spiritually have the sight on these things. 
Now, having said all that, I'm going to start talking to you about some things that may not make sense. So I'm going to help try to, to the best of my ability, make it make sense. There, the guy I was telling you about, he went under the name also as Melchizedek. Now, is he the real Melchizedek? No. Is he one who may be like a Melchizedek? Who am I to say he's not? I have to say he's something supernatural because of the information that he put out there. And it was very powerful and profound that so much, so much so that even to this day, as we speak at this very moment, it goes along with what I'm about to tell you. I want you all to feast your eyes upon Cat Williams for a minute. Now, you see, there is a Cat Williams you see in the cover. I distinctly and on purposely use that covering for today's podcast to show you that this cat has been in the Illuminati. You can't get into where he's at, speak highly, have the kind of money he's had, and not be a part of this club. You have to be somewhat, somehow, initiated in Satan's Hollywood. You ain't gonna be able to get through them doors without it. Now, very few people who are successful in Hollywood who haven't went through any of these platforms, none of these oaths, and aren't under any of these um, rituals it's very rare. Some have even come out of it, but you can't just simply buy your way out of Hollywood. No, you got to pay in blood. And see, Satan is not one to give up on his own people. You're not going to just walk away from him, the king of darkness like that, unless there's certain stipulations made on your behalf from Christ Jesus. Then, okay, Satan got to he got to take his hands off of you. That don't mean he's going to stop trying to attack you, though. But he can't now just do what he wants with you because you have, you're under the protection of the Most High Yah. There have been people who've been able to break out of that. Okay? But usually if you're just trying to leave on your own, lean on your own understanding, do things your way, oh, no, the only way out is through death. That's the only way out. And if you don't die, he's got to humiliate you so bad that you just can't, you won't get any work nowhere else. And people go into a deep depression the demons will mess with their minds, tell them to do this and do that, and they'll end up killing themselves or offing themselves. So nothing is ever easy when you already make deals with these beings. They play for keeps. And either you can do it the way you made the contract with them, or you can do something to piss them off, and they're going to go ahead and off you anyway. And to be honest with you, they'd rather you do that because it's quicker for them not have to, to not have to follow through with the contract. And sometimes he breaks his deals. You have to get an ironclad contract. Now, I'm not telling you what to do. I'm not saying play the devil's game. That's not what I'm saying. So please don't take me wrong. I'm giving you the facts and the heads up. This being has come to me, family. Whether you believe that or not, I, I can't help what you believe. I got no reason to lie about it. And it's, 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 it's darn sure not to uh, make myself look like something I'm not. I have been literally invited and approached by this being. And I didn't see him in any, he didn't come in a shape-shifting, illusionary guise. He came draconian style with horns. Okay? Deep voice, everything. The works, huge muscles, man. Muscles you don't even see in a comic book character. I mean, he had muscles I didn't even know exist. Talons for fingernails, dark black sharp clawy type of nails hand was bigger than my whole body 
voice was deeper than anything you could ever imagine with an airiness to it. He had a yellowish reptilian slit eye with reddish in it. And he told me I didn't have to be afraid of him. That we were more alike than I realized. And he's been watching me. Now my consciousness was able to retain this much of information. I was also able to retain what I saw. And I was standing right in front of this dude at his throne. And I saw other entities, other demonic beings who were cloaked in a dark cloak, just like you see in the Dark Lords of the Sith of Star Wars, right? Just like you see in these dark satanic rituals, these beings, this being didn't even have a face. He had a face, but it was so enshrouded with darkness. I couldn't even see it. All I saw was the dark coat robe and the part of his face where you would, you would see a face was all completely darkness. And he was tall, but he was nothing compared to, to, to Hashatan himself. Okay. And that was only what I was allowed to see. Okay. Then I looked behind me where normally, cause this was a combination of my, my bedroom and his reality. And the only reason why I feel like he had certain excerpts of my room in this dimension was to try to give me some form of comfortability. So I didn't feel completely unhinged and out of place. You understand? So <laughs> in a sense to my comfort, which he really could care less, but he was using that as a means to gain trust, to be more willing to join him in that deception. Um, he used remnants and parts of my room to blend in with his reality. They can do that, fam. They can do that. And where my walls and TV and all that usually would have been, there was nothing. I was in a cavern of some type, big, wide cavern. And there were beings, as far as the eye could see, they were in robes, kneeling, all in synchronicity going, um. So when y'all are doing the chant, that frequency, you're chanting his frequency. That's why I did the podcast on the frequency chants, because I learned that and I didn't know that then, but I learned y'all allowed me to see these things, man. So that in my studies and in my, my pursuit of knowledge, I would pick up on it and he would reveal it to me through the Holy Spirit, whether that comes through other servants of the most high or whatever. So when people are sitting there talking about the, om, the omni chant, the omniversal chant of Hinduism, the, oh, this is Shiva's chant. Shiva is the devil. Shiva is God. I mean, Shiva is, is Satan. He's a fallen one. He's a fallen. He comes in the forms of these different beings. A lot of those fallen angels are blue. Those Hindu gods are fallen ones, family. And yes, they are referred to as gods because the word angel just simply means messenger. God referred to these beings at one point in time as his divine magistrate. Satan was on that. He was on that council. He's very powerful. But he's nothing compared to the most high. But to us, he would be like a God. You understand what I'm saying? And so do the other fallen angels that were powerful. Demons are not angelic beings. They serve those beings. Now, we can call them demons and devils. They're all under the same, to me, umbrella and same premise because they're all under the same kingdom. But the point is, there is a distinguishable difference between the demons and the fallen ones. Demons are what became of as discarnate or disembodied spirits when they were, when they lost their bodies, when they were giants. They were the Nephilim. They were the hybrids from the angels and the mortal women that were born. And when God killed them, 
they couldn't go to heaven or hell. They were wandering, dwelling spirits. That's why they call them earth dwellers. Earth dwellers are not humans that you read about in the Bible, in Revelation. Y'all think that's us. Earth dwellers are hybrids. And so when they do get casted to, he uh, to hell, usually they, they can't stand it because a lot of them can't come back. Now, Satan sometimes can use the gates with God. You know, obviously, they can come back through a different way, but you have to conjure them. You have to open up a gate. That's why everything that you do in the kingdom of darkness has to be based on agreement so that he could have access to you, legal right to you. A lot of you don't know these things, so you don't understand the spiritual laws that are governing these things that allow these beings into your life. And when you take heed to different things, sin is the doorway. We read that in Genesis chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. So we open up to these things to allow these beings to have certain access to us, especially when we do rituals and we commit sins like murder and blood. Blood is a contract. It, ha it houses life. That's why vampires in the myth mythology... When they drink blood, they can still continue to live in, more, in, in mortality and retain their youth. Well, this is a real thing. They're parasites. And so they have to feed off your energy. They're Luciferic vampire energy beings. And they're very real, way realer than what we think real is. And these beings are being unleashed upon the earth in different forms. So Hollywood is a breeding ground for these things. It is a habitat of devils, which we know as Babylon. And so through the movies and the witchcraft, because the word witchcraft can also mean rebellion. Anytime you rebel God's laws or you go against him, you become, you miss your mark, which is what sin means. And that's witchcraft. It's not just casting spells on people. But it's also deception, manipulation, rebellion, wickedness, all falls under that category. Drugs, pharmakia in Egypt, I mean in uh, Greek, where you get the English word pharmaceutical, which is where the place of drugs are sold. That is witchcraft as well, because it alters your sense of perception. It changes how you think, how you feel. It allows access to higher dimensional planes where the lower dimensional demonic beings dwell. Fourth dimension, fifth dimension, things like that. Fallen angels. Still have a lot of them in the sixth dimension, which can be considered the third, I mean, the second heaven. There's tears. There's levels to this stuff. Enoch talks about it if you read the book of Enoch, which matches up well with the Bible. To say it's not the Canaanized version, that's a lie, because it is. That's why I was taken out. That's part of the Apocrypha, as opposed to your regular Canaanized versions. We see this when we read the book of Jude, chapter 1. Obviously, it's one chapter in Jude. And you read verses 14 through 15. It takes an excerpt of Jude, I mean, of uh, Enoch's uh, prophecy that's in the book of Enoch, chapter 2. <laughs> So, I, I, you know, that's why I can't go off of who made the decision 
to take things out of the Bible and say what was and what's not. Because, you know, there's different versions of what's been taken out and what's been added. you got to study to show yourself approved by studying the scriptures yourself. Ask the Most High Yah to give you true knowledge and lead you into the all truth. Show you what is and what's not. Go by that. Don't keep going by what man say. I don't care if they call themselves experts, scholars. That means nothing to me. I know people who never went a day in their life in no school to get their doctorate and, 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 and Bible scholar, and they can run circles around people who did. It has nothing to do with going to this man's universities or university, which we call college. Some of you get so caught up in having a piece of paper determine your level of intelligence and what your worth is that when somebody comes along who doesn't look the part, you sit there and you, sh and you snare at them, turn your nose up at them and you make preconceived notions by judging them prematurely, which you're not supposed to do anyway. You have to know people by their fruit. You don't go off of what they always look like. Now, does appearance matter to y'all? Yes and no. Portions of the Bible say he doesn't look at the outside of you. He looks at your heart. That's how he knows who you are, what you are. He can see you as you are, of course, but he looks at the heart of man to know whether he's genuine or not. But then there's another part of the scripture, and it's not contradicted. You have to understand how to read it in full context, family. There is other portions of the Bible that says your outer appearance does matter, which is why he tells you to abstain from the appearance of evil. Because if you look like you're a part of something, and you put yourself involved in it. The only time you should be around it is if you're preaching the word. Like Jesus was. He was around whores and he was around murderers, drunkards. But he was giving them the gospel. He didn't participate in the activities that they were in. He was trying to break them away from it. He didn't judge them. He only preached to them and told them the truth of who, who he was and, and what the good news of the Father was and that there was salvation for everybody and you could come out of any bondage or anything that you're in servitude of that is evil. You could come out of it. You could be forgiven of it. But you got to want to, genuinely, earnestly, sincerely, and you'd be freed of those things. That's what the kingdom of heaven has to offer you. Eternal life, which is a gift. Holy Spirit, which is of the Father. And then all other things will be added unto you. But you got to obey to receive the Holy Spirit. There's a process to things. There's an order to things in both kingdoms. Heaven or hell, light or dark, there's still order. And so having knowledge of these things is what keeps you from furthering yourself into trouble or to walk into something you know nothing about or you could be deceived. Now, I never did finish reading 2 Timothy. I never did because I got caught in telling you all about some other things. You thought I may have forgot, but I didn't. So, 2 Timothy, we're in chapter 3. And this is what I want to point out to go into Cat Williams' situation. Take it for what it's worth, family. This stuff, you just, you, you, gotta, you gotta love it. So, we left off talking about verse... 11. No. We left off at verse 11. So let me read verse 11 again and we're going to go up to 13. Verse 11. Persecutions, afflictions, which came unto me at Antioch, at Iconum, at Lystra, which, excuse me, what persecutions I endured, but out of them all Yahuwah, meaning the Lord, delivered me. 
And I may have read 13, but I don't remember. So I'm going to just go ahead and continue to 13. Verse 12. Yeah. And all that will live righteously in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. I remember reading up to verse 12 because I said, you're going to still suffer things once you come over to Christ. Fiery trials, but those who endure to the end will be rewarded. Remember me saying that. Here's what verse 13 comes in. But evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. That means the times that we are living upon in, in, in which we're living right now, the beginning of sorrows or the birth pains, as the Bible says in Matthew 24, 8, which we're in. People are going to be deceived. They're going to be deceiving others and being deceived by others because they're going to be blinded. The blind leading the blind. You understand? Every man for himself, every woman for herself, all about the pleasures of the, of the, of the flesh. Nothing about God. Hypocrites. Folks saying they love Jesus, but won't even read his word, won't even follow his word, won't dedicate themselves to the word. Pointing fingers, but don't want to look at the ones pointing back. These are the things that the Bible has encouraged us to look into, to be mindful of so that we don't fall victim and pray to these very same things that we are looking at others about. That's why I said what I just said, fam. We got to be mindful of these things. Because being in the matrix, it's easy to be sucked into them. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. Matthew chapter 26, verse 41 speaks on that. All right. Now, Cat Williams. In the Quran, chapter 230, it says, Behold, thy Lord said to the angels, I will create a visergerent, right? Visergerent on earth. They said, will thou place therein one who will make mischief therein and shed blood while us we do celebrate thy praises and glorify thy holy? He said, I know what ye know not. Now, for those of you who are wondering, and I, I believe I've talked about uh, what the word visergerent uh, means. Or some people say Viker Jarrett. <laughs> um, the meaning of it basically is a person exercising delegated power on behalf of a sovereign or a ruler. It could also mean a person regarded as an earthly representative of God or a God, especially the Pope. Vice Jarrett. And the actual way to say it is Vice Jarrett, right? vicegerent not viscergerent or vicergerent but some have actually spelled it that way because it can mean a deputy, a regent a person who acts in the place of a ruler so I think there's a couple of different ways you may be able to spell it but it's vicegerent let's just say it that way to be proper or correct um, so that's in the Quran I told you all I did a little study in the Quran as well, right? Or the Qumran or Quran, however you want to pronounce it. There's versions of that too. Now, I don't know how many of you all are open-minded enough to understand that the world of mythology is actually a world of reality. Let me say that again. The world of mythology is actually a world of reality. What you guys have deemed fiction for so long through movies, leprechauns, ghouls, werewolves, zombies, 
things that are of darkness, things of the night, things you see in Halloween, Halloween movies, different names for different entities. These things are not just things that we made up and put into Hollywood movies. Hollywood movies is showing you, family, different truths that you and I have not been premise oh excuse me privy not premise privy to a lot of us haven't now I have that's why I'm talking about them but I didn't come in the world knowing these things I wasn't raised up into knowing these things I was like any average Joe raised into a, a family in terms of religion which in my case was Baptist and you know we always were taught that uh, these things aren't real that you don't have to fear them but that's because we live in a five sense perception where we live in a third dimensional reality where we're not exposed to such things. Regardless of what you believe or to what extent you believe it, that doesn't mean it's any less truthful. But that doesn't mean everything you hear is always the facts. It could be some truth mixed in there with some lies. The only way to know for sure is you have to test things. You have to research things. You have to experience things. And then have to understand what it is you experienced and why you experienced it and if it was what you thought it was because a lot of times things are not what they appear to be there's a lot of shape shifting going on there's a lot of mind manipulation and mind control going on there's a lot of truth mixed with lies going on and what sources or source can we go to to believe if it is what it is if we're not being deceived and deceiving ourselves right which you heard me read also just a while ago in 2 Timothy 3 verse 11 Or verse 13, shall I say, in this case. So, there are leprechauns in the hood. You've heard that movie. You've seen that movie, maybe a lot of you. Now, I'm going to show you something about how spirit world looks and, and, and how it can be compared, metaphorically or literally. And I want you to have an open mind in this, because what I'm giving you is some jewels here. Okay? I'm going to test you all today with some of the information I'm going to bring to the table. But at the end, by the end of we, by the time we get to the end of this podcast, family, I'm going to explain why I said these things. So I'm not going to leave you in a loop just to try to figure it all out by yourself. And even though I'm explaining some of this to the best of my ability, doesn't mean you all going to get it. But I want you to go back online and look at Cat Williams with a different pair of eyes. And now that I said that, I'm going to actually give the uh, the link. To that whole Shannon Sharp. Now he's done different interviews since then, and he's explained even more in other interviews. But I'm not going to put those out. I'm going to put the actual interview that got all this started. And I want you to look at Cat Williams. Don't get sucked into what he's saying, but don't dismiss what he's saying either. Listen to what I'm presenting to you today. Take this information with you when you look at that video, and see it from a different point of view. You tell me if what I didn't say today is something to think about. The comedian Cat Williams is what you call a leprechaun in human flesh. Now, the word cat, spelled K-A-T-T, is pronounced as cat, C-A-T. The word cat, K-A-T, means pure. This is a girl's name. You can see the word cat in the name Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y. Now, some people spell their name C-A-T-H-Y, yet you still see the word cat. Why am I talking like this? Why am I going over this information with you all? Because, like I just said, 
Pay attention. Stay focused. Don't weigh or waver from what I'm telling you. Every word today is going to be important. It's up to you to pay attention, take notes, question things, pray. It's up to you to get where I'm going with this. This is not going to make sense like your normal average podcaster. And it's not going to make sense even for me to make sense for you to make sense of it. Because even with me, with all the things I talk about that's way out there, this one's going to be a little bit different today. You may not get it, but bear with me. You can see the word cat, K-A-T, in the name Kathy, K-A-T-Y-T-H-Y, which would equal Catherine. Again, that could be spelled with a K or a C. Or Katie, K-A-T-I-E, which equals Kate, K-A-T-E. The slang word for cat, K-A-T, means a female. He's a kitty cat, if I were to use the example. He's a kitty cat, K-I-T-T-Y-K-E-T-T. He's a kitty cat, which also is known as, and keep it mature, pussy. Because that's what we call cats, pussy cats, right? I'm not, I'm not referring to a woman's vagina family, but that will play a part in this. So keep it mature. Keep it mature. Oh, he's a kitty cat. You know how people say that, which is also known as pussy. Now, that can be a compliment or that can be a derogatory term used because when somebody calls you that, usually they're saying you're soft or you're scared. And what do we call cats? We call them scaredy cats because they're jumpy. They're, uh, they're, they're, they're unhinged. They're, they're always on edge, it seems, most times. Depends on how the cat's been treated and where, you know how they've been brought up. My cat's a Garfield. She's very aware now. Something go off. She's looking. If it don't look right, she's taking off. But she ain't just a jumpy cat. Everything you do, she's just like, oh my god, oh my god, in panic mode, takes off. No, she, she, she'd have uh, anxiety. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But she knows she's loved. She has nothing to fear in the environment she's raised in. It's calm. It's clean. It's loving. So she walks around proudly, strutting herself like a cougar. It's like a, she's a black cat with beautiful eyes. I never thought I'd have a black cat, fam. I always thought of them as superstitious. And yeah, because the dark side likes to use them in rituals, especially witches. You know they kidnap cats on Halloween for rituals? Yeah, that's a real thing. But black cats are just like anybody. That's like having a superstition against a black person. Oh, you grab your purse and hold it a little tighter because the black man's on the elevator with the white lady, right? Come on. No, you know them, you judge them based on their fruit, not on how they look. Okay, the Bible says Jesus was not the most handsome man. That's in Isaiah 53. If you read it, it'll tell you what he looked like. But yet he was the most loving man, the only man to never sin because he was God incarnate. And he was like that on purpose. Not, not his attributes, not his personality, but his looks was like that on purpose. In heaven, he's beautiful. But see, that's the thing. He doesn't want you getting caught up in beauty because look who got caught up in their own beauty and, and look what pride did when they first, when iniquity was first found in them in Ezekiel 28. Satan, who was known as the covering or the anointed cherub. He was made perfect in all his ways. Until he got stuck on himself. <laughs> you see why looks aren't everything. And why you have to be careful through temptation. Because the one that looks good could be a devil in disguise. 
Not saying anybody looks good as a devil. Don't twist J. Reed at all's words, family. It's just that we get caught up on the outer appearances, how things look, how they sound. And we're doomed by just walking into something without testing the spirits. But then if something doesn't look good enough, clean enough, we automatically knock it and say, ooh, that's nasty. Ooh, that's a bum. Ooh, that's this and that. And that may be your that may be the way out of this matrix. There may be an angel in disguise testing you. Maybe the most high himself testing you in the disguise. Either way, if you're being tested, it's all coming from Yah. Yah test the devil tempts. Understand that. Now, before we take our last commercial break, I know I said last last time, but we probably gonna have a couple of more. All right, so to just say next commercial break be on the safe side i'm going to give you a good 10 minutes of what i'm talking about and then we're going to get more into this and then we're going to discuss why i said all this so yeah we call a person a scary cat right he's a pussy this means that he's a scary cat or a scaredy cat this cat k-a-t-t will run from a fight in a heartbeat they're quick to start a fight but are afraid to fight A scary cat can be frightened easily. A jumpy or skittish person. He will call you a scary cat to get you to do anything. Right? Now the Arabic word K, K K-A-Y, means coward. Which is another word for scary cat. When you take the letter K off the word cat, you get the word A-T-T. This is the acronym you get. That's the letters you get. A-T-T. Now, I want you to think of what I'm saying phonetically. I want you to think of what I'm saying when I hint around. This is a spiritual conversation. No longer will this be a five cents regular conversation you're used to, family. I speak in codes today, as I always do. But I speak in codes on purpose. When you take the word K off of the word cat, you have the letters A-T-T or A-T-N-T, like the phone company. I want you to see where I'm going with this. This cat will tell the police where you are at. Emphasis on the word at. Parentheses around the word at in your mind. A-T. Right? Meaning location. What is the motto? Or motto, as I like to say. What is the motto for AT&T? Well, the motto is, what do they always say? Your world is delivered they know at all times where you're at and where you're going to be at this is no coincidence so you can see the scratches made by a cat claw right personally a slang term for police car is called in some circles, you may not see this online, but in some circles, it's called a Kit Kat. Now, the Arabic word K means coward, like I said, which is another word for scary cat. The leprechaun, a.k.a. Cat Williams, and I'm going to show you why I'm calling him a leprechaun in a minute. Not only is he short. Now, I'm not making fun of short people. I'm not I'm not doing that. But you got to understand this 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 podcast today is about him. Centered around him. So even if some of you are the same height or shorter, I'm not calling you a leprechaun. 
by default. I'm calling him one because you got to be able to see past the veil, past the flesh. You got to look and pay attention to people, how they act, how they move, what they do, the, the situations they're in, their personality. You got to study it. I ain't expecting all y'all to be that in depth with things, but I got I got to tell you, in order for you to be able to make certain judgment calls, you got to be willing to do those things so that you don't be amiss, so that you don't miss out. Because how do they have the true family? They meaning the, the, the dark ones, the Illuminati, all these different people. They have the truth in plain sight. They'll put it right in your face and you don't even know what you're looking at. Because you're that much under mind control or you're that unaware or you don't have the knowledge to know what it is you're looking at. So you just take it as it's just the way things are. It's just a design. It's not that deep, Jay. No, it's very, it's it's very much so that deep. Whoever said that. <laughs> okay. And I'm not saying it's that somebody said that to me. I'm saying whoever's saying that right now, I'm talking to you. It is very deep. That's how I got this far in life. Family, you forget, I have seen past the veil before. I have seen the other side. I may not have seen a lot of things that others have. I mean, I've seen everything, of course. No one has, but the most high. But I have seen more than what the average man has. And I can tell you and I can assure you through my own experiences, these things have come true one way or the other. And I'm sharing them with you. I've been told, remember, to keep my mouth shut. I was told that this would fall on the deaf, dumb, and blind. That people wouldn't get it. And it wasn't worth the time to tell you all this. Now, I'm not going to say who said that. But they know who they are if they ever listen to this. Because here's the thing. If it were them telling you, they wouldn't tell you any of this. Because they don't think you're worthy or capable enough to even get it. And a lot of you may not be there yet. But as for those of you that may be. This goes back to me personally in the Bible. Where if I don't do my part and tell you these things, your blood is on my hands. That's in Ezekiel. So I don't listen to what man says. I take into consideration because these people are people that have been in my camp. And I, I don't, you know, I understand their concern, but I have to do what the most high tells me to do so that I won't be held accountable for it. Sure, there's certain things I don't tell people yet. Some of that has to be on a judgment call or when the body of Christ moves me to do it, meaning when Christ himself tells me. Now, when I say tell me, remember, I said, be careful how you say that, because people are going to say, has he literally talked to you? When the Holy Spirit moves me, let me put it like that. Okay? See, I have to be careful in my own wording. Because unless Jesus himself literally tells me, that's not the word I'm going to use. I'm going to say, when the Holy Spirit moves me, and he always confirms it once I do these things. He talks to me when he's ready, the most high that is. Not when I'm ready. No matter how much I get mad or want him to, that's not going to make him move anymore. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you can get all in your feelings all you want to. Temper tantrums don't work with him. There's no respect to persons, remember? But you got to obey him and show him you're ready. And you got to do some things to prove to him you're ready. And then he may come to you. Well, ain't no may. His word promises he will. But on his time. So for those people to say he don't talk to people no more these days, that that was only Old Testament. This That's a fool talking. And I ain't trying to call you a fool, but if you're the one saying it and you're saying it with confidence, you are a fool because the word of Yah says the complete opposite of what you're saying. And if you believe everything in this Bible, which I do, I'm not going to say and dispute the most high. I'm not going to take your word over his. So don't be a fool is what I'm saying. If you're going to be a fool, be a fool in the world, but be wise for Yah. Whatever Yah tells you, the world calls you a fool for. But whatever the world considers wisdom, Yah looks at it as a fool. 
And he knows better than the world. He created it. So why would I take the world's word over his? Come on, man. Make it make sense. Family, we're going to go ahead and take a quick, short commercial break. When I say short, I mean just boom, and we back. <laughs> All right. So on that note, this is getting good. Took me a while to get there, but I had to build you all up to this point. Thank you so much for your patience. Hope that you are taking this in and uh, more mysteries to be unraveled. I'm your boy, J. Ray the Dog. Don't go anywhere, family. We will return after these messages. Stay tuned. Right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Jay Rated All. You're tuning in to Pharaoh Radio. Where you heard it here, you heard it first. Absolutely. All right. So hopefully that uh, you all are able to appreciate this information as much as I am in giving it because I learn as I go along too. And we live in a world that's very mysterious. You know, we live in a world where things are not always the way we think they should be. And we live in a world where anything is possible. So leave your mind open to possibilities and never think that you know so much or know enough to say, well, that's never going to happen or that can't happen. Because who are we who didn't even have no stake in this world being made? Who are we to say what is and what isn't possible? For crying out loud, we haven't even left the planet. But yet we think we know everything that's out there or within here or on this planet, under it on it and above it <clears throat> that's crazy cat williams so a slang term for police cars a lot of people have said back in the days kit kat and i told you that this podcast is going to sound a little bit different because we're going to be talking about esoteric mysterious ways of saying things that are factual not just talking out of our sides of our neck or out of our hind parts No, this is me giving you jewels that hopefully you will appraise in the spirit world so that you will understand just how valuable this information is. And I did put the, uh, I've decided to go ahead and just put, excuse me, I've decided to go ahead and put the, um, the link to the Cat Williams and Shannon Sharp interview in this podcast description. Again, don't get sucked into it, but take it for what it's worth. He said a lot of crazy things that will draw the attention of others. He said a lot of things that are truthful too, fam. And that's why you got to really appreciate this podcast. Look at it beyond the secular and the worldly look. Get the information. Pay attention to the body language. Listen to how much he's willing to talk about. Look at him as he's saying it. Take what you've heard in this podcast and then compare it to that. Don't jump from this podcast prematurely to go watch that if you haven't seen it already. Get this whole podcast first so that you can go better prepared, better aware and knowing what the things I've said in this podcast are before you go look at that. Then I promise you, you're going to be introduced to something spiritual and knowing and have knowledge and you're going to see some things happening that most people wouldn't have seen. Now, I could be talking insight. I could be talking little. However, the most high wants to present it and reveal it to use between you and him. That I have no part in, but I can promise you this, your knowledge will increase just like Daniel 12, 4 says, I promise you that nothing else in the most high 
promises. Consider this. <clears throat> what does Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen says, family? Uh, excuse me. Verse seven says, "It says, consider what I say, and the Lord give you understanding in all things." So please consider what I say. That the Most High Yah will give you understanding in all things. That's the beauty of this. This divine spoken word is alive. It comes to light. It manifests. What did he say concerning the faith? He said, Now as Iannis and Lambrus withstood Moses, so do these also resist the truth. Men of corrupt minds reprobate concerning the faith. But they shall proceed no further, for their folly shall be manifest, shall be manifested unto all men, as theirs also was. What does verse 14 tell us in 2 uh, Timothy chapter 3? Verse 14 says, But continue in the things which you have learned and have been assured of, knowing of whom you have learned them. Continue, family. Hold steadfast in the, in, the, in the word. Supernatural things are about to unfold before your very eyes to t- uh, this year, baby. J. Read it all promised it because the word of Most High promises it. Whatever y'all say, I'm with it. All the way. <clears throat> Cat Williams. Cat Daddy. <clears throat> Cat Daddy Williams. <laughs> I know he wished he was Big Daddy Williams. <laughs> but anyway, a little joke. Um, now let's start getting deeper into, let's start getting deeper on this. So I told you what the slang word was in Arabic. K K means coward, which is another word for scary cat. The leprechaun cat Williams is a dwarf. Now in the, in the Egyptian terms, netter, you'll hear me say either neater or netter. That means God or God's. It can also mean nature. When you hear Netaru, Netar is a god or a deity. So the dwarf Netar named Bess, B-E-S, B is in boy, E is in Eddie, S is in Sam, Bess in Egyptian. He is the guardian of the doors. We're comparing Cat Williams to these beings, family. I want you to know why I'm doing this. I'll tell you the why after I tell you all of this. But you're not going to get the why right now. I told you I explained all this to you in the end. So keep in mind and keep up. The leprechaun Cat Williams is a dwarf. He is a neater or a netter, a deity named Bess, who is the guardian of the doors and the custodian of secret initiations. I want you to hear what I'm saying. Hear me what I'm saying. Secret initiations. What does the cover of this podcast show you? For him that says he's not a part of these things, what does the cover of this podcast title show you, family? Now, if you want to know what the blue flames are, that's the flames that are hotter than the red ones. Those flames are in hell. Don't ask me how I know it right now. Just take my word on it. Or you don't have to take my word on it at all. The flames are so hot in hell, that's what they look like. Because they're a different type of fire. They're God's un... Hear me what what I'm about to say. You can't put them out. Those are God's 
unwavering flames of wrath. And it's so hot that they're blue. <sighs> Try not to compare what you think you know or what you know in the world that we live in. And listen to what I'm telling you, family. Put it to the test. Pray on it. Best is the guardian of the doors and the custodian of secret initiations and the keeper of the threshold, which means he's leading to the power of fire itself. Do you hear what I just said? The keeper of the threshold leading to the powers of fire itself. This coincides with the initiation of Cain into the order of sin. See, you didn't know a lot of these orders existed. In fact, your Bible talks about them, but it doesn't always give you those titles unless you know what the meanings in Hebrew are. That's why I always urge you all to study, to show yourselves approved unto Yah, because this stuff's in the word. It's right there in the word. Who would have thought this Bible that so-called man-made and oh, there's flaws and it's right there in the scriptures, fam. That's why I do this. Why do this? Cain in your Bible, referring to the son of Adam and Eve who killed his brother Abel. See, these things all tie into one another, even through the Egyptian order. This coincides with the initiation of Cain. Now, I'm giving you guys esoteric secret information. I'm giving you secret knowledge, occult knowledge that you can actually try and look into for yourself to, to, to put to the test of what I'm saying. <clears throat> I'll give you the why afterwards. The initiation of Cain into the order of sin. If you're in Egyptian or if you're, if you're in the uh, ancient Egyptian order family, who did you meet at the threshold? See, this is for the initiative. They know this. You met Bess telling you something. Bess, who's also called a leprechaun. The ancient Egyptian order is actually the order of sin, like I told you, or the order of Nana. Now, y'all say Nana all the time. Rihanna came out with a song called Nana. Nana is an actual being. It's also the same name of the enchantress that I told you about in the Kingdom of Darkness podcast I did. One of her names is Nana or Anna. See, you got to understand what you're talking about here. Watch this. The order of sin or the order of Nana. It's a leprechaun or Bess that sits at the door or vortex waiting for you. He waits like a human reptilian to sway you off the path. Basically, you want the best B.E.S. in the parentheses, not B.E.S.T., you want the best things in life. <coughs> Excuse me. I want y'all to hear what I'm saying. Take every word in. Let it flow through you. That's why you choose the door of the leprechaun or a.k.a. Bess to guide you on the path to Patah. Patah or Amin-Ra is the grand architect of the universe. 
But if you reverse the letters in Pata, P-T-A-H, and make it P-A-T-H, it becomes path because it's synonymous, family. The reason why it's synonymous is because in ancient Egypt, the grand architect is the way to making you a grand architect yourself, to becoming a god by following him through example. He leads you on the path. These things are not coincidental, family. And I get it that a lot of you may not be up to par yet, but you will be. That's why you take notes, and that's why you take advantage of these podcasts while they're still up. I'm giving you some ancient Egyptian initiation comparisons that are parallel to uh, to, to what we call the leprechaun, to what we call Cat Williams, because behind the spiritual veil, this being is either one of these entities or he's being used by them. And it explains a lot of why he acts the way he does, talks the way he does. You look at it as he's just a person. You can't help how he sounds, his height. He can't help this and that. Again, take a look at the cover. (laughs) Okay. Take a look at the cover and hear what I'm telling you at the same time. And stop giving me what you think, you know, or your opinions. Come out of your feelings and get into this Bible. Get into these initiations that I'm secretly sharing with you all. This is spiritual knowledge, family. It ain't supposed to make sense to you on a physical level. J-Rated R is telling you things that I've been told to be quiet about. Think about that. Because I've been told that you who are listening, you're the deaf, dumb, and blind, and that it falls on deaf ears, that I shouldn't tell you anything. But you know better than that, because what did I just tell you? I got to tell you this, because we're in the time where people are seeing Nephilims in the mall. Reports of beings being shown and, and revealed in Brazil, Peru. We're in an Israelic war that was prophesied. I told you before it got worse that they were going to be surrounded by borders. Well, guess what? They've been surrounded by borders. It's going to get worse. You're looking at World War Three formulating right now as we speak. We just attacked Yemen and they hit one of our ships. This is coming true. So what more do you need? I told you all this right when we had the, pro- the Rapture podcast. Some of you haven't really been paying attention to that. Y'all comes on his own time. Family, you have to understand. We're on the same timeline, even if we are maybe a few months off. It's all happening as the Bible said. So nothing I said is wrong. Everything is happening as the Bible said. If anything is being prolonged, it's because Yah himself, the Most High himself, is prolonging it. Because the church isn't, the body of Christ isn't ready yet. He's disappointed in us. He's trying to be what 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 9 says. Do you need me to read it to you again? 2 Peter family chapter 3 verse 9. Want to know what it says? I'll tell you what it says. And it reads as this. Yahuwah is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering, meaning he is very patient to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. Did you hear what I just said? He's not slacking in what he said about coming. He's prolonging it. He's being patient because he wants us to come to repentance. We are about to experience great peril endeavors on this planet with these entities because that's going to be part of the the acquisition that's going to be part of the punishment that's going to be part of the prophecy of and part of people's punishment is to unleash these beings in the times that we're in the antichrist the antichrist not the many antichrists 
walking about like the Trumps and all these other people. The Antichrist is about to make his way soon. That's what all this war and all these different things happening around us. The, the hurricanes, the Tsunamis in Japan. They had a hundred of them bad boys in one day. Or was it over 200? I think it was 200. Earthquake, Tsunami, weird things going on. Y'all are being distracted and hit from so many angles you're not paying attention. You're reading Matthew 24, Luke 21. You're hearing about it in 2 Timothy 3, Romans chapter 1. All these things are being talked about. Isaiah chapter 2. You know, all, we can go on and on with the prophecies, on and on with, with the things that are said. And, and it hasn't, it, a lot of these things have already come true yet, and it ain't hit y'all yet. Isaiah 17 with the Damascus and the war in Israel. All this stuff is happening. And what are y'all doing? Lollygagging, messing around, BSing, worrying about who's doing this, doing that. Out here backstabbing one another, cheating on each other, doing all kinds of crazy stuff. You know, turning your backs on people, slamming doors in folks' face. You ain't helping. You're not willing to help. The Bible says to do without expecting. The Bible says to give where there's where there's help needed because he will bless you in return. But some of y'all claim y'all in the word. All you can do is be supportive in any way you that you're able to that doesn't mean monetarily that means support how many of y'all actually share my information with people how many of y'all actually put the links out there how many of y'all are willing to stand for what Pharaoh radio represents i bet you if i had to see a show of hands it probably wouldn't be very many compared to how many listen to my show and that's okay i love it as long as you get the word as long as you hear it fine but if you really believe in what i'm saying because you believe the bible it ain't about me it's about the word how many of y'all are supporting that but y'all will be quick to send somebody a link <clears throat> to some madness or some foolishness on instagram on on facebook on youtube pinterest y'all quick to support that stuff and talk about it and laugh about it amongst your friends and family but when it comes to some real stuff that you can see that now has become tangible evidence, whereas before it was just hearsay, according to some of your perceptions, when it comes to biblical prophecies and things of that nature, no one was lifting a finger. No one was saying anything. Now that things are happening, people are getting on the bandwagon, piggybacking. them. Come on, man. Don't jump off of the bandwagon. It don't piggyback. Come on. Yes. Come on back to Bible. Come on into the Bible. But let's do it together. Let's start praising and raising some sand in, in the house of darkness by exposing it. Let's start praying and giving thanks and praise to the most high in, in, in the house of light, which is Christ Jesus, who is the father, the son and the Holy Spirit. And let's start doing that and see how much it changes things. See, this sounds silly to some of y'all. Some of you got your tail on your shoulders right now. You, you think you know something. Or because I'm the one saying it, you don't feel the need to do it. It doesn't matter who's saying it. Y'all uses anybody and everybody when he sees fit. That don't change his word. Don't matter what vessel is coming out of, as long as it's genuine. So you can hold on to those stereotypes, prejudices. You can hold on to those, uh, I, I, I have my own standards. Your standards mean nothing according to what's going on in this Bible. You're going to die with them standards. And if you ain't right with y'all, you're going to hell with them too. And I ain't saying that to be funny. It's nothing funny about it. It's a scary thing.
This leprechaun vest that sits at the door of the vortex waiting for you. He waits like a human reptilian to sway you off the path. Basically, you want the best, B-E-S, being funny, on purpose, family. Understand what I'm saying? You want the best things in life. Remember, wordplay is, 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 is spells. What do you do when you actually have to say a word and then describe it in, in letters? We call it what? You have to do what to this word? If I want to know how this word, how, how, how to write this word down, you have to do what? You have to spell it out. That means you have to speak it into existence. You have to spell it. What is a spell, family? You're casting spells. Proverbs 18.21. James chapter 3, verse 5 through 10. Come on, talk to me. Work with me. Wake up. Shake it off. Okay? I'm trying to wake you up. Get you woke. You're sleepwalking. You're zombies in this matrix. Wake up, dead man. Become a live man. Become the spirit man. Woman. Okay? Man and woman. Become... Become the child. Wake up. This is not a joke. I'm not putting a do not disturb sign. I'm, I'm, I got to come knock on the door heavy right now. Y'all are being brainwashed. No? You said somebody said no? I heard it. I heard it in the spirit. Somebody said no. Not me. Okay. Whoever that is. I hope not. Because according to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 4 says, In whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest, it goes that word again, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who was, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Verse 5, For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus, our Master, your servants for Christ's sake. Verse 6, for God who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. What am I doing right now? Giving you the glory of Christ, the light that shines in the darkness. <coughs> the light of God. In Christ Jesus. That's what I'm giving you right now. So wake up. What happens when you wake out, out of a sleep in the morning and somebody comes in the room and just opens up the curtains real bright and wide. The light of the sun shines and the daylight shines right into the bedroom and it makes you kind of blinds you for a minute. You're like, oh, what are you doing? Waking you up. That's what I'm doing. This ain't no time to get up on your own when you feel like it. Who got you out of that bed in the first place? Who allowed you to wake up in this body not dead? The same entity who you won't get up for and represent because you want to do things on your terms. How you feel when you're ready. Like you somebody that got the say and the authority over the man who created you and the earth and everything you live in right now. Everything you got is because of y'all. You can't take it with you. You didn't come into the world with it and you're leaving without it. So what's more important? If you feel in this message, share it. It's that simple. This ain't about, well, the more people listen to your show, you're going to get paid. I'm not getting paid anything. And even if I were, that's part of making a living. But I don't do this for money, family. Y'all makes way. He makes ways for me anyway. And I'm going to tell you something. If you knew the way my life is right now, you wouldn't be saying that. Again, know what you're talking about before you start talking. 
The Order of Sin. Now, this is about Cat Williams' family, but what I'm doing is parallel, showing you something with this guy. Information that was given and received back in 2008, 2012 is now right here before our very eyes in 2024, coming out of 2023. So I need you to understand where this is coming from. I need you to understand this. This is a fact of life. And this fact of life, you've got to be able to decipher and use discernment with some common sense, of course, but with research, with asking the most high to give you the divine insight, inspiration, motivation, and the knowledge. What did he just say in in 2 Timothy 2, 7? Consider what I say. The Lord give you understanding in all things. This is not a game. Wake up. Now, I'm going to show you something. <sighs> Man. <clears throat> so he wants to give you the best things in life. That's what you want. Without the T behind it. B-E-S. Best. The being. That's why you choose the door of the leprechaun. Best. To guide you on the path. And how are you doing? Now, you're doing bad. A lot of you are doing bad. Now, that's, that, that's, that's, that's narrow. That's broad. That's neither here or there. That's not because everything that you're going through in life is because of best. But I want to show you how to play on words, what they've been doing and casting spells on us with words we didn't even know were right in our face. Or with phonetics. You got to understand phonetics. That's the sound of things. When I say something phonetically, it's how I say it. It's the sound of it. The sound, the vibration. Right. That's how things manifest through vibrations, sound. The word of God is power. It manifests things. It gets things done. It is uh, it is likened unto a fire. God's words are alive and powerful. If you don't believe that, read Hebrews chapter four, verse 12 again. How does faith come? It comes by hearing and by hearing what? The word of God of Yah. He wrote himself in your DNA for crying out loud. Even when you breathe, you say his name. Even when you say yes or no, when you say yeah or yeah, you're saying his name. Whose way is the only way to do things the right way? Yah's way. Why we call him Yahweh? Maybe because that is because this is a play on words. And if the devil can get you to say things that are bad, then that's where curses come in. And that's how things get going in the wrong way. Not the right way. The right way is the Christ way. Like I say in my song, get your life right with Christ. Why waste your time or stop wasting your time? Now, check this out. So how are you doing now? Bad? This initiation is designed, hear what I'm saying, to make you feel bad. Listen to what I just said. This initiation is designed to make you feel bad. The acronyms BAD, which spell bad, stands for black ass devils. You think that's something to laugh at? The word bad is phonetically the nuopic. Now we're going back to the nuopian word here, for instance, because remember, Although this Dr. York and this other guy who's claiming to be the being that Dr. York had in him, 
although these things that were said, family, sound a little out there, when you put them to the test, I don't say I agree with everything this thing's saying, but I'm going to show you something in my own research that I correlate with these sayings. The BAD can be an acronym for anything. You can turn something good into something bad, right? But I want you to understand something. Why do we call these beings, especially the guys in the boule in Hollywood, which is normally the men of color, right? You got the Latinos, you got the, the African-Americans or the Negroes. I hate using those terms because they just, they're just derogatory all the way around. But this is what people understand. So I got to meet you from where you at. Because if I start using melanated or if I start talking about Hebrew Israelites and this and that, then that comes in a variety of different colors and pantheons, right? Well, a variety of things, different tribes, not pantheons, but different tribes. Pantheons are gods, different gods. But uh, it comes in a variety of ways. The Black Cat, which is another nickname for Michael Jordan. And we're going to talk about MJ one day because he's not a coincidence. And I'm going to show you why they call him the GOAT, which means the greatest of all time in the acronym. But we know Michael was exceptionally a very amazing, top, athletic, highly superior, highly intelligent being, which is why there's no coincidence that everything surrounding him, from his name to his background, to the number on his jersey, to the team he played for, and the championships he's won, the individual accolades, and all of the things he's accomplished. All of that, what if I told you all of that was by design? Not by man either, supernaturally. He's the epitome or the lower rank of what a God looks like. Michael Jordan comes from a line of Elohim, meaning gods. That's not a coincidence. He's been initiated into the Baphomet one. That's why he's in the boule. He was the example. He's the pattern that the LeBrons, the Kobe's, and all the guys that you grew up or grew up with, if you're younger than that, then who you looked up to. But if you're around my age or older, then then you know the NBA and the, and the situations that it was in back before it was the NBA at the ABA and all these other things, which were two different leagues at the time. What I'm trying to show you is, family, if you looked at things, and today, if the world is a stage, then that means things are rigged, yes. But the talent that comes into the NBA is not. These things are supernaturally gifts given to us by Yah. However, Satan has a stake in certain things. And not all people are people. Some people are hybrids. Michael Jordan is an exceptional basketball player. But he wasn't just considered the greatest of all time in the sports world in terms of basketball. He was considered the greatest athlete of all time, period. By many. And even if this man has been playing ball for almost two decades, what you have to look at, well, actually it has been two decades because he stopped in 2003. So from 2003 to 2013, that's 10 years. And from 2013 to 2023, that's another 10. That's two decades. That's 20 years. And yet he's still considered the GOAT. He's still named by many as the number one. And he's still the one that LeBron's name is behind and Kobe and all these other guys. Now, I ain't getting off of that to give you that. Stay focused. What I'm showing you is what I'm talking to you today about. This is what goes on behind the veil and the spirit plane. You just don't know it. Some of you have never had no no uh, exposure to that, but you don't have to have exposure to know it. There's other ways of finding out. Watch this. I guarantee you Hashatan hates that I'm telling you all this right now. Hands down. The demonic plane, if they're trying to get in on what I'm saying, they hate this right now. 
because I'm revealing secrets to, to you all that you're not supposed to be hearing about. Hence, which is why some people tell me this stuff falls on the deaf ears of the deaf, dumb, and blind. Because they know some of these secrets as well, but they won't tell you. I'm not them. I do what the Father in Heaven tells me to do. And that's what I'm going to continue to do. All right. Now, Michael Jordan, one of his nicknames coming in the league. And the reason why I'm going to say that is because this is going to tie into what I'm saying about the BAD. The, B, the, the, the black A devils. Now, ass is not a bad word because that can be referring to a donkey. Okay? There's a difference in cuss words and curse words. Understand the difference. We'll talk about that later. But Michael Jordan was called two things back in the day when he first came in the league. He was called the black cat and he was called the black Jesus. There's a reason for that. All right. Now, getting back to this, the cat god, the cat god or cat woman in Egypt is called Bass. B-A-S. B-A-S. If you want to put the actual pronunciation on it, it's Boss. 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 B-A-S. Boss. Not Bess, B-E-S, but Boss. These names are interchangeable, family. I'm going to show you how these things rank between these gods. I'm going to show you. This is, this is crazy. And I'm throwing Cat Williams in there because he falls right in between these beings. The cat god is Boss. What a coincidence. Name is Cat. I showed you earlier what the name Cat means. And all the different variations of the word and the derivatives of the word and the etymologies of the word, how it ties in with the word Bess, who is what? The leprechaun god, who is the god of the ancient order of Egypt, who is the god of the initiation of Cain, who is the god who was the order of sin, right? Who was the god, who was that dwarf, who is the guardian of the doors and the custodian of the secret initiations? And then we get to a being by the name of Boss. All you're doing is changing the interchangeable vowels of A and E, and it becomes a cat god. And I told you about the name cat way before we got to, ba to Boss. We're in Boss now, B-A-S, who is a cat god or a cat woman in Egypt, the black cat. Or in this case, the black K-A-T-T. Who is the glitch in the Matrix that you saw in the movie, The Matrix 1, when they were going up the steps and they saw a cat walk by and shake off. And then Neo looked around. He turned back around and saw the same cat do the same thing. And they said, what did you see? He said, well, that cat, it, it was another cat that looked just like it that did the same thing. And they said, was it the same cat? And he, he said, so what does that mean? He says, usually when you see a cat, a black one, not my cat, of course, <laughs> But usually when you see a black cat or something like that in the Matrix, it's a glitch. See how the movies are telling you truth in plain sight? You better get hip to what I'm telling you, family. Because when I finish with you all on this podcast, then you go to the link and you watch Cat Williams for yourself. And then start paying attention to what's going on around you in reality. Watch the supernatural things don't start unfolding. I guarantee it. Because this is the time of the revealing where the truth has to come out. That's why I read to you 2 Timothy 3, when I read verses 11 or 12 and 13, you saw this for yourself when it says those things will start coming out. People are going to start knowing everything that's going to be revealed to all men. He's the mouthpiece. Y'all are sitting there applauding the brothers. Yeah, he, he's a system buster. Yeah, he's telling on them dudes. He's Yeah, he's he, shoot, we, we know he ain't with the Illuminati. What does the cover of my show tell you? 
You sure he ain't with the Illuminati? You sure about that, brothers and sisters? Look at it again. All the symbolisms are there and the explanations. You still want to tell me he ain't with him? This is an initiation. He's the mouthpiece. This is to get the civil um, well, uh, the civil war going, the unrest going. This is to distract you from what's going on around you in other places, such as Israel. Pay attention to what I'm telling you today. Get out of your feelings and get into the spirit. Get out of the flesh and get into the spirit. I'm going to say it again. Get out your flesh and get into the spirit. This is pertinent. The Lord has put this on my heart. You don't want to be the deaf, dumb, and blind? Then pay attention. So black cattle, black cats, right? Is the glitch in the matrix. You call it deja vu. We had a movie called Deja Vu with Denzel, but we're not talking about that right now. Deja Vu. Now, for some of you who don't know what that means, let me go ahead real quickly and educate you on that because then there's a reverse. You can say it backwards and it means something totally different. Did you know that? Did you know that? I've talked about it before. LL Cool J's even mentioned it and so many others have. But what does Deja Vu mean, family? What is the meaning of it? It's something that you have already experienced. So when Neo said, oh, deja vu, when he saw that black cat, they said, well, what do you mean? Was it another cat like it or was it the same cat? And then they told him about the glitch in the matrix. See how all this stuff is matching? All the movies, all the things I've been saying, it's going to match today with this situation in this conversation about this dude in the wilds of Hollywood. Remember, the title is called The Wilds of Hollywood. Cat Williams may be a great deal of why we're talking about this, but I've already mentioned to you all the distractions. I mentioned it in the last podcast. I started off this podcast telling you about it, and I'm going to finish that along with the why of Cat Williams in a minute. Well, not right in a minute, but in, you know, before the show closes, I'm going to show you how this stuff is coming into play. It's all prophecy and predictive programming. There's a difference, and you should know the difference if you've been listening to my show now. See, family, I don't have enough time in the day to tell y'all all this stuff, even if I break it down into parts. And then all y'all going to really start really paying attention? You got this stuff right in, your fi- right in your face, so there's no need to act shocked or, oh, my God, when this stuff happens, because you should be prepared. You should be ready in season and out of season like 2 Timothy chapter 4 tells you to be. Instead of being on Internet, looking up people and Worried about how fat somebody's hind pots is or girl, look at the six pack or look what they wore to church today. or Who would they think they are? This, this is y'all's problem. This is the problem. You put your attention on things that are outside of y'all and you wonder why things aren't coming the way you want them to. He says, focus on the kingdom of righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. Matthew chapter six, verse 33 and 34. Come on. Walk with me. Pay attention. Put the distractions away. You know, if the phone's ringing, if the kids are grown or if they if they not bothering nobody, pay attention. Make sure you check on them. Make sure they're doing like they're supposed to. Get somewhere quiet and focus on this podcast, man. And tell the people, family. Show people this stuff. Some of you are, are, are ridiculous with the pride. But then when something go down, you're going to want somebody to help. You're going to be praying, oh, God, oh, Jesus. Then you want to call on his name. Any other time you're calling them out of his name. The Lord's name is not to be accursed. That's in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 2 and 3. Stop playing with me. Stop playing with y'all. You can do what you want with me, but don't play with him. God is not to be mocked. A man shall reap what he sows. Galatians 6, 7. 
Be not deceived. God is not to be mocked. That's what it says. A man shall reap what he sows. <sighs> My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. You have no excuse. Not on this show. Because we talk about it. We talk about any and everything. And we come real, we come raw, we come authentic, or we don't come at all. Because the one thing that connects all things, whether you believe it or not, seen or unseen, is what? Spirituality. There's no reason why you say you can't get it. When J-rated R is giving it to you here first. What you do with it, that's on you. But that blood is not on my hands. That's all I know. The black cat or the black cat, right? The K-A-T-T or the C-A-T is the glitch in the matrix. The cat god known as Bass or Boss, B-A-S, which is the interchanging of the being best, B-E-S. And when you see something and you've seen it already, right? The feeling that you have already experienced something that is actually happening, which is called deja vu, this happens when the agents or the informants in the matrix, the demons, right? The dark ones have changed something. They manipulate reality, family, using your thought patterns because you go into agreement, whether you know it or not, subconsciously. That's why movies are so powerful. Life imitates art. Movies, predictive programming. Why is it predictive? Because they know prophecy is coming, so they're predicting what prophecy says. But what's the other half for? Programming. It's to program you to think differently when the prophecy comes. To change the way you see prophecy. By agreeing to it, that lets them in the loophole. And now they can have some change within you or within the, the perimeters of reality to try to throw off the most high. Most high is going, what's going to happen is going to happen. You can't change what he does. But these beings are not trying to change what he does. They're trying to change how you see how he does it by changing your perception. Did you hear what I said? Holy Spirit is hitting me hard. They try to change your perception. That's why it's called predictive programming. They're predicting to you the prophecy of what's coming because they know it's coming. But they try to predict to you how you should perceive how it comes, how you think about it, because your thoughts shape and mold reality as well. Within within the prophecy, it won't change the events of prophecy because that's most high. When he says something, when his words go out, they don't come. They don't return to him void. Like Isaiah 55, 11 tells us they don't. It says when the when the word goes out, it doesn't return to him void. It serves its purpose. It does what he says it's going to do before it comes back. So you can't change prophecy. But what they are trying to do, the informants, the agents of the matrix, a.k.a. the demons, the jinn, whatever names you want to call these supernatural beings, the gatekeepers, the basses, right? The secret initiators, the ones who are the custodians of the of the doorways, who who have the power of fire. What other beings in other cultures have the power of fire? The jinn. You heard me start the show off talking about the Quran, <laughs> right? The vice, the, the the the. Oh man, fam, this is getting deep. The rulers. The vicegerents, these, these are the people, these are the beings. Listen to what I'm telling you. The word deja vu sounds like double view it's from a certain point of view in terms of the phonetic way. Remember phonetics, phonology, sound, the way things sound. Sound is important. Sound creates vibratory things. Vibrations create life. Remember, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. God said, let there be light. This is in, now that's in John chapter one, verse one, but in Genesis chapter one, what did he say? Let me go back and show you. We've had these talks before in other podcasts, but it's been so long. 
So some of you need a reminder. Genesis chapter one, in the beginning, Elohim, meaning God, created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of the God moved upon the face of the waters. And God said, what does he say? What did God do? God said, what did he say? So when you say something, what is that? That's verbal. That's verbalizing. That's sound. When you say something, that's sound. God said what? He said, let there be light. And there was light. Wow. The spoken word. Boom. Instant manifestation. He said it. It manifested. So getting back to what I'm telling you. Deja vu sounds like double view. You have to take a double look or a double take. The netter God. Here we go. We're back to the netter God. Same thing. The neater God Bess. B-E-S. The netter Bess changed into a what? Black cat in the matrix. In the dream world. In the world we call the real world. Now I'm going to show you how all this is tying into what I'm talking about with the whole Cat Williams. The name. The approach. The initiations, the cover of the of the of the podcast, the knowledge I'm sharing with you, the scriptures I'm giving you, it's tying all it's all tying in, family. Y'all gotta wake up. I'm about to widen your mind. I'm about to lift you, and I'm, I'm hopefully with the praise of the Most High. I am about to lift your consciousness. You're about to come up out of this third dimension. And you're about to get some fourth dimensional, fifth dimensional insight. You're about to get a piercing behind the veil from me speaking things to you family this is for real <clears throat> the black cat is a duplicate hear what i'm telling you the black cat in this particular sense of this topic of discussion is a duplicate duplicate means two or a copycat there goes that word cat again i'm putting the word cat in your subconscious mind because i want you to understand the meanings that come behind it the things that i'm describing to you i want you to hear it Hear the words. Hear what I'm really saying to your spirit man and woman. These are words that you cannot miss out on. These are words that's going to jolt and wake you up and take you from being under the spell of sleep. You are under the spell of sleep right now. You're the walking dead. They live. We sleep. I did that podcast in reference to the movie they live. Wake up. J-Rated R is shaking you right now. Listen to every word I say because there's codes in the words that I'm telling you. The black cat is a duplicate or a duplicate with it. You remove the E out of it. See how the, oh, the spirit is talking right now, boy. Listen, the black cat is a duplicate or should I say a copycat. There is a leprechaun, a.k.a. Cat Williams, in every hood. Remember the Leprechaun in the Hood movie? I told you. That's why I started everything off. Everything I say has meaning. Everything I'm saying makes sense. Everything I'm saying connects. Not because I want it to make sense. Not because that's what I'm thinking. I'm giving you the secret knowledge. If, if faith comes by hearing, there goes the word hearing again. If faith, meaning to build you up, to lift you up, to, to, to give you the belief to give you the knowing if faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word of God, which is the word that manifests things instantly because of vibration and what he says, because the word, the logos in Greek means the written word, the spoken word, which goes to be again, verbalized is the Rima, 
The Greek word for spoken word is rima. The written word is logos. If the word of God is the logos, and when you speak the word of God and it manifests because the word of God is powerful, which is what Hebrews 4.12 says, and it is the same word that was with God in the beginning, in John chapter 1 verse 1, which is the same word that said, let there be light and there was light, in Genesis chapter 1, what are, we, what are we talking about? We're talking about power, instant manifestation, divine type of things, supernatural, on different levels. I'm waking y'all up. The Holy Spirit is speaking through me right now. That's in Matthew chapter 10, verse 17. Don't tell me it ain't. I don't do this on my own. I got no power by myself. I'm waking y'all up because the deaf, dumb, and blind going to be the non-deaf can see today, <laughs> okay? The black cat is a duplicate, or shall I say the copycat? And there is a leprechaun known as Cat Williams in every hood. Have you ever, have you ever been walking down the street? You see someone, a complete stranger to you, and said, dang, he looked like Cat Williams. Now, we've seen this in other people's. Oh, you, you kind of resemble such and such. You, you, you kind of have a favor, you kind of favor and resemble such and such. But right now we're talking about Cat Williams. But this is this applies to all people. Remember, I did a podcast that's in reference to someone that looked like me. I said there's only it's called the one true J rated R. There's only there can only be one true J rated R. Look at that. Listen to that podcast. I did that on the cover of it. There's a dude that looks like me, but that's not me. My cousin alerted me of this guy on Facebook. He's a totally different um, ethnicity, <laughs> but he looks like me. All these things we've been doing on this show is in reference to the scriptures and to reference to what's going on in your life to help explain the unexplainable, the mystified, the things that have been critiqued or held back or clandestine, things that have been secretive. Jay read it all is busting them wide open with no fear in my heart and doing so whatsoever because I got the greatest ally of all. I got the most high. No weapon formed against me shall prosper as long as I have his protection. This is our job to expose the works of evil and iniquity and to put it out there so that people don't go around being deceived and deceiving and being deceived. You got to know this family. Cat Williams in every hood. So, yes, to answer your question, I'm sure a lot of you can say right off the top, whether it's Cat Williams or somebody else. You've seen somebody that looks like somebody. I used to get called different people all the time throughout different parts of my life. People used to think I looked like ludicrous. People used to think, that, I mean, I've looked like so many different people. It's crazy. People perceive things the way they see it, but that's not a coincidence. Now, you'll see, yeah, he looked like Cat Williams. He looked just like Cat Williams. That person laughs, talks, and even looks like Cat Williams. I know a dude right now in Lynchburg. He reminds me of Cat Williams. I ain't gonna say his name, <laughs> but I am gonna say that He's short like him, sounds like him. He don't look like him, but his personality traits, the way he dresses, the way he thinks of himself, uh, the way he acts, it's just like Cat Williams. That's how a lot of people, you know them by their fruit. I'm giving y'all a secret here. I'm sharing something with you that Matthew chapter 7, verses 16 through 20 is talking about when it says you know them by their fruit. You pick up on personalities, right? Some of you are really good at that. Some of you are good at reading uh, personalities and understanding people or understanding people from body language and things like that. You have a gift. That's called the gift of discernment, believe it or not. 
But I'm giving you some insight on the spirit things. If it ain't something you can see spiritually, it's something you can feel. It's something you can pick up through, through gestures, through signs. Everything is a sign. Everything is a sign. Pay attention and know the signs. That's how you know them by their fruit. Patterns, displays, attributes, sounds. Okay? Pay attention. That's why I keep saying pay attention to every word I'm telling you. Everything has meaning here. Everything. Yes. That person laughs, talks, and even looks like Cat Williams, of course. Your next reaction is to walk up to the person and say, you look like Cat Williams. And it is not Cat Williams. You thought it was. However, they look exactly like Cat Williams. And you realize that it is not. Now, why am I using Cat Williams today, along with the wilds of Hollywood? Why am I using this? Because he's the hottest thing going on in the secular world of Hollywood right now. And while he's a trend, some of y'all will be more keen to listen to me because he has been going on. See, you sometimes, some of you, a lot of you need to hear what the world says before you take notice in it, before it becomes anything that's even of interest to you. If I just said it on any regular day, you would hear it, but it would go in one ear and out the other. But because he's breaking the Internet right now, that's the reason why Jay Reed at all is using him. And there's not a reason. I'm not just picking him because he's the next thing. I'm picking him because he's the mouthpiece. And I'm trying to get you to see what it is before nobody else is seeing it that's in the world. I'm trying to help you take those blinders off that 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 says Satan has put on you. Come out of it. I'm trying to help you see the God of this world who's blinded you. He can't blind you if you stepping in the light of Christ to see it. Because Christ is the truth. Why do you think he says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Because he's not representation of those things. He is those things. They are him. He is the door. John chapter 10, verse 9. Revelation chapter 4, verse 1. He is the door you have to go through to get to the Father. Literally, he is a gate. Christ is a frequency. He is all things. That's why he can be in all places at the time. He's omnipresent. He's omniversal. He's omnipotent. He's all things. Nothing is without Christ. He can be in all places at the same time. He's the most high Yah, the creator of everything. Why do you doubt? Check this out, family. I'm giving you the pieces to the puzzle. Just put it together with me. You look at Cat Williams and say, yeah, I know a cat that look like that. And why do we always use the term cat? Think about the slang. Yeah, I know that cat. Everything is not what you think it is. And I'm giving you, I'm giving you gems on this stuff, fam. This is stuff I learned, family. This is stuff that I'm still learning. This is stuff that the most high is sharing with me and I'm supposed to share it with you because that's how you get generational wealth. You share it and you perpetuate it. You keep it going. The, the most high wants us to win souls. In order to do that, we got to spread the gospel. What did I tell you at the beginning? I said a fire can do two things. It can heat up the house or it can burn it down. Why do you think I gave you the scripture in 2 Peter? To tell you how the world's going to be destroyed. Why do you think I told you in the last podcast that when you speak out the word of God, it's likened to what? A fire. Why do you think that I just told you that the one who's initiating in the Egyptian culture known as Bess, he's the custodian 
right? He's the guardian. But what is he also the power of? He's what? He's the one that leads you to the light of fire because he is the keeper of the threshold leading to the powers of fire itself. That coincides with the initiation of Cain into the order of sin. And if you're in ancient Egypt, or if you're in the ancient Egyptian order, which a lot of you have, are not because you've never been in the initiative order of that, you wouldn't know what I'm talking about unless I describe it to you. But when you had to meet someone through the rituals at the threshold, it's best that you have to meet. And that's not a coincidence that I'm talking about him that represents cat that goes to the scary, I mean, that goes to the cat god or goddess known as boss. And yes, there is another cat god called Sekhmet, but we're not talking about that right now. Or Bashet. These are all god, uh, the goddess of cats that you saw in the movie um, The Black Panther. <laughs> See, this is crazy. Y'all ain't ready, but you're going to be ready in season and out of season if I have anything to do with it through the, through the power of the most high in me. Family, we're going to go ahead and take another quick commercial break. When we come back, I'm going to play Mind Elevation. I want you to get your mind right. Be ready for me when I come back. I'm your boy, Jay Reed. Oh, don't go anywhere, family. We will return out to these messages. Stay tuned. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Y'all know what time it is. Jay Reed here. Oh, yeah. Uh, ring that doorbell. Ring it. Ding dong. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah talking about Matrix. Yeah, yeah. Mind elevation. Not talking about the thrusting, the concussion. The one. Spontaneous combustion. Oh, uh, Snitches get ditches dug. Yeah. With stitches in their mug. Yeah. A damn monster. Conquer man, Superman, two can't Sam, slam dunker That'll haunt and haunt ya All the way Yeah All day Murder, murder Huh Ding Dong Uh-huh You gon' answer that? Nah Nah It's my elevation All day Check it Uh-huh Ding Dong Answer that Yeah that's the entry to your mind, son. To your mind, son. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm uh, waiting. Waiting. You're, You're anticipating. Yeah. On what? This is my elevation. Hey. Say it with me. Say it. You, you, me. Me. They, they, see. Uh-huh. Say what? My elevation. Get your weight up, get it weight up, hold up, elevate, levitate, and educate the masses. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Talking about a master. She made it Yes, sir. Is the man. Uh-huh. Know who? Know who? I am. Yeah. You know. This is my elevation. Ring that doorbell. Ding dong. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's my elevation. Check it. Bring it back. Ding dong. Oh yeah. Give me that. React that. That's my elevation. We out. Yeah.
All right, family, I hope that mind elevation got your mind open because I've been waiting, like I said in the song, and for your anticipation. Now, here we go. Right off the rip. So you have seen people you can say you, they look like somebody and I'm sure you've approached them or they've approached you. If you favored or resembled somebody. But in this case, we're talking about Cab Williams. And I gave you all the prior reasons why we're talking about him. Now, remember, keep in mind, I said at the end of this podcast, I'm going to give you the why in all of this. So don't worry if you don't know what or how or why, where I, or why I'm alluding to all of this. Even though I've explained it, even though I've already prepped you, even though I've already built... Hopefully enough of your awareness up to to be interested because this is very pertinent and this is very important whether you think so or not. It's not just me picking one character out of many family. This stuff is very important. And see, when you have a mentality that's dead and thinking like that, you've already lost before you've begun the battle. You've already lost the war. Now we know the war, according to the scripture, has already been won. But we're in battles right now for souls because those things can still be compromised. But the, but the overall prophecy has already happened. We just have to catch up to it. In the midst of all of that, we're fighting for souls, awareness, overstanding, which means to understand beyond normal comprehension. And we got to understand that witchcraft is a real thing. Manipulations and deceit, powers of the dark side actually exist. And these are the things that's keeping people in the dead zombie zone, Right? The mentally dead. This is what's causing people to die for real. This is what people is causing sin to to to, to be abound in, in such a way that it's 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 so terrible that now these things have to come about because we're in the times. We're in revelation. There's no longer a speculative, um, conjectured formality. This is actual truth. This is the truth. So wake up. Okay, get yourself right. Start paying attention. Start reading the word. Meditate. Get yourself, you know, build your spirit energy up. Build your spirit man up. Okay. Ephesians chapter 6 tells you how to do that. <clears throat> and so does the rest of the Bible. But I'm giving direct, I'm giving direct uh, derivatives right now. Okay. Being straight and direct. So, yes. Now, to the next level of what I'm going with this. People will say, yeah, you look like that cat named Cat Williams. And it is not Cat Williams, right? And you realize that it's not. You walk away saying, he looks just like Cat Williams. Literally, he dresses like a cat. Uh Uh-oh, where am I going with this? There is no coincidence. And that's not a coincidence at all. What does the deity best for those of you that don't know, I ask, I'm going to give you an assignment. I want you to study best. Just, you ain't got to know everything about him now. Just type in the Google search, Egyptian deity, B-E-S. Get some knowledge on him. But I'm going to give you something here to look at. The deity best, what does he wear for protection? He wears a leopard cat suit. <laughs> I kid you not, man. You can't make this stuff up, family. Tie into all of what I'm talking about. He wears a leopard cat suit. There are many copies of Cat Williams. Now, you keep saying, why are you using Cat Williams? There's only one Cat Williams. 
You're still thinking human. You're still thinking at a five sense perception. You're still thinking within the perimeters of this matrix, family. I need you to open your mind, get out of your feelings, get out of your emotions, get out of what you think you know, and listen. Listen. Physically, yes, Cat Williams is a guy that we know who exists in Hollywood, who's one person. But we got to talk about the spiritual energy, the duplication. We got to talk about the, the, dark, the dark energy that's behind it. The shapeshifters, the changers, they'll use his energy. They'll use his DNA. He's a puppet. You know he's a puppet because you look at the cover of this of this podcast. You say, well, he's a system buster. Maybe he once was, but he's rebelling. Again, I need you to listen. You, you're talking like you know what you're talking about. You got, you don't get it. You don't get it. That's why I need you to listen. No, I'm not, I'm not trying to be undermining, condescending to anybody. I'm trying to help you all see what I see. And I'm trying to help you understand what these people who have been initiated do not want people like me to talk about. I'm supposed to shut up, remember? I'm not supposed to be revealing these secrets. Hence, that's why they're called secrets. But they're not any longer when you reveal them. They're knowledge. My people are destroyed because they lack knowledge. The Most High is telling you this himself. When you have the Most High Spirit, according to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and you start reading verse 10 all the way to verse 17, guess what happens? You know the mysteries because Yah himself reveals them. He reveals what no man can tell you. Even the secrets in the kingdom of darkness. How about that? We are to expose the stuff, family. So stop telling me what you think you know and listen. Bess wears a leopard cat suit and he makes copies of himself. In this case, he's Cat Williams. This means, family, he found a way to copy himself over the human programs in the Matrix world. Just like you see in the movie The Matrix with the agents. They're able to be anyone. They're able to be everywhere and nowhere. They're everybody and nobody who hasn't been, who has not been plugged. I mean, who has not been unplugged out of the Matrix like Neo and all the Cypress and Trinity and Morpheus and all the crew. Remember, that's why they're able to do the things they do, which looks supernatural because they're no longer of this world. Bible says be in the world, but not of it. Through Christ Jesus, you are free from slavery, from bondage. Bondage is sin. You're no longer blinded by the God of this world, who is Satan in 2 Corinthians 4.4 4, I read to you earlier. You're now under the protection of the guys, and you're now one of the, ch the children of the Most High Yah. You now have the Holy Spirit if you've done everything you're supposed to. He's giving you a spirit. Now you can do supernatural things. You can do wonderful things. You can stump on the head of scorpions and snakes. You can heal the sick, raise the dead, heal the blind. You can do anything in Christ Jesus because for all through Christ, all things are possible. There's nothing no longer impossible. This world can no longer limit you. The weapons that are formed against you will not prosper. Now you're starting to see how the Matrix movie correlates to what I'm saying in the scriptures. The Bible even calls this world the Matrix, but it refers to the womb because the womb is a gateway. It's a portal that we enter when we go into these bodies and we come through the woman's vaginal canal, right? That is a wormhole that is a gateway we're traveling out of darkness into the light remember woman's in the trimester of three times that's three months 
three times. That's a total. Three times three is nine months. So you're in total darkness in all that time. But when you travel through the birth canal, after you've entered into the body, you've developed, you come out into the light, chaos. Your life begins, the illusion begins, and let there be light. That's the matrix. You've entered the matrix from the womb. Wow. See, there are parallels to all this stuff. Each thing means the same thing, only on a different level. You gotta have different eyesight, different insight and understanding, overstanding, whatever, to know how they all correlate, how they all actually add up. Because if you get sucked in by the illusion of how they look and how they sound, you're gonna be sounding like those same people that say, but he's a system buster. He can't be with them anymore. He told the truth. That he may have done to a degree, and I'm not knocking him. And I love the brother in Christ. I hope he comes to Christ. If he's really fully with Christ, it's because people say they were Jesus and they spew a little scripture like he did in that Shannon Sharp interview, you'll see, for those of you that's willing to pay attention to that. That's how they get you. Do you know the Antichrist, when he comes, he's going to do the same thing? He's going to at first sound like he's Christ. He's going to act like he loves God until he starts to show who he really is. And then he's going to say he's God. (laughs) Right? right now, he's going to look like a hero. He's going to be the one that helps bring this war to a closing. At least that's the way it's going to look. That's the way it's set up, orchestrated. Family, the Bible tells us this. We already know what's going to happen before it happens. We hit to it because the word of Yah has told us. The law of instruction has told us this. Read Revelation. You already know how it's going to end. <laughs> I already know what's going to happen next. That's why I ain't tripping. But for people who are in shock because they're going by the ways of the world through the blinders of those of he who controls the worldly system, which is based on the harlot system at that. You're going to be just like them agents in the movie The Matrix because you're plugged in and they can be you. They can do anything they want. They can use you in any way they wish because you're a puppet until you have come to Christ and been relieved and saved in his mighty name and given the Holy Spirit. Until then, you are going to be a puppet of the devil. Plain and simple. And of course, what I say won't make sense to those of you who don't have that spirit in you of the most high. But I'm going to wake you up. I'm going to shake you like a tree. Because I need you. I need you to get it. And it's not my job to make you get it. It's the Holy Spirit's job to do that when, when things are ready for you. My job is to talk about it. Now, he makes copies of himself. This this being ain't best. This means he can find a way to copy himself over the human program. Now, does that mean he's all-knowing, can be in all places? No. He's going to use witchcraft. He's going to use technology. He's going to be linked to all of it. Yes, he can plug into it. He can plug into it. See, demons, they operate as one terminal. They can communicate to each other. Just like Transformers, when they come together, they become the one. Okay, that's how entities operate. They're not like the Most High. He literally is in all places at all times. In order for them to give the appearance of multidimensionality, they have to be connected to you and me as terminals. That's why the spirit world is the internet, and we are the terminals they use. We're the computer boxes. They plug into one, they plug into another, and that's how they get their information through the speed of light. So he's able to make copies of himself through holographic technology. Y'all better come on and get with it. That's what Project Bluebeam is, family. It's a satanic technology that the government uses to give illusions 
they have technology so real that even the hologram becomes real. I ain't gonna get into that right now. Yes, I know a lot of things, but I don't know everything. And I'm still learning. And I'm teaching what I know and sharing a lot of what you should know because it's time for you to learn it. So anything, the heck with all that deaf, dumb, and blind. For those who are meant to get it, they will get it. For those who aren't ready, well, it's in it's in their time to get it if they ever get it. That's not Jerry Dedal's responsibility. My responsibility is to do this to keep my, my hands from being bloody because I'm going to save lives and bring souls to y'all. That's my job. Now, that may be other people's calling to keep things secret, but that's not mine. The foundation of the inner workings of the matrix, the world. All right. I want you to understand something with this whole copies of Cat Williams. This means he has found a way to copy himself over the human programs in the matrix world, giving him complete control over core networks. Core networks is a computer, is it not? Right. AI plays a part in this too, family. That's the sinister part behind all this AI technology. They work for the devil. They're going to be fused with demonic energy. These beings are highly intelligent. They can think for themselves, self-assess and everything else. And they can think at, num at, at elite levels way faster and higher and broader than we can. We're going to end up being inferior to these beings on an intellectual level. Now, in the level of the most high, when he brings us to our full, fullest maximum potential, these things AI won't be able to touch. It's a smaller rendition of, of Satan's creation to compare to God's perfect creation. And we know this for those of us who know. When you know, you know. But if you don't know, it's time to get informed. Because lack of knowledge does what? A lack of knowledge is what causes destruction. My people are destroyed because they what? Lack knowledge. And we are in Daniel 12, 4, where in the last times, last days, the latter days, knowledge shall increase. Is that not what is going on right now? <sighs> now, check this out. He's found a way to make copies through the core network. The foundation of the inner. Listen to the words now. Everything. Listen. Inner workings of the matrix world. This is no coincidence. The acronym for core, C-O-R-E, network, N-E-T-W-O-R-K, is CNN. That's right. The network. CNN. I will explain the CNN logo. And it's meaning to you. What is the core network? The center of the earth. This refers to the cerebral cortex. Did I just not say this is all about it, plugging into the humans. Into the minds of humans. And feeding off of that. That's what possession is family. We call it today, in scientific terms, biohacking. Bio meaning life. Hacking meaning to invade into something through a form of invasion. When somebody who's hacking your computer, they are trying to get into your computer without your permission. They're invading the privacy of that computer. They're, they're invading. They're coming through the back door. Everything has a back way, a back gate. And the security doesn't cover all that. There's ways around it. It's flawed. So these people who are smarter can break those uh, securities, a failsafe, if you will, and they can invade, plant seeds. This is why we're going to end up having soon 
a grid, um, the grid is going to go out. I've been telling you all this for a while now. All this stuff is right here, right in my face. I see the signs. And they put it in predictive programming in movies like The Earth Left Behind. All these different things, man. Y'all are not seeing the signs because you're not paying attention. You don't even realize you're in the time. Well, less paying attention to the signs. The day, the age, and the signs are upon you. Don't be like Jonah and look for the signs through a perverse way. Only a perverse and adult generation, adulterous generation, seeks a sign. Nothing wrong with seeking signs. The Lord says, look up for your redemption draws near, meaning it comes close. Pay attention to the times you're in. Use the stars as a sign, as Genesis chapter 1 tells you. Signs are for feasts and holidays, but they're also for what? Signs. That's what the stars are for. And seasons. This Cat Williams, this core, the network is CNN. The center of the earth. This refers to the cerebral cortex. The leprechaun, Cat Williams, use, he uses the back doors. Did I just say that? To escape out of the matrix world. Remember, the matrix world that we know is a digital computer program world that we are in, which is a holographic illusion. Y'all think this is the real world you're looking at, but it's not. It's a smaller rendition of it. It's, it is nothing more than a, a, a cover pulled over your eyes to hide you from the truth. We notice because the visible spectrum of light we operate on is the lowest. We don't see all of the dark matter through this visible light spectrum. We operate through what's called luminous matter. We're technically blind compared to all of the spectrum of light, which is higher frequencies and different dimensions and all these things. That's why we don't see in the spirit world. <laughs> and the spirit was way really more broader and, and definitely different. But it, it's, it's attached to this world. So, again, you are in a matrix. Right? And these beings can hack into you because the part of you that's dark, which we call in science terms, dormant, those Latin abilities that we have in that what's called junk DNA that's no longer activated. When you become a full child in Christ, that DNA gets activated. It's perfected when you receive your resurrection body and then your glorified body. Now you're 100% using everything. You're on a thousand because you got not only the divine nature of the most high, but then you have all the same divine supernatural qualities that he has. Now you won't be as powerful as him because he's the creator of it all, but you become a God. You become the gods that were replaced in Psalms 82 verse one. That's what I'm trying to tell you, family. Is it not written in your law? Ye are gods, children of the most high. That's what it says in Psalms 82 verse six and St. John chapter 10 verse 34, which Jesus recited to the Jews because he's reciting the book of Psalms of David and Asaph. So getting back here in the now to what we're talking about, the leprechaun, Cat Williams, uses the back doors to escape out of the matrix world. Now, let me tell you what a back door is in the spirit world. It's the same thing as it is in the computer world. No, no difference, but the correlation or the vernacular vocabulary may be different in how it's being described depending on who's describing it but let me give it to you in simple uh let me give it to you in simple terms layman's terms a back door is a way to get into your dreams while you sleep 
This is why when you have dreams, you have to test the spirits. Did that dream come from Satan or did it come from God? You understand? You may have some understanding somewhat to what I'm saying, and that's perfectly understandable and normal. I'll give you all the whys to all all this in the end. Understand, a back door is a way to get into your dreams while you sleep. That's why I said in my song, Get Your Life Right With Christ. Because in that song, I was talking about to the Jewish people redeemed from evil, coming out from being blind, you sleep with demons, right? (laughs) Y'all better listen to them lyrics, man. I wrote the lyrics of that song. And I want you to understand when you listen to that song, it's talking about a lot of things, family. Right? I want you to understand which which what you were hearing. You sleep with demons who creep in sleep when sleep arise. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Now I had no idea I was gonna be talking about this. That, I did that way back. I did that song over almost two months ago. But now you can see when you hear the when you hear listen, when y'all hear get your life right with Christ tonight, listen to the last um, listen to the last lyric I give out. To all the Jewish people who sleep with demons, to all the Jewish people redeemed from evil. Right? Listen to that part. You sleep with demons who creep in sleep when sleep arise. What are we talking about right here with back doors? So a back door is a way to get into your dreams. There are a series of what they call green doors. Now you see it all the time. Y'all are using green doors through technology to give the illusion of something that's not there. That's called holographic technology. The green screen is what you use and the same thing Hollywood uses. Remember, we're talking about the wiles of Hollywood. What is the wiles? It's deception. Deception is to make you believe something that's not true. The green screen is to make somebody have a background to somewhere that they're not really at. And you don't think that comes from the spirit world? In the spirit world, the difference is they actually can manifest it in your mind. There are dimensions that are like that, too. It's called the astral plane. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that. And you really are in those planes. You really can't create those realities. But you're a creator. They're not. So there's a difference when you do these things, family. There's a humongous difference. So when you understand that, (laughs) my cat just walked in here. So when you understand that, yeah, she wants to get on the podcast. Um, the green doors leads to a lot of that. Okay. That's what those green doors are. They lead you into that. The green doors. Those green doors, ladies and gentlemen. Green doors in a seemingly white hallway. There is a series of green doors in a seemingly white hallway unlocked by a special key. Now, we saw that in the movie The Matrix, did we not? 
This is what this is in reference to. Did you know those are interdimensional? Did you know that they're like, okay, I'll give you some movies to check out so you can see these gateways. Obviously, the movie, The Matrix. You see a great deal of those doors, though. And The Matrix 2, you have the key master. They show you all types of doorways to enter into someone else's house or other side of town because they're gateways. Another movie you'll see that in is uh, The Adjustment Bureau with Matt Damon and um, Emily, I can't remember her last name. That's another one. And the guy was able to use the top hat to use. The hat was like the supernatural key to when he opens a regular door, he ends up somewhere else. There's many movies like that. Um, can't think of the one that came out in the 90s. Uh, it's another movie like that. So a lot of movies are showing interdimensional gateways, walking through doors. But the most recent ones that I can think of at this moment in time is um, is the Adjustment Bureau, The Matrix 2, and of course it's in 3, but check out 2. There's a lot of gateways going on in that movie. Um, even some parts of the Avengers. I want to say with, with Thanos, with these Infinity Stones, he was able to open up doorways. Him and Doctor Strange. They can do those type, yeah, those type of movies. You know, they can end up somewhere else. I say that to say this. There are a series of green doors in a seemingly white hallway, and they are unlocked by a special key. And they are used, ladies and gentlemen, for what other purposes? What else, what else would a key be used for? They're used for back doors. See, a programmer, a, program, a programmer back door is a security hole or feature that allows the leprechaun to get into the program while it's running and make tweaks or changes or just monitor how things are, how they're running. And the back doors in the matrix are always leading to strange places because the where, right? The where, the where the door leads to where the, to where the door leads it doesn't depend on the physical location of the door. You've even seen this in the show, Stranger Things. And I happen to play, of course, with a disclaimer, the uh, theme music on here. Because in that show, they show doorways, interdimensional places. But once again, that's what these doors are. And that's how these leprechauns, as well as spiritual beings, that's how they operate. That's how they move in between planes. That's how they move in locations. Gateways, portals, wormholes, whatever name you want to call them, that's what they are. And so that's what happens when a hacker in a computer goes backdoor. They call it a porthole, which is a portal or a gateway. Never notice when you're trying to get online and the internet's not working or either the site is no longer working and says gateway error <laughs> because it's about gateways traversing space and time. I'll give you something else to look at. Wizard of Oz, Alice in Wonderland, these type of things show you these type of gateways. 
spoken of in Ezekiel as well, gateways, Isaiah, Enoch, all these things talk about the Bible all throughout the entire Bible talks about gateways. And Jesus is a gate. He is a door. He himself proclaims to be and is the door, the door, the way. No one cometh unto the Father but by him. Now, as far as the matrix is concerned, through other means, with other places, these leprechauns, these Cat Williams, right? These AKA the gens, these best, these demonic beings, that's how they travel. Or one of the ways they can travel. And so can the witches who are high rank um, witches, high priestess and priest. Another thing I want you to understand with these back doors. When I said they're leading to strange places because where the door leads to doesn't depend on the physical location of the door, but instead it depends on the coded destination for the key, different keys. Now, I want to take a pause real quick in, in describing this to you. If you've been paying attention to the recent news of events, we understand that um, on the first of this year, people in the Miami Mall saw a wormhole begin to manifest. And out of it came these entities, these tall eight to f eight feet to 10 feet tall beings. Now we call them Nephilim, according to the scriptures, but the world calls them aliens. And the, and the proper word for anything, if you don't want to use Nephilim or aliens, it'd be interdimensional beings. Because that's what they do. They travel in between space and time, in between planes. But, um, yeah, the, these people were reporting different things when they were talking about these bands. And it's all based on codes. You ever seen the movie or the show? It's a movie and there's a series, Stargate. And the movie came out in 94, which is where the series came from. And... SG-1, you Stargate SG-1, the series, you got all these different ones. And you notice that the symbolisms, they're all symbolisms of something that may be to just you and I, symbols of zodiac signs. So the zodiac or the Maseroth is also signs of how it's a gateway. That's how you know the time or the season you're in. Hence time, times and seasons. The Antichrist will have the power to change the times and laws. Now, <sighs> unpause, getting back to what we're talking about. These things can operate, these different keys lead to different places. And the leprechauns, quote unquote, are guarding all the doors. The guardians of the doorways, remember. And they hold all the keys. Now, you heard this in the movie The Matrix 2, The Matrix Reloaded. You may have heard it in The Matrix 1, but that is a direct quote almost. They're guarding all the doors and they hold all the keys. They work behind the scenes or what you call the backstage area. They pose as the big man or the boss in the music and film industry. They act big and bad on and off the stage. This is a weak cat, C-A-T, or a 
K-A-T-T. I want you to pay attention to that. Hold that in your mind. Listen to every word I tell you. This leprechaun wants to appear larger than life. Literally, he wants to be big. They are the biggest liars. Unpause. I mean, pause. Go back and look at this cover that I put on the podcast. You know, you know the Sandy can't judge a book by its cover. Well, what did they say about a picture, though? A picture is worth what? A thousand words. I want you to understand the correlation between what I'm saying, because there's a difference between holy, unholy, clean and unclean. Leviticus chapter 10, verse 10 tells us this. We read this all throughout the Bible. I want you to know that Cat Williams is a warlock. He's a Masonic warlock. He uses witchcraft, ladies and gentlemen. He is the type of guy who's been picked on all his life. He has feminine ways. Now, I'm not picking on him. Please don't mistake what I'm telling you about him as a way of me undermining him, denigrating him. That's not what I'm doing. I have to speak bluntly. I have to speak direct. Because when you're referring to things, when you're talking about this darkness that we are exposing, they use all aspects of your vulnerabilities against you. We got to do the same, but not in a malicious way. That's the difference between the light and the dark. They don't do it to bring about uh, tyranny and drought. They do it to bring truth so that things can be healed, brought to Christ and restored. If it be so, if it be possible, if you are a human, angels will never have redemption because they came from a place where things were already perfect. They were not deceived. They already knew and had full knowledge of the truth. That's why they'll never be redeemed. The ones who fell from grace and left their first estate. We, however, we were born in these weakened states. We were born into a world of deception. We were born into bodies of sin so we can be redeemed through Christ Jesus. But angels who have fallen or the fallen gods cannot. Their punishment is righteously judged by the Most High. What I am trying to tell you in so many words and summoning it up in one is the fact that Cat Williams, once I told you earlier, he's the mouthpiece. He is giving you increments of truth, no doubt about it. But know that this is an orchestrated act. This is a form of witchcraft. This is also a dude who's so smooth and crafty. Remember, we looked up some words and we understood that those words have meaning. And when I asked you earlier to look up the word, what was the word? I want to see if you can remember this. What is the assignment here? What was the word that meant crafty, deceitful? If you guessed the title of my show, the word while, W-I-L-E, you are correct. That's why this show, amongst other things, is called The Wiles of Hollywood. The Wiles of Witchcraft. Why? Because in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11, put on the full armor of God so that you can stand against the wiles of the devil. He puts on a show family. 
The world is a stage. People are being used. Remember, if you don't have the Holy Spirit, you are one of the informants. What is an informant? Somebody who tattletales. Someone who gives information. That's an agent. Is it not? You could be a good agent or a bad one. Who are demons are agents for? Satan. Why is Satan called the whisperer? <laughs> Why is he called the tempter? Why is he called the accuser? The enticer? Why is he the prince of darkness? You see, when you look at those signs that these people use in front of you, that's witchcraft they're putting on you while they're representing who they believe and who they follow. No man of Christ would ever do that. No man of Christ is going to throw up 6-6 signs and all CNI signs and, and, and rock, rock and roll signs, which is nothing but the horns of the Baphomet, wearing top hats. That's not just a style, a top hat. Remember I told you about the uh, movie The Adjustment Bureau? Also remember this, Baron Somdi, who's also known as the God of Saturday, who's also known as the Dark One. This is the God who was in charge of the Mardi Gras and things like that at the Samhain festivals. The God of the Dead. Baron Samadhi or Baron Samdi is how you say his name. He walks the top hat. The shadow people that a lot of you see at night when you're in paralysis. You've seen a man standing at the foot of your bed or in your doorway and he's all black. He's a silhouette all black being. Some of you have seen this being rock a top hat. There is no coincidence why they do that. There's reasons for the top hat that we're going to talk about, which is actually a representation of Saturn. See, this is information you guys don't all know or you haven't been privy to because these are inner school teachings. Esoteric means inner circle teachings. Occult means that which is hidden. So it's a dark occult knowledge of inner school teachings that I'm giving you. Notice the hat that Cat Williams is wearing in this cover. But y'all want to be in your feelings and say, he's doing a good thing. He's a system buster. <laughs> Bless your heart, man. I'm not making fun of you. I'm just laughing because the most high laughs at us when we say things like that. Because the Bible tells us he does. And this is why we come up with the old joke. If you want to make God laugh, tell him what you got planned. Okay? Learn from this family because I'm learning. And I've had to learn. I'm still learning. Cat Williams is not telling you everything, is he? Because he didn't reveal things like your boy Dave Chappelle. Because they go way back. And they're in the same group of initiatives. Went through the same trials. Why didn't he tell you that he and Dave Chappelle wore a dress? Dave Chappelle sat right on national TV many years ago on the Oprah Winfrey show and said he never put on a dress. But he was pointing fingers to those who have. And he was talking some good stuff. He was exposing Hollywood. But he didn't tell you he himself wore a dress twice. One of the things we all seen him wear a dress in was in Robin Hood Men in Tights. And the other one was, when he first got started, he was on a show with... Uh, 
what's my man's name? Um, Howard Stern sat right next to him in a dress with lipstick, acting like a woman. But he never wore a dress. You see, the problem with people is they forget that we are in the information age where we have footage of certain things. And they think that over a period of time, people are going to forget. You know why they think that? Because of witchcraft. So you should never get out here and talk about people if you yourself aren't walking the right way. If you're being a hypocrite, saying what somebody else is doing, but you're doing the same thing, it will be exposed according to the Bible. And that's what's happening right now with Hollywood. That's the wiles of the devil. These are his people. He doesn't give a damn. These are distractions, ladies and gentlemen. This is witchcraft. Because the real thing you should be paying attention to is what people are talking about with these entities in Peru, Brazil, Miami. And you need to be looking at this war that's going on right now with Israel and who is attacking who and why. And not to mention, this is an election year. Trump is coming back on the scene. Trump is the chaos president, according to the book of Ezekiel. Prophecies, baby. All this stuff is prophetic. You just don't know who the players are. But I'm going to try my best to give you what I can to help you. Because this is going to be a year where you need to start focusing your life more in Christ. Stop trying to live two lives. Stop trying to serve two masters. Stop trying to say you love Jesus, but you're still bouncing your tail. You're still showing your legs. You still got your hind pods showing. Ladies, you're wearing these leggings with your crack showing. You got these tight pants to show the, 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 your whole figure. You got your breast bouncing and cleavage showing. You're trying to cause a man to stumble and fall, but you're talking about you, you, you in Christ. You're flirting with dudes on the phone you don't know. You, 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 you're lusting over men you don't know. Or you do know. Man, you're doing the same thing. Y'all still listening to R. Kelly, but then going to church. You can't serve two masters, man. I came up in all that stuff. I know. Now, there's still some secular music that you might like, but you got to be careful what you're listening to. You got to be careful in the things that you're doing. Because... If you're not careful, family, if you're not careful in what you do, it's going to lead to your downfall. And you're not going to even know it because you think what you're doing is fine. That's what happens when you lean on your own understanding. That's what happens when you have your own standards and you're not reading the word to learn what Yah says do and not do. It's going to be different. It's going to change a lot of things, family. You know, we're going to struggle with some of these changes because we're still in these bodies. The Holy Spirit is, let me tell you what the Holy Spirit really does. I'm not talking about people who say they got it and don't have it. When you really have the Holy Spirit, you'll know it. It won't be psychological. It'll be, you really know it. You know, it'll show you. The Holy Spirit is beautiful. And it will lead you more and more into learning and wanting to know more about your heavenly father because it's his spirit that dwelleth, dwelleth in you. The Bible says you are not your own. You were bought for you were bought with a price. That price was Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins. He shed innocent blood. He was the sinless man. 
He was God embodied and in the body of flesh called the son of man. And if you don't know this, if you don't have a clue to this, well, I'm giving you all the best that I can right now. See, the more y'all shun, turn your ways away from the Christ, the more things are getting more complicated, aren't they? These gods that you all have, they're not, mm, they're not really responding like they once were, if they were ever at all. And these are the things that we have to be careful of because it's all about salvation. It's all about salvation. You know, as I sit here and talk to you, my cat, she's back in the house and she's sitting there just as patiently. She's looking up at me like she's getting lessons. She's listening to this too. And I know that a lot of you are saying, but damn, you got a cat in there? You talking about a cat? Yes. And she's intelligent, highly intelligent, beautiful, very smart. Just the fact to know that animals at one time were talking <laughs> and that has been taken away from them due to y'all punishing, uh, I don't want to say punishing, but he restricted them because of what the serpent did in the Garden of Eden. Says a lot. And so... Things that we like to deem as fiction or fictitious, imagination of our children, the um, the roles that our animals play, they're people too. And they have real love in their heart. They're beautiful. They're precious. And they're honest. If they don't like you, they show you they don't like you. If they're mad with you, they show you they're mad. If they love you, they show you love. You know, a dog would be so happy to see its, its, its master come home that you could be in the house with it all day, go to the mailbox, come back, and it'll wag its tail and be happy like it's the first time it's seen you all day. That's genuine love. And yet, here we are, a different type of animal in the kingdom of heaven, given dominion over the earth. We can't even show that to each other without malicious intent or being malevolent or deceitful or withholding the truth or doing something this betrayal and backstabbing we can't even have a genuine heart without having a negative impact in some kind of way you tell me that's not demonic you're telling me that that's discipline you're telling me that's what christ would do and yet you say you are a christian or you love god what does love got to do with it tina turner asked that question because what is love to you all what is it based on is it based upon what you think love is or is it based upon what the Bible say it is? Because I'm going to roll with the Bible. Because even when I give my own best definition of what love is, it just doesn't seem to filter. It doesn't seem to, to, to play out the way it should. It doesn't, it doesn't give full precedence. And, and what, what the meaning is, God is love. Read 1 John 4 if you want to know God is love. Read 1 Corinthians chapter 13 if you want to know what love is. It's right there in the Bible. Now, this Cat Williams situation. Let me break some more things down to you all about this situation. I'm having a good time on about y'all. These back doors, remember, this is all about the backstage area. These beings like to pose as the big man. They got what you call the Napoleon complex, right? 
He wants to be the big man. You ever notice how bossy he is? Not only in his role playing, but in actuality. I mean, this is the same guy that got in, in a fight with a seventh or an eighth grader. Remember that a few years ago? He literally got in a fight with a seventh or an eighth grader and he got beat up. Of course, we probably forgot that part, didn't we? How does a child beat you up? Now, they can happen. Kids are big these days, but this kid was the same size as him. And he's a grown man. And what were you doing on school grounds anyway, getting in fight with children? I'm about to lead to that. Something you may not want to hear. Now, I'm not saying he is this, but I'm not saying he's not either. What I'm doing is merely exposing the works of darkness. That's all I'm doing. I'm doing exactly what Ephesians chapter 5 verse 11 through 13 tell me to do. Anything else will be uncivilized. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for your time and your patience. We got a a good podcast here tonight. I hope that you all will take heed to these things. Check into them for yourselves. Ask the Lord. Don't go to no man or nobody else. Go to the Lord and pray and ask to give knowledge and and awareness. Ask him to show you something. Even if it comes in the form of what you call a coincidence. I call them synchronicities. And then you receive information without knowing how. That's called downloads. Okay. That's spiritual knowledge passed down to you. You always test the spirits. But of course you prove all things. The Bible tells us to do both. What I'm about to tell you. This might make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. But what else have you heard on this show that has ever been. Look like I say on this show there's no filters. Now that, that don't mean I got to go cussing and crazy. But that means I'm telling the truth. Okay, I've always had that as my saying on this show. We come real, we come raw, we come authentic or we don't come at all on my show. There's no filters. There's no censorship. Right. And there's no BS. So you are allowed to speak your mind. All you got to do is speak your mind. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. If any enemies should be formed here tonight, it should be those of Satan. Not my brothers and sisters in Christ. Because you may have an opinion like I do and are very much so entitled to it. But that doesn't mean you have to be disagreeable just because you disagree. You know, Amos chapter three, verse three says, if we don't walk together, we don't agree. If we don't agree. We don't walk together. That's what it says. So. That's what it is. All right, if you hear some noise in the background, my cat is going in and out of my room. She's, uh, this is the time she's used to getting my, all my undivided attention. And she's wide awake right now, so uh, <laughs> she don't care what I'm doing. If it ain't about her, it don't matter. But she's a good baby because she's very, she's, believe it or not, she's disciplined. And I've had her for a few years, so it's not like she's brand new or nothing, but she's, she's well-loved and she's taken care of and she's so smart. And uh, she's not a normal cat. She's very highly intelligent. You could talk to her like you would a dog, and she does it. So people who say they can't train cats, cats may be sometimes harder to train because they're their own person, just like a dog is. But their attention spans are different. But they can be trained, okay? You give anything love, everything understands the, the, the universal language of love. That's why the Most High is always encouraging us to show love. Because love conquers and heals all things. And God is love. Okay? Now. 
These beings appear larger than life. These leprechauns. This matrix Cat Williams. And they're the biggest liars. Now again, I'm not saying he's fully lying or is lying. But I want you to understand what we're dealing with here in the spirit world. This is where all things behind the scenes are manipulated. The leprechauns, ladies and gentlemen, is also known as the key maker or the master key. This is a physical representation of a program designed to generate keys. As I said before, they hold all the keys for all the doors. A leprechaun, people, knows how a humanoid program works. You and I are humanoid. Robots are humanoid because they're in the form of a human. They know how you and I work. Hence, these are the demons. The word demon comes from the word daemon, means a genius, possessor of knowledge. These ancient beings have power and knowledge and things, they know things you and I don't know. Things that they know would be looking like magic to us, witchcraft to us, supernatural to us, but very natural to them. Same thing with the fallen angels, the principalities and powers and dominions and thrones. They are the ones who taught men these things. Read the book of Enoch. Tells you this. And so does scriptures in your Bible. But they don't go into description of it like the book of Enoch does. Now. The leprechaun. Who knows. How a humanoid program works. He can penetrate almost every place. Software wise. You are the software when you're programmed. Programs are softwares. Programmees are the individuals being programmed. Understand what I'm saying? A computer is a hard drive, but on it is software. The computer itself, the physical aspects of it is hardware. What is software? Internet is software. But the thing that is used to conduct the internet on a terminal is a computer, which is hardware. These physical organic bodies in our brains are hardware, which is hardwired, which means programmed to act a certain way because of the DNA. DNA is a program. It's a hormones are the instructions in which these programs operate. They give instructions. The DNA is the computer. The RNA is also in a form of instruction because it's memory. The ribonucleic acid is RNA, it's memory. So when you understand how something is hardwired, you understand its mechanisms, how it works, its functionality, and you have a knowledge as a hacker, which means you can go back door, you can invade it, biohack it. However, you understand its programming. You understand its emotional setup. You understand its mechanisms. And it operates like a machine. The machinations of how it operates are easy for you to function. I mean, are easy for you to operate. These entities know us better than we know ourselves. That's why you have to have discipline. This is why you should know thyself. So, family, we're going to go ahead and take another break. When we come back, we're going to continue in this conversation. We're going to get into some deeper knowledge of this, and then we're going to put it all together. 
I'm your boy J Rated R. You are tuning in to Favorite Radio. Don't go anywhere, family. We'll be right back after these messages. Stay tuned. Right, good people. If you're still hanging in, kudos to you. This is going to be a real banger. And I'm glad that you all who do literally support Favorite Radio, even if it's just listening. It's the only thing I can do is try my best to get you all to at least take in the things that are being said and to internalize it and let the Holy Spirit work with you and go from there. But I also ask this too. Any type of support would be um, it would be really welcome because and that was such a pause in that because I was reading something just now, but um guys, you don't know how hard a lot of you may not know this. Some of you who do this should understand and know because you yourselves are content creators and it is so hard to get genuine content nowadays to be supported you know people are always so busy or into supporting the wrong types of things and what I mean by wrong is things that promote destruction I feel honestly that children should not be exposed to the adult world of entertainment. First of all, it's wrong even for us to be exposed to it. But a children is an innocent-minded being. At a young age, we can corrupt their minds. Satan wants the children's minds. Now, remember the LGBTQ. And I'm only saying this because there were certain people within the group. Doesn't mean the whole entire group is this way. But there were certain people that said, watch your children. We want your kids. We're coming for your kids. Now, that may have been some type of sarcasm, sarcasm because of the huge um, derailment and prevention for such a group to be made public. And you have to understand the Bible is against homosexuality. I personally have family and friends that are homosexuals. I don't hate them. I don't look at them any differently than I would the next human being. So for anybody who's gay, bisexual, uh, whatever sexual you are, as a person, I care about you. As a friend, if I'm your friend, I'm going to be your friend. If it's sexual preference, God is against it. J. Rated R is not the one that made these things up. And it's not just homosexuality. I only mentioned that because I was talking about a particular subject at the moment. But all sin is bad, regardless of your sexual preference. Okay? Sin is sin. And we all are falling short of the glory because we're all sinners. Me, you, and everybody else. But what I will not stand for, I don't care who you are. If you're someone who believes that children should be exposed at an early age, especially... Hence the word children. If you think it's okay to strip dance in front of a child, to fondle a child, to molest a child, to confuse the mind of a child, to teach them sexual perverse things, 
I ain't got no love for you. Because what you're doing is beyond wrong. To me, that's pure, unadulterated evil. And if you laugh at such things and you ridicule such things, or if you have a problem with me, so be it. But you're not going to only have to deal with people who disagree with you. You're going to have to deal with the creator who made these beautiful children. You yourself once were a child. Now, if you need some help because you yourself have been a, a victim of abuse at a young age, I understand that. There's mercy for you. My heart goes out to you. You're doing the things that were done to you. That's the Stockholm Syndrome effect to a degree. You, you also sometimes become what you hate because you were exposed to it. That's all a, that's all a strategy from Satan himself. I'm not making this up. The devil is the one who orchestrates such behavior. And we learn about this in a lot of ritualistic abuse. When people grow up, they're under the guidance and the guardianship of certain people who have molested them, raped them, taught them to do sexual favors. Things that a child should never have to be exposed to. Hence, this is why we have so many perverts in the world. Child molesters, sex offenders, rapists, human traffickers. Some of these people are not even human at all. Some of these people are demonically influenced or possessed. Some of these people are actual hybrids. They get off on this stuff. Why am I mentioning this? Because at some point in the segment of this show, we're going to be talking about this. And that's why I warned you before and telling you that you may not like certain things you hear. But it, it has to be exposed because if we just turn the other cheek and turn a blind eye, act like they don't exist, they'll keep on per, uh, persisting on existing family. When you keep quiet to crimes that are committed, it doesn't help the next victim. And so, yes, I understand that you were a victim of certain things and it's not easy to come out because you've been traumatized. You've been threatened. You've been confused and, and what you should do. But you got to think about somebody else, too, because you aren't the only person this has happened to and you won't be the last. But if we can do something about the problem early on, well, we can reduce the problem. We're not going to be able to stop everything on this planet. Only y'all going to be able to do that. But what we can do is reduce a lot of the things that these things happen. Uh, we can reduce a lot of these things from happening. Just wanted to say that because it was on my heart to say it. I know that we all have been through some things personally. And no one, no one should ever have to shun or ignore the things that they themselves have been ritualistically exposed to. And for anybody that's gone through these things or even going through these things, I am so sorry for you. But if you need to get the help, get it. There are people who love you and care. Those people will ride all the way for you. Just don't let it happen to someone you love. And prevent it from happening to you again. And I don't say that with ease, family. I don't say it like it's just easy for you to do that. Because, you know, a lot of people haven't been through what a lot of people have. And it's easy always for somebody to say something about it. 
but not realizing the trauma that it leaves behind. Some people are going through PTSD. Some people are on drugs or alcohol because of this stuff. And that is exactly how Hollywood, the wiles of Hollywood operate behind the scenes. That's why I'm mentioning this. See, the thing that we don't want to hear about the most because it triggers us or makes us feel some kind of way, those are the things that we have to, to, to heal from. In order to do that, we got to not deny it, but we have to admit it. The hardest things are the things that you don't want to talk about. The healing can't take place if there's nothing to show for it. Jesus died on the cross for nothing if you don't want to expose the wiles of the devil and what he does, how he operates. So I just wanted to let that sink in for a little bit. Let's get on with our show. So this leprechaun is called a key maker or a master key. Because these beings, this is a physical representation of a program designed to generate keys. And like I said, they hold all the keys to all the doors. What I mentioned to you all about the humanoid program and how they know it so well and how they can penetrate almost every place in terms of like software, even you. It carves shortcut keys, right? It carves these shortcut keys used by every program in the matrix in the world now with those keys ladies and gentlemen one can move throughout the entire matrix undetected keyword being undetected that's how the spirit world works that's how technology at the highest level works things that you know not or think are ex- are only fictitious on movies where you think the movies get it from the government is well over 100 200 years ahead of you in technology They've got underground bases called dumbs. I told you all this in the last podcast. Why are we still having this debate? Look at the technologies that you do know about that you guys thought 10 to 20 years ago was fictitious. Stop making ridiculing asinine comments because it's something you have not been accustomed to or you don't think is real until it actually comes out and then you're looking silly. Speak only what you know. Don't speak of what you don't. People have died so that you can get this information, believe it or not. Your ancestors, a lot of you, especially talking about my own, have died so you could have the freedoms that you're experiencing right now. Jesus died for all of us to have the freedom and the salvation, to be liberated from the bondage of sin and darkness so that we could have eternal life with him and his father. Now that is nothing to laugh about. You think hell is funny? Keep laughing. You'll find out when you get there that it's not. Just giving you some advice. Take it for what it's worth. Don't spit in the eyes or the face of someone that's being already ridiculed by many, told not to tell these things to people because it's gonna fall on the ears of the deaf, dumb, and blind. That's supposedly meaning you all, right? So if you take some offense to it, you should because Maybe they didn't mean it intentionally, which I know personally they didn't. But to save myself a lot of heartache and pain, they didn't want me to tell you these things. Because they know that people are not going to listen. They know that folks like that are going to laugh and ridicule you. But this is what happened to our father. And this is what happened to his son. And this is what people do every day. And if it's good, if if, if they did it to Jesus, they're going to do it to you. For the servant or the student is not greater than the master. 
what they did to him, they're going to do to you. You're going to die for his name's sake. You're going to be persecuted for his name's sake. Because he didn't come in the name of the world. He came in his own, he came in the name of the Father. But if he had came in his own name, the world would listen to him, as he's told us in the book of John. Hence, this is why you have to endure to the end. Because fiery trials are every day now. It's testing your faith. People are falling away from the faith, though. More and more. Taking heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. Speaking hypocrisy and lies because they can't deal with not being accepted by society. <clears throat> these so called beings, these leprechaun entities, they can move about in this world, in this world, undetected, being able to access any and all of its entities. That's why it's so hard to capture a leprechaun if you want to go by the folklore's tales they're magical beings they are the computer programmers of the matrix who do you think program what you see and hear on the television radio and the internet and this is where you're going to say well I don't get it Jay again lean not on your own understanding Stop thinking like a human being and listen to what I'm telling you. I'm giving you esoteric knowledge. Listen, you'll get the why after I say all this stuff in the end. The leprechauns, tele, they telepath, right? They're telepathers, Te telepathy family. They can telepath mentally to you through the news. What does the acronym for news stand for? The N is the North. The E is the East, the W is the West, and the S is the South. North, East, West, South. They control you through the black box. Hyphenate or put in parentheses or brackets the word in your mind, black box. What do you call a television set? Well, in the old days, we called it a box. These demons come in a box. Did you notice the movie Poltergeist? When Carol Ann was staring at the TV, she was hearing voices come through the TV. And when she got close enough and touched the TV, what happened? They took her. Did you notice the movie Hellraiser? With Pinhead and all of his minions, the other demons. How did they even get into our plane? Well, they came through a box. Did you know that box that everybody stands in front of in Mecca and they walk around it? It's called the Kaaba. It's a cube. It's a box. It's nothing but a giant monolith. Do you know why it's there? Of course you don't. We'll talk about it another time. But listen to where I'm going with this. These boxes, like you've seen in the movie Transformers, <laughs> right like you saw in the Avengers movie that Loki and those dudes was fighting over the Tesseract as they called it these are all the same things family not to mention your television which tells lies to your vision because it's a program and it programs you it softens you 
or what I'm is what I'm saying start to come a little bit alive to you because I want you to understand how all this connects with the Cat Williams. But you got to be willing to walk with me and stop asking so many questions and let the why be at the end instead of why why now because you're gonna lose focus on where I'm going with this. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. North, east, west, and south is called the news. Some of you didn't even know that. You just say, oh, it's the news. Well, that's what it stands for. North, east, south. It pro, it, it, it's global, in other words. It's all over. It's all directions. And when these beings come through the black box, which you call a television set or a box, these demons come in a box. In this case, a square. It's flat. Hmm. It's a black box. They're just like black mirrors and squares, geometrical shapes. These things are portals. These are Saturn technology. You don't know anything about Saturn's technology. Why it's called the black sun, are you? You have no idea, do you? No clue. And I don't have the time to tell you, but I've told you another podcast. I'll give you a hint to that. You got to go back and listen to some things, family. I've told y'all, I told you all these things in much, much earlier podcasts years ago. Maybe not that long ago, but I told you about it. Maybe if what I say can jolt some of your memories who've been watching, who've been listening to me for some time. And for those of you who've never heard me up until now, you're going to have to go back in my past of this uh, platform, Pharaoh Radio, and listen to some of the older platforms. Go into the interdimensional podcast. Listen to those. I kind of give a little bit of, of what that is, too. I talk about a lot of these things, family. Now, I want you to understand something. You can't get outside the box when you're in multiple boxes, multiple squares. You're like a cat. Now, this is where the cats come in. This is We never got off of it. All this was part of what I've been saying. You're like a C-A-T, in this case, K-A-T-T, boxed in a corner. If you ever notice the cat, when they get boxed into something, well, the leprechaun walks in you. That's why they call them walk-ins. They walk in you around the checkered path. Now you don't understand none of this talk because it sounds like I'm speaking in codes, and I am. But I'm about to give you the the, the, the understanding. Why do you think the movies is called The Box Office? <laughs> We're going to get into that. These leprechauns walk in you around the checkered path. They are also called walk-ins or crawl-ins. They walk into you, family, and get you depressed. In other words, make you feel bad. Remember, I said all of this was an initiation to do what? Make you feel bad. Why did I say that? Because the doors that lead depend on the physical location, right? Remember Bess, B-E-S? Remember I said, instead, it depends on the coded destination for they are the key differences that lead to different places. I want you to understand something. When we say bad, they work behind the scenes. They pose as the big man or the boss and the music and film industry. They act big and bad on and off the stage. This is a weak cat or cat. This leprechaun wants to appear larger than life. Remember I said that. Remember I also said to you family about this them being bad type of thing. I told you that these beings, their whole point is to set things up for you to feel bad why did I say that 
Why do you think I said that? Because this is what they do. And I'm going to show you why. Now I want you to take every word I say and listen to what I'm about to say phonologically, phonetically, right? This is what I want you to understand. I want you to understand this. They're called walk-ins or crawl-ins. They walk in you and they get you depressed on purpose. Do you ever have a mood change and don't know why you suddenly start to suddenly feel bad? Like it's not you. You may have a walk-in or have an entity around you that's producing and projecting fear. That's what these certain demons do. They project you fear so they can lower your field to make you agree to it so that they can attach to you. That's their job. It's parasites. They walk into you and get you depressed. In other words, they make you feel so bad. For instance, the news channel is too depressing. I want you to put peep what I'm telling you. Leprechauns mentally telepath themselves through the news. Why? Well, I'm going to tell you why. And then I want you to hear the wordplay. Hear the wordplay. Listen closely. Here it comes. They walk into you and get you depressed. In other words, make you feel bad. For instance, the news channel is too depressing to watch. The word depress, D-E-P-R-E-S-S, is phonetically the press. Depress is the press. Who is the press? The news people. They control the newspapers and all the news stations. Hence, the comedian, Cat Williams, his hair is usually what? Pressed, like a news anchor. Basically, he wants to be on the news. Hence, the mouthpiece. Now you're starting to see how this thing works. The word news sounds like nude, meaning to expose. Isn't that what they do on the news? They expose things. What is nude? Nude means naked. Naked is what? Exposed. Naked is exposure. Why do you think the word news and nude are so phonetically close in sound? Because they mean the same thing. They both mean to expose. Watch out for the new cats or new cats in the hood. Often they send a signal and you hear it as a bell sound or a ringing sound in your head or your ears. How many of you get those ringing sounds? Like a whistle or a faded out noise or a bell ringing. It's a frequency. You're being scammed. You're being scanned. Not scam, not S-C-A-M as in Mary, M as in Mary, E-D. Scan, like you take a scanner and scan. Like when you buy a product, you scan the, 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 the um, <laughs> you scan the label. Well, they scan you. These bands are operating in a different frequency. I'm teaching you how the spirit world works. They send a signal and, you're, and you hear it as a bell. What is the signal? It's a sound wave, but without broadcasting it to you. As yet to inform you what they want to do within the matrix. They have the keys to represent tokens of authentication used to gain access to a backdoor or control of a device from the fifth dimension. These beings are fifth dimensional. 
they got you in a spell like trance. You or I or anybody who was not protected, you become what? Programs. They do this to program you to affect you while you're on your path. In this case for Egypt, Ptah, which is path. They are moving on sound waves. Remember, these beings, they travel. Why do you say they travel in sound waves, Jay? Well, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. What do you call Satan? What is one of his names? Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2 will tell you why I'm saying they travel on sound waves. Because this is traveling on frequencies. They travel on signals. They're electromagnetic beings. They're spiritual beings. You and I are electromagnetic beings in a body, in a computer. They want to plug into that computer. They want to operate and use the part of your brain that's dormant that you don't use. The Latin part of your DNA that you don't use. They want to control you because they are hackers, biohackers. They're master geneticists. They're programmers. That's how they're able to make programs and know how to control people through emotions, movies. Movies is a motion picture. It's energy in motion. They know how to get you to like something, to cry, to not like it. Because if you can agree to it through your emotions, then you give them legal right into your life. I hope y'all getting these jewels I'm putting down right now. man. But how does this affect and what does this have to do with Cat Williams? If you've been following them, I mean, if you've been walking with me, you'll see that Cat Williams is this very entity in the physical plane. You got to see it through spiritual insight, not with physical understanding or physical sight. Or you're going to get sucked into the matrix and hypnotized and you're going to believe in the hype. You got to believe past the veil. I'm giving you how these beings operate. When you look at him, look at him as a leprechaun. Look at him as a demon. Look at him as the one. He's showing you the signs. They don't show you. They look, everything ain't what it appears to be. Some things are for show. The world is a stage. Remember that. These people are under the guidance of Satan. They're under oath. <laughs> showing you some people ain't people, man. They walk amongst you. Hebrews 11, I mean, Hebrews 13, 2 tells you, beware for some have entertained angels unaware. They've mingled in with the, with the seed of man, iron mixed with Mary clay. That's in Daniel chapter 2, verse 41 through 43. We know they, we, they mixed with women and created Nephilim, renowned, the giants who were, who were called the, uh, the, renowned, the, the, uh, the ones that's renowned. In Genesis chapter 6, verse 4. Come on, family. Come on. They're called earth dwellers in Revelation. You still with me? Ephesians chapter 2, family. Let's get it. Ephesians chapter 2. Let me get to it. I'm telling y'all to get it. You probably been there. You probably took a year off and waited on me, and I still ain't got there yet. Hold on. Ephesians chapter I'm coming. Like I said, I'm not the fastest Bible page turning, brother, but I can tell you what the scriptures are. Now, let me read Ephesians chapter one and two. Check this out. Remember, I said they come on sound waves. And you has he quickened, meaning to become alive, who were dead in transgressions and sins. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get y'all to come to being quickened. Accelerated in consciousness, what the Bible calls quickening of the spirit. That's the accelerating consciousness to wake up. Quicken means to be alive. The Bible is alive. 
Jesus Christ is the way to become quickened. Holy Spirit, right? And you has he quickened who were dead in transgressions and sins. Wherein, pay attention to every word I'm giving y'all, wherein in times past, you all walked according to the course of this world. That means at one point in time, you were in the world. You were doing everything the world wanted you to do. You were in the matrix. You were one of the agents. You were the informants. You were the ones being used and possessed by these leprechaun demonic beings controlling and having all the keys. Right? Check this out, fam. Wherein you in times past walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? The prince of the power of the air. Well, how does frequency when you're talking on a radio or any other thing, how does this transmission travel? We call it through the what? Airwaves. Airwaves are what? Sound waves. Because it's transmission. It's signals being transmitted from one place to the next. How you think entities can get in in your home when you don't have the protection of y'all? They come through the television, through the internet. They come through us. They come through the grid. There are beings who travel through the air, through the airwaves because of the prince of the power of the air. Who is who? Satan. These entities can travel through sound waves, transmissions. So when you get a beam of some signal shot at you from another dimension, a frequency that penetrates through this dimension into, and, and from that dimension into this one, and you're open, they have to get you when you're open. How do you get open? Through emotional distress, distraction. Well, there goes that word again, distraction. They pick and choose. They watch you from, from a distance. They monitor you. They watch you through a monitor. They monitor you. The Quran says they see you from where you cannot see them. That's because they're in another dimension. They can see you, but you can't see them. They can shoot a frequency at you. The Bible calls it fiery darts. Woo! This is powerful. Don't believe me? Read Ephesians 6. Let's read Ephesians 6, shall we? I'm going to start from verse 13. Till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measures of the stat... Oh, I'm reading verse 4. My bad. I was getting excited. I knew something wasn't sounding right. Verse is chapter 6. We're going to start from verse 14. Stand therefore having your loins... No, no, no. Let's start from 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth, like Wonder Woman has a, a, a she has the, uh, the 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 girt uh, the loins of truth with her whip, the lasso whip. Whoever she hits it with, it makes them tell the truth. The Bible's talking like this in the supernatural. You have armor on, you have garments on in the supernatural. Family, come on, you better walk with me. Listen to this. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about the truth. And having on the breastplate of righteousness. You hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what the Bible's saying? This ain't me. You hearing what the word's saying? Watch this. Watch this. Watch where I go with this. Remember I said they like to shoot darts at you. They like to shoot signals at you. Watch this. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench 
all the fiery darts of the wicked. The fiery darts is the signals being shot at you like Star Wars, like a signal, speed of light. That's fiery dart. Dart, fire is light. When they shoot something at you, it's a laser. A laser is fire because it's concentrated energy. And the spirit plane, they're shooting signals and frequencies at you. If you're open to it and they can get in, they can control you like a remote control through a frequency modulation called a signal. You'll respond like anything that responds to stimuli. You'll respond to it by reacting to it in the way they threw, they showed, they, they programmed you. They shot a program light at you. It's a fiery trial. It makes you feel bad because it's coming from the wicked. It's coming from the evil ones. It's coming from the plane of darkness where there's lower frequencies, not higher frequencies. God is a higher frequency being. That's why everything's love. Devil is a lower frequency where there's death. God is alive. The devil's frequency is dead. There's no life. It's only attacks and fear. These beings are trying to program you for fear so they can feed off you like a parasite and use you like a robot. And then if they can get you down enough and you give up your will, they can possess you. These so-called leprechauns who have the back doors to come undetected through wormholes, through frequency modulation, through transmission, through TVs, televisions, radios, the black box, okay, and anything else, your cell phones included, cell phones. It's funny how they call a a mobile phone a cellular phone because cells have life. Your body is full of cells. They can manipulate your cell structure through frequency. They can change and alter things through frequency, family, through megahertz. That's why you guys listen to binarial beats. You feel better or you feel worse because of the frequency modulation that it's on. Come on, man. I told you I was going to get deep tonight. Walk with me. Learn who this Cat Williams is. He's a mouthpiece. Let me show you the spirit world side of it before we get back into the physical of it. Listen to me. The fiery darts are signals, transmissions being thrown at you through these beings. Understand what I'm saying. These are programs to affect you while you're on your path. Didn't I tell you the more you walk with Christ, the more those fiery trials will come? You didn't believe me when I told you that. You just heard me read that the fiery darts come from the wicked one. Now, if you want to know anything else, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Since you or in the believing mood tonight while I got you. Let's go to the scriptures. I told you I don't do nothing but go to the scriptures. Forget your opinion. Forget my opinion. Let's hear what the truth out of Yah's mouth itself. First Peter chapter four, verse 12 says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye, for the Spirit of God of glory rests upon you. 
on their part, he is evil spoken of, but on your part, he is glorified. People would talk bad about the Most High. They would talk bad because you follow the Most High. You will be hit with fiery trials by people who are possessed or people who are these entities or possessed by these beings because they're under the influence. They're under the fiery darts, the signals, the transmissions. They are the ones that the Satan has put blinders on and they have been in the matrix world because they're in the world I mean, they're of the world, but they're not just in it. We are in it, uh, family of light, but we're not of it. We have protection. We're free from the bonds of this sinful nature through this dimensional lower frequency portal that these demonic leprechauns and other entities operate from. And you have to be able to decipher and know the signs when you see them. This is why I am telling you to be ready in season and out of season. To know them by their fruit. People will be revealed in these end times. The revelation means the truth being revealed. No more secrecy. No more lies. You heard me read it early in 2 Timothy 3. Stop playing with me. Take this serious. You laughing if you want to. You only making a funny fool of yourself. Because you're being laughed at by the entities that got you laughing. Because they know that I'm speaking the truth. But you don't know it. Because you're still under the exposure of darkness. You're still under the guide of darkness. You ain't been free through Christ Jesus. Yahusha Mashiach. Through the Ruach HaKodesh. Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Come on. Talk to me. Talk to me. Walk with me. This ain't no game. Walk with me. You just heard me read in 1 Peter 4.12. Think it not strange that you got the fiery trials coming upon you. Well, where are the fiery trials coming from? The ones throwing the fiery darts. The enemy. Now, let me get back to my program. Thank you. Let me show you who you're dealing with, with Cat Williams. These programs are meant to affect you while you're on your path. They are moving on sound waves. They travel straight down into your brain and implant themselves into you. Did you hear me? They are vibrating in the sound. Why do you think I read Genesis chapter one? In the beginning was the word. That's in John chapter one. Excuse me. In the beginning was the word. What is a word? A word is a sound, a vibrating sound. Do you know that John chapter one, verse one tells you who the word is, but in Genesis chapter one, it tells you what the word said. <laughs> Hold on. They didn't hear me. They didn't hear me. They didn't hear that. Hold on. Hold on. I got a whole long. Whoop. Hold on. John chapter one in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. John down, John chapter one, verse 14 says in the word was made flesh. That means that Jesus is God in the flesh who he calls the son because the son had to be born. That's why he calls him son. He called himself son because he was on and he was born in the flesh. God is the spirit. You must worship him in truth and in spirit. He has no mother, no father, no beginning, no end. He was never born. He always was. He made himself in the in the form of a human. So, and you put yourself in the flesh and it come out of the womb, which is the matrix of a woman. Hold up. He was born. Now he's become a son. The reason why he's called a son because he was in the seed of David. It wasn't that he had a seed that created him. No, it was no seed that created him. He was born from Mary through God who implanted himself in Mary. When a woman is able to have a child without the man's seed, it's called parthenogenesis. Look it up. It's a real scientific word. Parthenogenesis. Comes from the Greek word parthenos. 
meaning childbirth or virgin. Parthenogenesis is childbirth. Partheno is a word by itself, which means virgin. Okay? Now, the seed is the house of David because she's related through the bloodline of David. That's why they call it the seed. He wasn't born of no man's seed because man's seed is sinful. Man, y'all better, hallelujah, you better talk to me out here. Somebody better talk to me. Now, where is all this going? Because if we read Genesis 1 again, let me go back to the Bible and go to Genesis chapter 1. You telling me you getting this in, in Bible study? You better, <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Verse 2. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Here we go, right here, verse 3. And Elohim said, there goes the phonetic, there goes the word, he said, let there be light. And there was light. Well, when you say something, are you not speaking words? Did he not say in Isaiah 55? What did he say in Isaiah 55, verse 11? I told you earlier. Some of you might have forgot. Let me remind you through scripture. Isaiah 55 verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. This is God talking. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing where I sent it to, or whereto I sent it. So when God says something, things happen. When he say move, it moves. When he say stop, it stops. He spoke the Rima, the spoken word. You and I are reading it in the Logos, the written word. But the word was with God. The word was God. And the word was made flesh, which was Jesus. So what are we talking about? We are talking about sound waves, vibrations. So when I tell you these entities, they are vibrating in the sound on lower frequencies when they shoot their fiery dots, a.k.a. transmissions or signals into you if you are open to it. Because you're not always open. It, it gets deflected. You know how you deflect it? Read Ephesians 6 again. It tells you how to deflect the fiery darts that I just read to you. It tells you how to defend against it. Y'all won't listen. This is why Bible study is pertinent. It's a must. It's You got to have it. Holy Spirit can give you this. No one can give you this. J-rated R can't give you this. I can only recite it, go over it, and speak it. But I can't give it to you. That comes from y'all. You got to be obedient and obey him. And he'll give you the spirit to understand these things. What did he say earlier when I read it in Second Corinthians? I mean, Second uh, Timothy chapter two, verse seven. He says, "Consider what I say. The Lord give you understanding in all things." This ain't something because I'm special. No, this is because the Most High works through you, through me. This is this is why y'all need to be more about y'all. Be about the Father's business, and He will handle things for you. Man, I can't get to Ephesians right now if I, if I it depended on my life, depending on it. I'm flipping through everything, getting every book but Ephesians. Because the devil knows, man, I got something for him. I ain't playing. This was worth it. Ephesians chapter 6 tells you how to defend against those fiery darts, those transmissions. Let me read it to you, starting with verse 13. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shod with the preparation of, this, of the gospel. It's going to show you how, how you how you do all this. 
in this in this one in this one scripture right here. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able. Hear me again. Above all, that means everything above all. What's been said? Shield of faith. Faith is the main key here, baby. Wherewith ye, meaning you all, shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is what how do you what is the sword of the spirit it tells you right here in ephesians chapter 6 verse 17 it says take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god boom that's it right there when you have yah and abiding in you you abide in him when you have his spirit when you listen to him when you don't rebel when you don't disobey being disobedient because rebellion is witchcraft. The Bible tells us in First Samuel, rebellion is witchcraft. It tells you those in those literal words. When you obey Yah, follow His, his laws, statutes, and commandments. When you have His Holy Spirit in you, because you ask for it, guess what? You're shielded. You're protected. You're a child of light. You're a child of Christ. You have protection. You have salvation. You have the gird of truth. You have the helmet of uh, you have you have the, the, the you have the news you have the you have the loins the gird of truth, of, uh, and you have the breastplate of righteousness, family. You 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 have uh, your feet are shod with preparation of the good news of the, of the gospel of peace, and above all, taking the shield of faith to go with it, wherewith you should be able to quench all of the fiery darts of the wicked, and to take the helmet of salvation. Right, you are dressed like a knight in the spirit plane. That's what you look like when you have the word in you and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Don't talk to me like you don't understand what I'm saying right now. That's why I said sometimes these bands can get you. Sometimes they can't. You just heard me read why they can't. If you stay in the word, if you believe in Yah, if you through your faith will read his word and believe everything he tells you and stop having choices and doing things your way, you'll be able to withstand the wiles of the devil. This is why this podcast is called The Wiles of Hollywood, because they affect the world. Everybody's got their eyes on them through their box office theaters, through their television, through their music industry. You see what I'm saying? This is how they get you. Y'all over here celebrating this dude, Cat Williams, like he's some type of messiah and hero. This dude is a mouthpiece, lion, Freemasonic liar, leprechaun, demonic being hiding behind the guise of a dude that looks like he's been... Listen, I'm not taking nothing away from the man. I'm not saying he's not a human being. I pray for his salvation. We're going to pray before we end this, this podcast about him coming to the Lord all the way. He knows things. He was quoting scriptures in the Shannon Sharp joint. But that's what they do. Who else knows how to quote the scriptures real well? The devil. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But because people don't know the one, because some of you don't know scriptures well enough, you'll believe the hype. Who else you think going to come into the world quoting the scriptures and know it well? The Antichrist. All these spiritual names for all these different entities can be summed up to an Antichrist spirit. Because 1 John chapter 4 says, let me read it to you. See, I told y'all you were going to get it today. Y'all want ready. Be ready in season and out of season. I ain't playing with this, man. This ain't no joke. We don't have time for nothing else. Less. First John chapter four says, beloved, believe not every spirit. Oh, let me start over again. I don't think you're listening to me like I told y'all. Just listen to me through this whole podcast. Take everything serious. It says in first John four, chapter one, 
beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits. That means to test them, whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know you all the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh and is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. So whoever says that Jesus is not the true son of God, whoever says Jesus is not God himself, whoever says Jesus could, did not save our sins or anything that they say that goes against the word of God has got an Antichrist spirit family. Just because somebody says and professes out of their mouth, which we're going to read in Titus chapter 1, verse 16. <laughs> I want you to hear me say something else. I'm not, I'm not finished reading this. Let me get all the way to verse 4. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, whereof you all have heard that it should come. And even now already, is it not? Is it? Is it in the world? Yes. Verse 4. Ye, meaning you all, are of God, little children, and have overcome them, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God, he that knows God hears us, he that is not of God hears us not. Hereby know we the spirit of truth. And the spirit of error. See, the Antichrist is the spirit of error. This is the spirit of truth. We are the spirit of God for those of us who really rock with Christ. Not to say it. Why did I say Titus chapter 1? Because Titus chapter 1, verse 16, is going to tell you why I said it. I'm going to let Titus tell you. Not Jim read it all. All I'm going to do is just read it. Y'all don't need to take my words. But what are my words? My words are nothing. I'm nobody. I want you to hear it out of the mouth of the Bible. This Bible is where everything is. I don't care what nobody else say. You can talk till you turn blue in the face and, and do some tricks. This don't mean nothing to me. This Bible is everything. And if you ain't down with the Bible, then you got an antichrist spirit in you. It's just that simple. The Bible says you got an evil heart if you don't believe everything in the word. Y'all want to tell me about translations and men writing it. You'll sit there and defend and be upset, get in your feelings and angry too to try to prove the Bible wrong and can't. Can't dispute it. Don't know a lick of the Bible. Read a few scriptures here and there. Heard a few things. Went on a few channels. And you think you know some. And then you want to turn around and say the Bible ain't real. You sound like a fool when somebody who knows the Bible can point the scriptures out. And I ain't doing this to showboat. Nobody's doing that on, on the side of Christ. We're trying to do it to free you from the ignorance that the spirit of error, which is the antichrist spirit of Satan, that has come upon you, shedding lies and speaking lies and hypocrisy, like 1 Timothy 4 tells us, is trying to reveal that these things are not true. You gotta be wanting to hear it. No, nobody wanna hear it. They wanna stay in the world. They too busy trying to get the groove on. They too busy trying to hear what somebody else talking about. They too busy trying to hold grudges. This is why we are losing the battle. Titus chapter one, verse 16 says, they profess that they know God, but in the works they deny him. Being abominable, being abominable, abominable. God, that doesn't sound right. Abominable, okay and disobedient and unto every good work they're reprobate but speak the things which become sound doctrine 
this is why you have to study to show yourselves approved. People, people are going to say you don't know what you're talking about. Just like the Cretans or the Cretans. One of themselves, even a prophet of their own, said the Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, slow bellies. This witness is true. Wherefore, rebuke them sharply that they may be sound in the faith, not giving heed to what? Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. Unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto those who are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. They profess that they know God, but in works they deny him, being abominable and disobedient, and unto every good work reprobate. Just told you that when I just read it to you and the other scripture just now. Now, getting back to business. You see how this stuff works? These beings, these demons, when they come straight down into your brain through this fiery signal, fiery darts, they are vibrating in the sound. They travel through the waves, the airwaves, the sound waves. They travel, and they had it was the best way to use it through technology. What is that? Who controls the news? They do. They meaning the, the agency or the kingdom of Satan. He's the prince of the power of the air or airwaves. Y'all are being mind controlled through all kinds of ways, conditioned in all kinds of ways. You're given fables and doctrines of devils, seducing spirits. This is why the world is the way it is. They live in sin. They have Isaiah 520 out here. They've made good, evil, and evil good, light, dark, and dark light, sweet, bitter, and bittersweet. They reversed the polarity of what is right and versus what is wrong. It's gotten to the point where the devil has made evil look fair seeming and he's made good look bad. So this is why everybody's hating on Christians now. Why people think Christians are such terrible people. How they're always talking about somebody going to hell and condemning. If they're doing it right, they shouldn't come to you condemning you, brothers and sisters. They should come to you with love to tell you who the good news, what the good news is, which is the gospel and who Jesus Christ is and how he came to, to save you from your sins so that you may be with him and have eternal life. We have to talk about these things because we have to expose the evil works of darkness. But we shouldn't come with a condemn, condemning mind. But there are people out here who are running the streets mature. They're supposed to be grown folks now. If you're going to be about the LGBTQ, okay, I'm going to give you this one. If you are about supporting the gay rights of others, you don't go around parading in the street half naked. That's immature. That's foolishness. That's, that, that's, that's, that's filthiness. Just because you're gay don't mean you got to act a fool. Just like because you're straight don't mean you got to act a fool. You represent things with, with, with mature conduct. Like I said, I know people that are gay, but they're not out here acting like that. They're not out here trying to, to uh, accomplish an agenda. I see grown people in these LGBTQs out here, faces all painted up. They're out here doing sexual perverse acts, half naked. You know, bending over, twerking, acting a fool and talking about they in love. Ain't nothing loving about none of that. All that stuff is lust, it's perversion, and it's of the spirit of the Antichrist. Because the moment you say something about Jesus, they got a different type of Jesus. The Bible t tells you and preaches against having any other Jesus than the one, that tr the one true Jesus. See, you read your Bible, you know this. 
You should be able to stand firm in the word of God, putting on the breastplate of righteousness like you heard me read in Ephesians. This is how you combat against evil in both the physical and the spiritual world. Because we wrestle not against the flesh and blood, which is physical, but against the principalities and the powers. That's in Ephesians 6, 12. Read Ephesians, baby. Read all of it, but read, verse, read chapter 6 tonight for those of you. I'm giving you the gems. I still ain't even got through all what I need to get through. You know why? Because this is some powerful stuff. And we talking about Cat Williams. And I'm using him as the anchor because he's the mouthpiece. He broke the matrix. You know how he broke the matrix? Because in the spirit world, he was given the key to unlock the internet, which is the matrix. He was able to reach a whole bunch of people through the internet. How is it that we all can play a video? If I would right now were to upload myself online through YouTube, millions millions of you could look at me right now at the same time that's how you can be in all places at once if you are the kingdom of darkness <laughs> yo man the holy spirit is telling me some stuff tonight man hold on man you want to know how this devil can make copies of himself through the internet through the news what are we doing we're playing clips of what he said over and over and over that's how you can be in all places at one time through signal, frequency, tell eyes to your vision, tell eyes to your ears, radio, transmissions. It's how they're able to make copies of themselves and play it to everybody. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, 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 yo, <laughs> this is wide open. Family, we're coming right back. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. All right, all right, family, we are back. Now, you want to hear something. You don't know this. and You won't know it until I tell you. I had just did another segment for you all to hear. I got 30 minutes into it. And do you know, just out of the blue, it went bad and I couldn't recuperate it? That lets you know I'm telling you guys the truth. Look, the kingdom of darkness doesn't want you guys to hear what I've been telling you. But guess what? Because of the protection and of the righteousness of Yah, it's going to be finished. We're not going to let nothing this devil is doing distract us or detract us or deter us from what we are here to do. And let's get this message out. Now, I said a lot. And if it's Yah's will, I hope that he can give it to me. And I say even more than I said the last time before it got taken away by Satan. 
trying to prevent his exposure. <laughs> and I want you all to know because the reason why he doesn't want me to finish this is because so many of you are going to hear this. And this is going to detract people from him. And it's going to start making a lot of you think more deeply and in depth about the spirit and how it works and knowing who Yah is and who's in control and how this devil is. We have to expose the fruits, the unfruitful works of evil, as Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11 through 13 tells us. And if I got to do it again, so be it. I'm all for it. Yah is giving me the strength tonight to finish this strong. So ain't nothing wrong coming over here. Say you about to get rebuked and slapped with the Jesus hand. Boy, if I was you, I wouldn't step no further. Unless you want your face to burn off. <laughs> so check it out, family. We're talking about Cat Williams. What I've been saying, I want you all to stay in the spirit. I want you to get out of your feelings and out of your own knowledge and your own standards of what you think. And all I want you to do is learn and discern. That's it. Keep that in mind. Learn and discern. Because that's what we're here to do. So we did go through some things. Unfortunately, that has been, uh, that portion of the show has been, supernaturally erased usually i can recuperate such things this time i couldn't and i i, I now know I'm, I'm doing the right thing because this is oh man this is so much but it's so worth it and hey this is all a part of my faith this is all a part of my fiery test my trials see what i was trying to say to you all when you understand these fiery trials these darts that are thrown at you that Ephesians chapter 6 talks about that we would experience as a trial in 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 12 these are the things to be mindful of let's go over them again just to make sure I cover it see this devil ain't gonna make me stop nothing this word of God is powerful and he don't want you to get it <laughs> well guess what you picked the right one to try because uh, Yahuwah is gonna be my, my God I'm going to show you something, family, in 1 Peter chapter 4. If you got a Bible near you or you're on the Internet and you're able to listen to this same time or whatever, turn with me, if you will, in your Bibles in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 12. Now, I, I may have read this in the last one, but I got to do it again because you can never have too much scripture. There's never too much Yah. Can't get enough of Yah. Okay, we only know in part. We need it all. We want it all. Now, 1 Peter chapter 4 says this, fam. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, which is to try you. As though some strange thing happened unto you. Verse 13. But rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. That's right. Amen to that one. Verse 14. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the spirit of God of glory rests upon you. On their part, he is evil, spoken of. But on your part, he is glorified. But verse 15. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. In other words, don't be nosy. Yet, if any man suffers as a Christian or a Mashiachan, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on, his, on this behalf. That's what I'm talking about. Now, so some of your Bibles to show Christian because Christian is in 1 Peter 4, uh, verse 14. I mean, verse 15. 
once and it's twice in the book of Acts with the translations that is of course it would say in the Old Testament I mean of course it would say in the Hebrew Mashiach or Nazarene or something of that nature but family this is what I'm talking about you saw what I said what was the first part of that verse 12 beloved thinking not strange concerning the fiery trial why is it a fiery trial well Ephesians chapter 6 will tell us this Ephesians chapter 6 verse 14 says stand therefore having your loins girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness verse 15 and your feet shod with the preparation of the of the gospel of peace here it is right here verse 16 above all taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked verse 17 and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit. What is the sword of the spirit? Which is what it says right here, which is the word of God. That's how you deal with these entities. That's how you deal with these beings. This leprechaun, this cat Williams. Hear what I'm saying? He's a part of the matrix. Hear what I'm saying? This is not about physical consensus. This is about spiritual information you can't think like a human right now you got to learn and discern listen you'll get the why later these programs while you're on your path right they are moving on sound waves they travel straight down into your brain and they implant themselves into you they are vibrating in the sound you open a center in the fifth dimension or the fifth octave to the realm of the leprechauns you are exposed to these demons family when you see them on your television or hear them on your radio, home a radio, like El Cuche. So you have the legions of demons, legions is in thousands, coming through, right? Yes. And comes beings that can affect your life. That's how a leprechaun, quote unquote, walks in you. And did you know something? They are also called star walkers, skywalkers, travelers. I want you to take a look at the cover of this podcast. What do you see? You see a Freemason showing you all these different signs of the occult. Satanic symbols. He's a Mason. He's a warlock. Guess what else? To go with what I just said. Do you know Masons are called travelers? <laughs> They're called traveling men. That's a code. What did I just tell you that these entities are called? These entities are called Starwalkers, Skywalkers, Travelers. Now, in case you are confused, go back to Ephesians chapter 2. Let's talk about it. How are these beings able to be on the transmissions, the radio waves? Well, who is Satan? Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 says, And you has he quickened who were dead and transgressions and sins. Wherein times past, he walked according to the course of this world. That means that you walked in the past having a worldly nature, being in the flesh, being in an unsaved mind, plugged into the matrix. You get where I'm going with this, right? According to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. You see what I'm saying, family? The prince of the power of the air. Spirits can travel through airwaves, sound waves. They travel through the grid. You're an electromagnetic being. You're a spiritual being. Your body is a vessel. Your body is a computer. 
These beings know how to get into the body when it's exposed. When you have an emotional distress or under a signal, when you're under some type of confusion or when you vibrate on a lower frequency and your emotions, you open yourselves up to these beings and these particular octaves or higher frequencies. It's a higher, lower frequency because they don't vibrate as high as the most high and his angels, but they operate on a higher frequency than you and I, which is still considered a lower frequency bandwidth, meaning they operate in a realm you cannot see. They know exactly when you are exposed, what parts of you are exposed. That's why you always cover yourselves. Women, the reason why we say, the Bible says, that you are supposed to cover yourselves, and I'm going to get on the men too, it's because you are a precious being of God who represents him. He's a holy God. He's a sanctified God. Okay? When you expose your vulnerable parts, your breasts, your butt, you cause a man to fall and to, to lust, to stumble. You don't realize it. Even if you are those who say you love Jesus and you're walking with y'all, you cannot be having the tight britches on, family. You can't be rocking if you have a big breast chest or big breasted or whatever. You got to watch this stuff, family. You got to watch the tightness. You got to watch the jiggle. You women is doing that. You, you're going to have to be told through the Bible. This is acts of sexual immorality. Men can't be walking around here flexing. You can't be walking around here with your Levi's on tighten everything. You know what I'm saying? Now, because this is why the Bible says you are to marry. Man is to have a woman. Woman is to have a man. One person you can call your own. The Bible encourages you to make love with your wife, with your husband all the time. You ought to play with the woman's breast, fellas. I know you like that part. I've read it to you before in Proverbs 5.19. Let me read it again. It's okay. It's it's spiritually legal when you do it the right way. But when you got all this other stuff going on outside, adultery, fornication, pornography, and you're out here flirting with other people outside of your marriage, these things are a debauchery to God. These things are foolishness. These things are satanic. This is what invites demons in your life. Jezebels and Ahab spirits into your, into your household. You're inviting these beings through your sinful acts. Proverbs 5.19 says, Let her be as a loving hind and pleasant roe. Let her breast satisfy you at all times and be you ravished always with her love. So the Bible encourages a man to play with a woman's breast, to suckle or whatever you guys do in the privacy of your home as husband and wife. When you're out in public, you have to carry yourself and conduct yourself in a biblical, holy way. Your woman shouldn't be having all her breasts exposed, her hind pots exposed. Now, if she's well endowed and stuff, those things are going to penetrate through certain clothing. However, you don't make it easier for another man to look at you ladies, to lust after you, to cause them to stumble and fall. That's not only disrespectful to your husband, it's disrespectful to you. It's also disrespectful to the man that's causing you. And this is why a lot of women get caught up in certain things. Y'all play hard to get, you flirt with men, you wear certain outfits, you give these guys the impression that you're easy or that you, you want it just as much as they do. And then, of course, they catch you alone to get a little drink in them or they got it already in them to be that kind of guy. Then they try to force it and then they try to rape you if they don't succeed in raping you. Then you have the other kind that will have consensual sex, but then the woman decides somewhere along the line she wants to stop, don't want to go any further. Or the man, he's into it. 
He's gonna play. He's thinking, oh, you're just playing hard to get. You're going to get this tonight, whether you want to give it to me or not. Next thing you know, you're saying no, which means no, but he's still going. Now it's rape. You put yourselves in certain situations, taking certain risks, but then you want justice when <laughs> to be served when you feel violated. And the same goes for the men. So not to get off subject here, family, this is what we have to be mindful of and why we have to be at all times mindful of how we talk, how we act, what we say. And this is why we have to stay in the word every day to build ourselves according to the word, not because we want to do what we want to do, how we want to do it, serve God the way we want to serve him and when we want to serve him. You can't serve two masters, fam. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm having some deja vu right now because I didn't already said all this. Y'all just don't know it. <laughs> that devil tried to wreck me just now. Anyway, vibrations. That's why we say the spoken word, the written word. When in the beginning, Genesis chapter one, the word is the spoken word. When God said, let there be light, there was light. God's words do not go out and return to him void as Isaiah 55, 11 tells us. Right? We had this conversation earlier. We're going to have it again. And again, Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. So God's saying, don't nothing um, not get done. When I speak it, it happens. When I move, things move. When I say do this, it does it. When I say stop, it stops. That's power. Vibrations. He is not only the the word, but he's the spoken word. He's the written word. The Bible was written about him. The volume of the Bible is about him. Hebrews 10, 7. Psalms chapter 40, verse 7. John chapter 1, verse 1 says, In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then if you skip down to 14, in verse 14 was the word made flesh, which is Jesus Christ. That means God put himself in the flesh and called his flesh the son because the son had to be born. And this notion about, yeah, he had to have a seed. No, he didn't have to have a seed. He, it's called the seed of, or the house of David because of the bloodline that Mary's mother was in, which is through the house of David. The seed came through that way, not the seed that created Jesus. Women can't have a child without a man's seed. It's called parthenogenesis. Look it up. It's a real thing. It's not a fake word or, or placebo or pseudo. Okay. It comes from the Greek word parthenos, partheno, meaning virgin. Parthenogenesis means childbirth. A virgin childbirth. All right. These things are real. It's scientific. Look it up, family. So his immaculate conception was immaculate because God placed his spirit in the mother Mary and she had her own child without the seed of a man. But going through the house of David, because if he had had a seed of any other man, he would have came out sinful. Why? Because the bloodline was tainted. If it was a seed of a man. So y'all got to understand, man, know what you're talking about. I've heard some fools saying this stuff. And yeah, I said it. Fools. Because the Bible says otherwise. You don't believe in the Bible. You're a fool. Now, I'm not saying you're a fool for those of you who don't believe in the Bible. What I'm saying is if you are someone who talks like you know the Bible, but you don't believe in the Bible, that makes you a fool. Anybody that's not sure yet or, or, or is trying to find their way, I wouldn't dare call you a fool. Because you have... You have some ways to go before you, you, you can 
know for sure what it is that you believe in. And I understand that. The Lord understands that. That's why he gives you time. But just know this. Time is not always on your side. We're living in borrowed time. Off of time. All right. But I wouldn't dare call any of you a fool who are innocently trying to understand the word. For those who claim they know the word but don't know a bit about what they're talking about, don't do no research and ain't doing anything but being agents of Satan in, in the process, they are fools. A fool in the world is wise to God. And one who is wise in the world is a fool to God. So y'all take it for whatever you want to take it for. But that's what it is. Now let's talk about this Cat Williams. Let's get back to our father's business. I want you all to know this is all a part of the same thing we're talking about here. I want you to see how these beings operate. They vibrate on another density wavelength to control you telepathically, family. That's why everything is crazy because of tele telepathic information being sent through by the leprechauns. Because they have thrown everything off. They want your children. Now, what did I say earlier about the LGBTQ? Not everybody in the LGBTQ is like this. But did they not say, we're coming for your kids? You thought that was just them saying it from the flesh? Remember, we wrestle not against flesh and blood family, right? But the principalities of... Listen, let's go to Ephesians. This is why they say that they're coming for your kids. They're not lying. They're telling you the truth. You know why? Because these people are vessels for the real enemies that are speaking through them. Some of them are hybrids. Okay? They're already the seed of Satan. But others or the spiritual entities that have taken over vessels who aren't protected by Yah because they don't have the Holy Spirit and they're not believers in Christ. I am going to show you the power of the word tonight, family. You're going to see it in this research. And I'm talking about stuff that, this stuff that I'm giving y'all about Cat Williams is 16 to 12 years old, from 2008 to 2012. But I'm also giving you information that's relevant that's today. Now, in order to go forward, we have to count backwards. Isn't that something? Because from 2008 to 2024, that's 16 years. From 2012 to 2024, that's 12. So there's a four-year period between 2008 and 2012 and a 16 to 12-year period between 2008, 2012 to 2024. Got to do the math on that. And what did I say I was ready to do? I showed you why... You have to be careful because they say that they're coming for your kids. Why do they say that? Ephesians 6.12 tells us why. Ephesians 6.12 says this, family. Let's read verse 11. Put on the whole armor of God that ye, meaning you all, may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. Ain't that funny how this is called the wiles of Hollywood? Verse 12. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Check out the movie They Live. Once again, I'm going to say, check it out. This stuff ties into everything I'm saying. Now the Cat Williams, the leprechaun says, they want your children. The LGBTQ said, we want your children. Do you know who's operating through your children? I mean, do you know who's operating through the people who's saying they want your children? It's the same spirit. It's the same antichrist spirits. It's the same beings. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Don't get mad at the flesh of these people. 
Look at who's controlling these people as puppets. Who's speaking through them? What spirit do they have in them or upon them? They're not lying when they say that. If you put a statue of Bess, B-E-S, the leprechaun, the deity, in your child's room, you're inviting the leprechaun to come in. The netter, meaning the deity, Bess, is a symbol of child molestation. Did you know that? Why do I say that? Because a statue of Bess has an erect phallus, which is a penis, attached to it. And then it's he's naked on top of that. Nakedness is a representation of shame. That's why God says to put on your garments. That's why I say what I said about the ladies earlier and the men. Because Adam and Eve, for instance, when they ate from the tree of knowledge they were forbidden to eat from, what did they end up doing when their eye became open? They sewn themselves fig leaves to cover up themselves because they realized they were naked. When their nakedness was beautiful because they were under spiritual, they had a spiritual garment on, which means they more than likely were shown and shining in light. But when they fell from grace, when they came down from heaven, they became mortal. Then they looked at themselves and they were shameful. So that is why I'm saying what I'm saying. So these people, these demons, these best leprechauns, these Cat Williams, these people that are hiding behind the flesh, y'all keep thinking these guys are so innocent. These people are Masonic. Look at the cover again. Listen to what I'm telling you. Listen to every word I'm telling you. Go with with me in the scriptures as, as we talk. Because you are getting Holy Ghost gems tonight. I promise you. The leprechaun is the size of a little child, is he not? Even a child would think of him as a child or think he's a child. Do you follow what I'm saying, family? He would put his trust in the leprechaun, your child, and take advantage of your child, the leprechaun will. You think these beings are children? When you see them, have you ever heard your child say to you all, it's a little man under my bed. Now, some of you think that's cute. Some of you think, oh, he has an imagination. I grew up as a child, the only child. So, yeah, what you would call my imagination was broad. But let me tell you something. I actually saw these beings. I had an imaginary being that people called imaginary. It wasn't imaginary to me. I saw him. He would move things. My mom would think I did it. I'd fix plates at the table for him. I even gave him a name, George. And you know what's funny about that? There was a movie that came out in 1989 or 90 called Drop Dead Fred. Same type of thing. Same storyline. If you check it out, if you will. It was about a woman who had an imaginary friend when she was a child. But she was forced to go ahead and forget about him. And so years went by, she grew up. And she ended up running back into him again. Something that opened her mind back up. And she ended up uh, going through one of her childhood things. And she opened up the thing and he came out. And she thought he was just an, a figment of her imagination because her parents kept drilling that in her head that she wasn't really seeing that, that that was all in her mind. A lot of you parents need to start listening to your children. Stop saying that to them that they're free, uh, that their things are fictitious and they're making it up. Your child is gifted at that age. They're more vulnerable and innocent, so they're open to the spirit world. Even if you don't believe it, or even if it is their imagination, still listen to them and talk to them. See, I wish I had that opportunity. 
Because if I had children, I would tell my children these things. Get them right in Christ. Get them prepared spiritually. Now, you don't get them baptized until they're old enough to know Christ and know who Christ is. And you want them to come to, him, to Christ on their own. Baptizing them at a very young age is not going to help them out because they don't know what their salvation is for. But you still teach them these things. And you still teach them how to deal with the ways of the world and the wiles of the devil. So please take advantage and listen to your kids. I was the only child growing up, so I get it. And I wish that I had children to be able to do that. Now, y'all had other plans, and, and, and I'm, I'm okay with that now. But um, listen to your children. Some of you don't belong in being parents, and I, I don't care if you take that wrong. Some of you, you, Some of you take better care of yourselves than you do your kids. Some of you don't even pay your kids no mind. To those type of parents, I would say you don't need to be a parent. And to those who you who love your children and put them first and take care of them, kudos to you. They're precious. They're trophies given to you by God himself. That's why he urges you to be like the children, for they are the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Anyone that does harm to them, it would be better for them to tie, tie a millstone around their neck and throw themselves into the sea. That's what the Bible says. That's what Jesus himself says. So... Why would you want to do harm to a child? Why would you want to corrupt their mind? They're so innocent. And this is why the dark one wants your children. So he can corrupt them. Recreate and fabricate them in a way he wants them to be made in his image of likeness. He wants to take their innocence away from them. That's why you have to protect them from perverts and things like that. Because you got a lot of these type of beings out here, family. So, the leprechaun. He is the size of a child, but he's not a child. He is a demonic being that's covering himself into the guise of a leprechaun or a magical being. Okay? Listen to your children when they tell you there's an entity in the closet or there's an entity under the bed. And I'm going to tell you something about this closet thing with this Cat Williams thing. Because it may be a leprechaun hiding under the bed. They come through the closet door. I know. Because when I was a child, I saw Entity come out of my closet. And I'm a grown man well in my 40s. So I know children aren't lying when they make that stuff up. Especially when you listen to their stories and listen to the detail of things. Pay attention. You need to anoint your house too. You need to also get right with Christ. That's the only way you keep these beings out of your house. Get the get rid of these graven images a lot of you have. Some of you have these statues lying around your house. Oh, because it's ancient or ancestral lineage or relics. Oh, this and that. Oh, that just looks good. You got to understand these demons can hide in statues. The Bible says not to have graven images of anything in your house. Not even a picture of Jesus because it's a graven image. You knew your table. If you knew your Ten Commandments, you would know that. Some of you know it, but you just still want to do your own thing. You're disobedient and rebellious. And rebellion is a form of witchcraft, according to 1 Samuel. The book of 1 Samuel. So this is why I say, you can be disobedient, but there's consequences behind it. You're going to allow the evil one into your home. That's why you don't invite a vampire in your house. They have to come in through permission. They need you to be in a covenant or in agreement with them in order for them to have a legal right in your life in order to operate. And some of you will hear this and still will not take heed to it because whatever reason you want to do things your way but you can't tell y'all on the day of judgment I didn't know you can't lie in his presence 
Some of you just like the decorations and don't think there's no harm in it. If the Bible say don't have it, it's telling you for a spiritual reason. It's not just y'all don't want you to have other things. He ain't no petty God. He's telling you things that you don't understand spiritually. He's giving you the written, the spiritual law right here called the Bible. If you just study it and read it every day, you'll learn what he tells you. And if you ask for his spirit and obey him, he'll give you a spirit so that he can reveal these things to you in knowledge. It's bigger than what you think, humans. It's bigger than what any of us think. Now, getting back to this. Listen to you kids. Now, these beings, they come through the closet door in the child's room. That's right. Now, the closet door is also a back door. I don't know if y'all knew that. Look at the word closet. Now, we about to have a play on wordplay. Remember I told you all throughout this podcast, listen to everything I'm saying. Listen, listen, listen. Learn and discern. Get your personal feelings out of it. Get your what you think out of it. This is for you to listen. I'll give you all the whys to the end of the show. This is why I want you to understand who Cat Williams is and what you're looking at. Look at the word closet. Break it down. C-O-L-O hyphenated. C-O-L-O hyphen set. It's really saying closed set. Now, what is a closed set? Did you know a sex scene is a closed set? The leprechaun Cat Williams made references to R. Kelly coming out of the closet in his show years ago, family. I don't know if you remember that. Now, you have been exposed. Ask yourself why Cat Williams hates Michael Jackson. He said Michael Jackson is a child molester. He's only talking about himself. How do Cat Williams know that Michael Jackson was a child molester? I'll tell you how. Because he saw himself in Michael Jackson. That's how. And for those of you that say, oh, I'm reaching. Oh, no, I'm teaching. <laughs> you, you're learning. Let me tell you something. When you look at Bow Wow and Bow Wow's house, it's no coincidence that he said Lil Bow Wow, who was raped by his bodyguard back in the day. Do you see what I'm saying to you, family? That's what happened to Cat Williams when he was a child. The leprechauns speak only what they know. Even the rapper Bow Wow is a leprechaun in the hood. Are you sure you want to leave your child with a little Bow Wow? The word Bow, if you think about it, I want you to look this, look look into the, I want you to do this. The word bow is spelled exactly like the word bow, meaning to bend over. Yes. This is what happened when you put bows in your hair. The leprechauns are made into little girls in the prison system. Now, y'all might be laughing, but this is true. They say you only get raped if you talk too much. This is what happens to all snitches and tattletales. Did you listen to my, when you go back to my song, Mind Elevation, I start off the verse talking about snitches get ditches dug in they mug. Do you know what mug I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about the head, yes, but I'm also talking about the butt. Because people either get killed for snitching or they get raped. Now, is that a coincidence? I'm giving you information that comes back 
16 to 12 years. But I'm showing you how it's brought up to being relevant in today, what's going on. So you can know who you're looking at and what you're talking about. You can decipher the truth. The Holy Spirit wants me to tell you these things, man. We are using scriptures to show you the very things that this Bible has been saying. That's how powerful y'all is. And y'all, some of y'all just don't want to get it. Some of you do. Some of you will. Now I want you to understand something. That's that's what happens to all snitches and tattletales. The pretty cats, meaning the pretty boys, are the B-I-T-C-H-E-S's. I'm not trying to cuss no more, so you just have to know what that means. B-I-T-C-H, you know what that spells. They are the B-I-T-C-H-E-S's. Now, I have cussed recently, just to get off subject real quick. I did allow myself to get... Uh, upset over a situation but I did rebuke and repent of it since then and you know that's why I read to you all Ephesians chapter 4 verse 29 where it says let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth but that which is good to use of edifying that it may minister grace unto the hearers and why did I cuss in the first place because I got angry So if I go back a few verses in Ephesians 4 to verse 26 and 27 this is what I should have went by Be ye angry and sin not, which I did sin. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. That's how the devil gets in. He gets in through some type of agreement. When sin is committed and it's not repented, that's his, that's that's when it's his cue. He says, oh, the doorway is open. That signal can be penetrated now. We can get in. We can go back door. That's why sin waits at the door, waiting for you to do something. That's why you got got to be careful about your feelings. You got to be disciplined. You got to be in Christ Jesus. Because according to Genesis chapter 4, verse 6 and 7, this is what it says. And Yahuwah, meaning the Lord, said to Cain, Why are you wroth? And why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, shall you not be accepted? And if you do not well, sin lies at the door, and unto you shall he, and unto you shall be his desire, and you shall rule over him. See what I'm saying? Sin has his way with you, waiting for you at the door when you do something you got no business. That's why I say these things. Nothing is coincidence, family. Nothing is coincidence. Nothing. So, this is what I want you to understand. The leprechaun Cat Williams has become a victim of his own circumstance. What you do to others will be unto you. That's why Yah tells us to do unto others as you have them do unto you. It's not just being petty. It's a spiritual conduct of how you're supposed to do things. Because if you don't, there's consequences that you do not have no clue. You are bringing curses upon yourself when you do things that you have no business doing. The Bible says if you know you ought to do something but don't do it, that's a sin. Sin means to miss your mark. It also means to be rebellious. Rebellion is a form of what? Witchcraft. All these things work uh, synonymously with the devil. Let me show you something here. The leprechauns created this system, this harlot system that we have that the Bible speaks of. But guess what? Did you know the leprechauns are also called the enchantress? 
What do you think I've been telling you about the deity Bess and Boss, B-E-S and B-A-S? See, the, these beings are shapeshifters. They can take female or male forms. They have no gender. This is why the LGBTQ, those who are acting immature, not people who are just gay, but people who are acting immature, are speaking specifically about the immature people and the LGBTQ. Why do they have to parade around half naked and do sexual perverse dances and show themselves in a way that's very uh, filthy and provocative to people? Why do they do that? Because they are being controlled by a spirit of the Enchantress. You guys should know this. I talked about it in the uh, Kingdom of Darkness podcast I did. Tie that in with this podcast and you'll have even more knowledge. Why do you think they say we want your children? Because it's the spirit of boss or best that's talking through them. It's the spiritual wickedness in high places. It is the principalities that's talking through them. When they got hit with the fiery darts, that's the transgressions of sin. They were hit by with the signal. Now listen to this. The enchantress spirit is the reason why these people act that way. Again, refer back to the podcast kingdom of darkness I tell you all this stuff so the leprechaun created this system known as the harlot system to make you into a cat man what are you looking at ladies when you look around ladies do you see any real men these days ask yourself why are the men so sweet switching wearing outfits that women should be wearing talking to other men like they're talking to a woman what's going on did you ever notice there's an overwhelming rate of that happening now in all cultures? Men rocking purses and dresses, putting on lipstick. And some of you women are supportive of that. Somebody, he was born that way. He's a nice guy. I ain't got nothing to do with how nice he is. Is that natural according to the Bible? See, nobody wants to hear this. This sounds like a hate of course, people of the world will say that. Nobody's hating on nobody. I got friends that's homosexuals. I got family members that's all. I love them very much. I treat them just like I would anybody else. So, so, so miss me with all that hate stuff. You're just in your feelings, and I told you not to be. The reason why I'm telling you this is because those of you that's putting the Cat Williams and all these other celebrities on a pedestal, thinking they're system busters and they were really exposing people, they really weren't. I'm going to help show you that today. So I'm not here to pick on nothing or nobody. That's not what this is. If you're that immature, then you might need to turn this off a little bit, get yourself together, and then turn it back on when you're ready to hear the truth. Because what we're not going to deal with on this show is people calling somebody out without hearing everything somebody has to say. I talk about any and everybody, and you guys know when it comes to sinful acts and and everything like that. I put myself out there first. I just said while I was giving you uh, the reasons why I spell out B-I-T-C-H-C-H-E-S is because I'm not trying to cuss. And I just had to stop to tell you something personal that happened in my life that you didn't need to know about. Just to let you know, I'm willing to still put the truth out there that I'm no better than anybody else. So let that settle in for a little bit. Now, let's get back to business because we're wasting time. Well, I'm wasting time, shall I say on certain things. So yes, the system that these leprechauns created is made us, well, I say us, but not me. I'm saying us as in the humans. This made certain men into cat man. Remember the word cat. 
This is all about Cat Williams, but it's also about cats too. And I'm showing you why. Now, look at the word cat man. Spell it. C-A-T and then the word man. M-A-N. But if you spell it with a K, K-A-T hyphenated and make the word man. K-A-T hyphen man. That's cat man, right? Do you know what you're phonetically saying, family? Through the sound of the pronunciation of cat man, you're saying cadmon. Catman. K-A-D. K-A-D-M-O-N. Catman. Catman is a Hebrew word. And it means up front. It also is referring to Adam. Catman Zakar or Adam Zakar, I mean one who remembers. But Catman means up front. The Garden of Eden was sort of looked upon as a laboratory where the Catman or Catman was created. And the garden, some of these beings will look at as a penitentiary where boys are made into girls. It's the parallel because in the Garden of Eden, Adam was put to sleep by God and take his rib. God took a rib from him and made Eve. That's why she's called the womb man, because she came from Adam's rib and made his equal and his help me. So in the reverse parallel of Satan, the Garden of Eden would be a penitentiary. Because the Garden of Eden is called paradise. Where was paradise before it went to heaven? Before Jesus died on the cross and rose three days later, he went down into hell where the Old Testament prophets and all were, which was in paradise. Did you know the Garden of Eden was down there? Yes. And the Bible proves that. (laughs) But we're not here to talk about that. But it was in the same place as hell also. But it was separated by a wall. So no one can come from the side of punishment to the side of everlasting paradise. And no one can come from the ever side of everlasting paradise into everlasting contemporary punishment. Read Lazarus and the blind man. I mean, Lazarus and the story of Lazarus. Now, what I'm trying to tell you is this. When Jesus died and he ascended and was glorified, he took the saints from out of the paradise in the bottom and he took them up with him to heaven. Because before that, no one was allowed into heaven. That's why Jesus is our advocate. We can't get to the Father but by him. And when he fulfilled the prophecy through his dying and resurrection, well, now we can go to heaven directly because he's the gate. He's the doorway that we must enter. Why am I saying this? Because in a penitentiary, it's nothing but hell in there. You're locked up in a cage. And where men are turned into girls because of homosexuality, they're getting pumped. They're getting, you know, pumped in their butt. Just to put it plainly. So that's why they look at the Garden of Eden as a penitentiary. Because it parallels to what actually happened versus one thing that was good versus another thing that was bad. Now, why am I saying this? Keep in mind, this is all about Cat Williams and being a leprechaun family. I'm saying this because the garden is a penitentiary where boys are made into girls. The leprechaun was the serpent in the garden who tricked Catman or Adam or Catman into an experiment. Now, when he became, fell asleep, Eve was born. So in this case, it's been looked upon as the Catman was changed into a woman. In this case, a Catwoman who was also known as Kitty Cat or Kitten. 
They act like little kittens and they get into everything. The word kitten, K-I-T-T-E-N family, is phonetically kidding. K-I-D as in dog. K-I-D-D-I-N-G. Like you say, oh, I'm kidding. But doesn't it sound like the word kitten? Why am I doing this? Because I'm showing you how witchcraft works. I'm showing you how the spirit world works. I'm showing you how words, play on words, is really what keeps you all asleep. You got to be able to break the matrix illusions and hear what's really being said to you because they have the truth in plain sight. This is what they call the list of commands, the casting spells on y'all. But understand how the dark side thinks, man. They're putting a veil over people. But when you have the most high in you, you have the light of Christ. He reveals all things. He leads you into all truth. Nothing can be hidden from him. All things are revealed. That's why I'm sharing this. This is why it has to be exposed. As you saw me read in Ephesians 5, 11 through 13. So the word kitten sounds like the word kidding. And if you take the G off of it, it's kitten. See, phonetically, it sounds the same. And I'm going to show you why I'm saying this. Because all this stuff, it, it's, it's got a purpose. We're not just talking out of our butt here. The Kit Kat logo. Kit Kat. Keep in mind. Listen to every word I'm saying. Listen. Listen to everything. The Kit Kat logo family. Spoken backwards. When you say Kit Kat is tactic. Tactic. Kit Kat tactics. Spell it backwards and say it backwards. It's tactic. Like your tactics. What is a tactic? What tactic did the leprechaun use against you? Making you think that he didn't exist. I know you don't believe in leprechauns. But you will. The letter K is the 11th letter of the alphabet. The double K, right? Or the tribe of Cain. Now, why am I saying that? The name Cain means possession. Yeah. This is who was Cain in the movie, as I talked about earlier, Poltergeist. The old man who was walking and singing, who was responsible for all the spiritual activity going on in the first place. And he wanted Caroline because he wanted her energy to lead us into the light. He didn't want her to light. He wanted to, he wanted to rape her. He wanted to take her energy. He was a satanic being. He was demonic. His name was Cain. How ironic and coincidental that the name Cain means possession. If you understand the Tubal Cain sign, which you see in movies like Supernatural, which is a super uh, series, one of my all-time favorite series, you understand these things. But you have to understand the Tubal Cain is in your Bible. It's also in Revelation chapter 17, verse 11. Now, Cain means possession, and the name Canaan means to take hold of. Check this out. The leprechaun, Quantum Leap. Now, you've heard me say Quantum Leap. Remember the show Quantum Leap with Scott Bakula, where he could jump from one body to the next throughout time? What do you think I just said about the leprechauns going back door? They're called what? Skywalkers, Star Walkers. They're called travelers. What else are they able to do? They're called walk-ins or crawl-ins. Remember I said that. They understand the humanoid body and everything 
and can get, they have the keys, they're the key masters or the master key. They can get in through all the back door entries. Remember I said that. All right. The leprechaun quantum leaped into Cain to kill his brother Abel. You can see the word leper in the word leprechaun or leprechaun. Hence, the leprechauns come from the Canis Major. Get it? Canis Major or Canon or Canon Major. Let me show you something. I'm putting it together. This is all research, family. This is all spiritual stuff. The Kit Kat logo also say backwards, take it. Kit Kat, look at it when you spell it. All you have to do is remove the last K in the beginning of Kit when you say it backwards and it spells take it. They believe in taking what they want. This is some real stuff I'm telling y'all and I'm giving you scriptures and everything to go with it. I want you to understand the esoteric and the, the dark occult. I want you to understand when you look at Cat Williams, what you're really looking at. Notice I said what you're looking at, not who you're looking at. Everything, what it appears to be in the flesh. You got to look and discern past the flesh. Look at my cover again and what I'm showing you. Listen to what I'm telling you tonight and then go with the scriptures of what Yah is telling you. Stop being so quick to think that somebody who's talking about people is breaking the system. They're doing enough to make, they're lowering you and building, they're gaining your trust. You're missing what they're doing. They're playing a magician's trick on y'all, man. You're being lured and tranced into, <laughs> Lord have mercy. Lord help them. Help me, Lord. <sighs> when you look at the word Kit Kat, the logo also says backwards, take it, right? They believe in taking what they want simply. Now, Cat Williams takes away the innocence from a child. Now, I haven't accused him, per se, but I haven't also taken him off the hook. Just like I said earlier, what was he doing getting beat up by a seventh grader or eighth grader, whatever? Why was he hanging out at the school? Why is that important, you say? When you get snippets of things, it's to paint a picture. Sometimes that picture is often, oftenly, it's it's not what it appears to be. Sometimes it gives people the wrong um, preconceived notion of something. It's made to look a certain way, even if that's not what it really is. And then it's sometimes telling you the truth without saying anything because the picture is worth a thousand words. They're trying to hint to you who these people are without telling you. All you got to do is follow the track, look at their patterns, and you know them by their fruit. Now, you got to look at who or what's talking behind the flesh. Okay, this is what I'm trying to get you to see. I'm trying to get you to have spiritual eyes and ears tonight. Not your five, not your normal five cents standard uh, re, uh, um, reasoning. This is not for humans. This is for spiritual beings tonight to listen to. I want you to hear this, family. They believe in taking what they want simply because how demonic they are. They like to steal the innocence from a child. Hence, this is why they say they want your children. Look at these different programmers and YouTube videos where these strippers and transvestites are stripping at Lamaze classes or going to schools and dancing in front of kids. No teachers, no authority is stopping it, except people like Christians, real people who are coming in there talking about it. But yet they're the ones distracting and distract. Why is that? 
How is that even normal? Think about it. Let me tell you something about leprechauns. The leprechauns will take you on their craft, their ship, and perform sexual experiments on you. Did you know these leprechauns are also the greys? Oops. <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Why do you think all these beings have similar powers? Similar attributes, personalities. Why do they do the same thing, say the same things? They just come in a different form. Why do you think that is? Could it be because they're the same entities and they're shape-shifting? Hmm. Or they're giving you a telepathic version of what they want you to see to make you more likely, more likely to trust them. You better understand and know your enemy. I just read to you all 1 John chapter 4. Oh, well, maybe I read it and that was the one that got deleted. Let me read 1 John chapter 4. Something tells me I didn't read it in this particular session. Let me show you why I say these things to you all. Then we're going to take another break. And I want you to hear the words that I say and get your life right with Christ. But I, I want you, no, I don't want you to hear that yet. I'm going to play Mind Elevation again. I want you to hear that one. First John, though, before we get into anything else, first John chapter four says this, beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of Elohim, meaning God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus the Christ is come in the flesh is of God. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of the Antichrist, where ye have heard that it should come, and even now already is it in the world. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you, meaning God, that is in the world, than he that is in the world. Excuse me. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. They are of the world. Therefore speak they of the world, and the world hears them. We are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears not us. Hereby know we are the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. See what I'm saying? You got to know how to decipher and discern who you're dealing with. Because they will eventually always tell on themselves. The best way to do that is to get them riled up in Christ. Doesn't take much. <laughs> Doesn't take much. Now, I'm going to show you something. Because so far, I think you all have been with me. I'm going to show you something. And I'm going to tell you something. And I want you all to be open-minded enough to receive what I'm about to give you. It's a gift. It's the same information. It's just going to get a little deeper. When we come back, we're going to close out on this information, family. And then I'm going to give you the whys of why I said all this. So that when you look at this interview, if you so choose to do so, or anything for that matter, you'll be able to see it with a different set of lenses and a spiritual awareness. I'm your boy, J-Rated R. Stay tuned for Mind Elevation. Don't go anywhere. We will return after these messages. Yeah. Uh-huh. Come on. Y'all know what time it is. J-Rated R here. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ring that doorbell. Ring it. Ding. 
matrix. Mind elevation. I'm talking about the thrusting, the concussion, the whatever. Spontaneous combustion. Snitches get ditches dug. Put stitches in their mug. Yeah. A damn monster. The Tonka Man, Superman, Two Can't Sam, Slam Dunker. That'll haunt and haunt you. All the way. Yeah. All day. Murder, murder. Uh. Ding dong. Uh huh. You gon' answer that? Nah. All day. Check it. Ding dong. Answer that. Yeah. That's the entry to your mind, son. To your mind, son. still hanging tight hanging strong man we're probably like in the fifth or the sixth sixth hour i don't know i lost track but this is just to go to show you how good information it's more than just information whenever it comes to the lord you're not just getting informed you're being saved you're getting the truth and this is just a small rendition of that because in order to gain the fullness of this bible you got to study it for yourself you got to read it with an open mind, without having preconceived notions and expectations. You got to want to know the truth. And the only way to do that is to drop all prejudice, all, um, like I said, any, any preconceived notions, things that you already have stored in your mind that you think it may be. And let the Most High talk to you himself out of his book, from his words to you and your soul. Then you can test the spirits. Then you can prove all things. Then you can search the scriptures like it tells you to do. I guarantee you're going to be a changed a changed being. And it's not nothing to do with no church. It's got nothing to do with religion. It has nothing to do with that at all, family. Nothing. Nothing. So, what do you think so far? We're talking about Cat Williams. The secrecies of knowledge. I could have gave this podcast any kind of name, 
but I specifically wanted to shorten it, make it sweet, and to give you something that can be talked about in all aspects in just one title called The Wiles of the Devil. And that's why I capitalized the word wiles, because you got to know what that means and what it consists of and on such a broad scale. And I think we're touching that tonight. If I'm not mistaken, I think we're touching that. Now, I mentioned the tribe of Cain. I told you that Cain means possession. I told you that Canaan means to take hold of. I told you that the leprechauns, they had quantum leaped into Cain to kill his brother Abel. You can see the word leper and the word leprechaun. We went through all of that. But this is what I want to tell you. When you look at the word leprechaun, hence the leprechaun comes from the Canis major or canon major, right? The Kit Kat logo, I also told you when you say it backwards, is the word take it. If you take the K off at the beginning of Kit. They believe in taking what they want, simply because Cat Williams takes away the innocence of a child. Now, family, I want you to understand something. Remember he said Michael Jackson was a child molester. (laughs) I'm going to leave that alone for right now because what I'm about to tell you coming up, it's going to give you a little bit more. Look into. I'm going to help you see something. See with spiritual eyes. You may not... Now, if Yah decides to open your your eyes to see the real, true spiritual plane, hey, he knows when you're ready and when you're not. But be careful for what you ask because you may just get it. So be ready in season and out of season. Remember I was mentioning to you all, the leprechauns would take you on their, their, their craft, their ship, and perform sexual experiments on you. Hence, they're like the grades. The word 11, E-L-E-V-E-N, is another name for a leprechaun. I'm going to show you how I know this. I'm going to show you why. I'm sharing knowledge with you all. Learn and discern. Leprechaun is pronounced as Elven or Alvin or Elvin. You know Alvin and the chipmunks? Well, turn it into El. Elvin. Like the word Ila or Elven. It's Elvin. Now, this refers to the leprechauns as elves. I want you to take out where I'm going with this. This is going to help break into some of y'all's uh, mythological world of elves and fairies and things like that. Leprechauns. Let me show you something. The leprechauns as elves. They have access to the sixth dimension. I don't expect you to understand that. I want you to understand this, though. The sixth letter of the alphabet is F. Count it on your fingers. A, B, C, D, E, F. It's the sixth letter of the alphabet. Or should I say ELF? The acronym for ELF stands for Extremely Low Frequency. Again, Extremely Low Frequency. Let me show you why. If you take the first F, which is the six, the first F, which is six, is for the code. The second F, which is a six, is for the product. The third F, which is a six, is universal. We're talking about barcodes, family.
And I'm going to show you something. Watch this. The first F is for the code again. The second F is for the product. The third F is universal. Hence, FFF is 666. Now, I know you saw that. And that's why I say you'll get this. Now, watch this. This is the mark of the beast, obviously. The beast is a cat man or catman in human form. The F stands for forehead. It says the mark will be in their foreheads. What was the mark on the forehead of Cain? I don't expect you to understand this, but I'm going to tell you something. Do you understand what the German swastika really is? What was the mark or the tubal cane? See, you better understand the mark, the tubal cane. If you look at Facebook, I'm going to help y'all understand this. There's Google right now. I want you to Google Tubal cane symbol. You're going to see the Facebook symbol, which is the F. You're going to see within the F, when you bring it across, it's going to look like two dots where the crossing of the F is for the capital F. But that's really an eight. Why do you think the meta symbol that stands for Facebook is the infinity symbol? Because it's an eight. If you read Revelation 17, 11, you'll see out of the seventh sign comes the eighth. You'll understand what the anchor sign looks like and why it's an anchor. Because it's an F. There's symbolisms you guys have right in plain sight that you don't recognize. The German sign is a swastika. The swastika is a sign for homosexuality. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But you can actually research that and find that out to be true. So, the swastika is a sign for homosexuality. I'm trying to show you why things are the way they are, or one of the ways you can see why they are the way they are. Rather than just reading that it's going to be that way in the end times, let me show you the signs in the spirit world as to why that is. Now, if you're liking what I'm saying and you're interested in the information, thank you so much. Please spread this information and share it with friends and family. Put it on your websites. If you have a podcast, I'd be more than obliged for you to to mention me at least. Let me know you did it so I can mention you. These are the things that we do to operate. Now, I know some people who will literally advertise for other people as long as they're being advertised, which is what you call networking. I know people that listen to me, say they support me, but they don't tell anybody about me. You know what I'm saying? And that's just like the good news of the gospel. The Bible says to spread the gospel, to talk about it, to go to different places and talk about the good news. If you don't spread the gospel, how are you doing the work of God? How are you spreading the kingdom and the glory? How? You're not supposed to keep knowledge for yourself, family. That's selfishness. How else can we save souls if we don't talk to these people and plant seeds it's not up to you to convert them it's what that's that's for the holy spirit to do your job is to simply be an affiliate of the holy spirit for the kingdom of heaven by telling people about it 
Spread the good news. That's why it's called the good news. It's called the gospel or the Basora or the Injil. All these are names for the gospel. Spread it. Talk about who Jesus is. Be proud. Don't show shame. I'm asking you to do the same for me because there's a message in what I say. It's not just about favorite radio or me, J-rated. It's a message uh, to get out to the people. The more you spread my message, the more people are going to learn more about this, the, the information and more about Christ. So help me help us all by doing something simple. Find it in your hearts to talk about it and spread the word, fam. Y'all can spread junk and darkness. You can show somebody pulling their pants down, shaking their hind pots. Y'all y'all send people that in, 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 in their blogs and in their DMs and on the other platforms that you talk on personally, you'll show somebody a link to these things, but when it comes to favorite radio, you ain't sending them links. I don't get it. I don't get it. But that's all right because I'm doing what Yah has told me to do in my heart. Uh, watch my watch my words. I'm doing what Yah has led me to do. Led by the Holy Spirit, He's led me into all forms of truth and still leading me. I don't deserve it, truly. I don't. I'm a sinner. I don't deserve it, but he's having mercy on me and he's, he's showing me these, these things that have to be done through dreams, through synchronicities. He's communicating with me in a volume of ways. I've even had voices in my life before. I told you all that saved my life. So anyway, seek him. Humiliate yourself. No. Have humility. Yes. Seek him through humbling yourself. This beast family, this cat man in human form, the F stands for the forehead, right? This swastika that the Germans have, right? Which was the swastika, which was. Now, you know, what's hidden inside of Cat Williams forehead. He's a homosexual in disguise. <laughs> y'all, y'all don't want to know he's low key. And I'm not saying this to be funny. I'm saying he won't tell you because he's the backdoor guy. I want you to think about something. You'll say, well, he can't be no homosexual. Remember on the, uh, <laughs> if you don't know, look at the, look at the, uh, the Shannon Sharp interview with him that I put in the link. He told them that he didn't want to play a role of a man being pumped in his tail by the dude that came out of jail by uh, what's the boy's name in real life uh, the black guy um, I can't think of his name right now he said he didn't like that role he told Ice Cube and them that's not the material that he had already written he didn't want to play the role of a guy getting pumped in his butt I understand that but some of you say, well, if he, was, if he was gay, wouldn't he like that? Not necessarily, family. People have an image to uphold. Not everybody wants their sexuality to be on front street. You know, what some people like to do is in the privacy of their own home. And they don't want everybody to be all up in their stuff. Okay, so I can respect that. Which, of course, you can't hide from y'all.
because what you do is still going to be brought into the light. But it ain't for everybody and their mama to know about it. So that I can respect. But here's where I'm going with this. As much as that may sound like a reach, I'm saying it for a reason. Because I don't like to. Now, let me put it like this. Whether he's homosexual or not, that is not for me to decipher. But I'm pointing some things out in terms of knowing them by their fruit. See, your language, your body, it can tell us so many things that your mouth is not saying. And whatever your mouth is saying, your body is saying differently. So there's obviously a conflict of interest there. Or somebody isn't being fully or completely honest. But this is why I say you don't play with y'all because be not deceived. God is not to be mocked. The man shall reap what he sows. Not only that, what is hidden will come into the light. All things in the time of the revealing are being revealed. That's why your walk minds will just be clear and be clean. Because if not, it's going to get exposed. Because y'all is making supernatural things happen where the truth has to come out. Good or bad. Okay. He's about ready to throw all the cards down on the table. Now, listen to what I'm about to tell you. Whether or not this man is homosexual. Whether you know what's hidden inside of his forehead. Whether he's a homosexual in disguise or not. The word homo means the same, obviously. The elves all have... Listen to what I'm about to tell you. The elves all have the sex... They all have the same set. They all they all are the same sex family. They are shadows of their former selves, or S hyphen elves. The elves, leprechauns, created a program called the self. A lot of people say the id. It was created by Sigmund Freud. Id, ego, super ego. I talked about this in a couple of podcasts ago. What do you call yourself? You call yourself yourself or the I am, the I am presence, which is God actually in in Exodus chapter three. Say, I am sent me. Okay. But when you're referring to yourself in first person, you say, I am. But when you're talking about I am, you're talking about yourself. Watch this. The elves created the program called the self. Now, the word self spelled backwards is the word flesh. All you got to do is add an H. Take the H off and spell it backwards again, and it's the word self. Watch this. (laughs) The word was made flesh. And dwelled amongst men. What was the word? The word was self. Meaning identical. These beings all look alike. Do you understand? What alien species do you know look alike? I mean, yeah. You can say we all look alike because of our color, our ethnicity. No, 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 no. What beings, if you were to see them right now, what do they all look like? What do most people see as aliens? Grays. And a lot of them are tall, but then you have a lot of that are short. 
They look like children, but they're not. <laughs> These are the same entities, family. Basically, a leprechaun is a little girl in the form of a little man. They hate to be called little. For instance, hey, little man. <laughs> if you call a dude that who has a Napoleon complex, he's going to be mad. Because they have what is called the little man syndrome. They hate to be called little man. What was that song back in the day? Don't want no short, short man. And I was referring to something sexual as well as height. But they hate to be called little people. Hey, little guy. <laughs> you might talk, you're talking to a grown man. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to hear that. Positions of leadership. They love to be in positions of leadership. And having a volatile temper. Now, I want you to compare Cat Williams to what I'm about to tell you. Study the man. The leprechaun always has to prove that he's better than you. Did not he say that to some degree? That he always has to be steps ahead of everybody? That he always has to be the bigger man? What you think about what he said? Look at this interview and study Cat Williams after you hear Favor Radio. Because if you cut me off short to listen to him, you're going to miss out. You got to listen to all his podcasts before you go to that link. I want you to study him after you hear what I'm telling you. They have a violent temper. And they always have to prove that they're better than you. This is a condition whereby undersized men in general compensate for their smallness by physically asserting their presence. Now, when he feels insecure and as a result feels the need to be little and offend you, to make himself proud, the leprechaun thinks he's bigger than they really are and tries to fight anyone as a result of it. This is also known as the Napoleon Complex. Now, earlier I said they don't like to fight, but they can talk some stuff because they're scaredy cats. But sometimes they be willing to fight and they'll size you up or they'll try you. They're quick to pick something up. I'm going to tell you something. Watch this. That sounds contradictive, but listen to what I'm telling you. The actor Gary Coleman is a perfect example of the anger of a leprechaun. He played his mad dog on the Martin show. Remember that? Why would he call himself mad dog? His character, that is, on the Martin show. And he jumped on someone for calling him a little man or little man in the episode. Y'all see, y'all don't realize you got to go back. Now, if you want to look at some of the old Martin episodes, if you got HBO Max, it's on there. Family Matters, all that stuff is on HBO Max. I can't tell you exactly what episode it is now. You'd have to type that in Google and ask all that. But I can tell you this. He played his mad dog. And in the episode, he jumped on somebody for calling him a little man. Michael Jackson used to pick up and hold Emmanuel Lewis. (laughs) So, from different strokes. Was Emmanuel from different strokes? Yeah, I think it was different strokes because Gary Coleman, what did Gary Coleman play? I can't remember. Gary Coleman might have been the one in different strokes. Anyway, here's what I'm going with this. As a result, they are offended and they will try to fight you. Now, like I said about Gary Coleman, he did all that. 
But the leprechaun is also called Yoda or Yuda or Yauda. Yauda is the word for Judah. This is where you get the word Yahua or Yahweh. The Yoda, which is the leprechaun, is referred to as the Ancient of Days. How old was Yoda in the movie Star Wars? Return of the Jedi. He died at 900 years old. Methuselah died at 900 and some years old. So, I'm going to show you something. The old ones, they look a, they look like a little child, but they're old. The name Yoda, which is short for Judah or Judas, the Freemasons are inspired by by this entity, and that is Gray. By the name Yoda guides you back to Judah. Not to mention the fact Yoda played in that Return of the Jedi. Played in all of the Star Wars family, but in Return of the Jedi. And the word Jedi is the same as Yeti. Because there is no J's, there's Y's or I's. So a Jeti or Jedi is a Yeti. It's a matter of a letter. It's really the same word. The Yetis is the name of the Sasquatch or Bigfoot. They're also called Seti or Setians or Shaitan or Satan. Now you're seeing the connection. The Yoda, which is the leprechaun, he comes from the Canis Major constellation. This is who appeared in the garden when deceiving Adam and Eve. Now, what about Cat Williams? Watch this. The leprechaun Cat Williams is what you call a tattletale. To tattle is to tell. And it's derived from the, the Flemish verb tattling, which means to stutter. And the, and the word tattering, when you translate it, it translates to tale tales or secrets. A tattletale is someone who betrays secrets or tales on others. Now do you see why I call him the mouthpiece? Now do you see why I say there's no coincidence? Why he was able and allowed to break the internet? The back door, he had the key, he was given the key. He's a leprechaun, he's a demon. He's a homo. Now, I'm not saying that to make fun of homosexuals. That's not why I said that. I'm saying it's because he's able to duplicate himself the same throughout the matrix. People, what you see in the physical plane is an illusion. What you're not seeing is in the spiritual plane. I didn't say, notice I didn't say he was a homosexual. I said he's a homo. Now that's short for slang for homosexuals, but that's not what I mean. When I say homo, I'm talking about he's able to duplicate himself in different networks. He can be in all these places at one time because of the internet. He entered the network. Oh God, y'all ain't hearing it. Y'all gotta hear me. He entered the network that we call online. 
when we download him online, we're downloading him into our minds. This is why you pray before you watch TV, pray before you eat, pray before you get involved in anything outside of yourself, pray before you have conversation because you are putting a veil of protection from Yah onto yourself so that nothing can penetrate you that is not of God. Remember earlier I told you about fiery darts, how to defend it in Ephesians chapter 6. We are not talking about flesh here. We're talking about a spiritual warfare of unseen attacks through tactics, tactics, kick cats. That's the word backwards. You see how I'm tying all this stuff in? You can't tell me I'm making it up. He's on everybody's platform now. Cat Williams is a hologram of a demonic being that is being covered because you can't see past the veil. You're seeing a man who is a comedian, a comic known as Cat Williams. Let me show you something, man. We're almost at the end of this family. Then we're going to give our dissertation to why. I want you to see what I'm seeing. Watch this. He's a tattletale. I just broke all that down and gave you the translation. How I came to that. Now watch this. Yes, a tattletale is someone who betrays secrets. What is he doing? He's exposed. Y'all say he's exposed in Hollywood, right? He's telling on everybody. Is he not? He, I mean, he's telling on everybody. I mean, in the sports and the acting and the music. He's calling people's wives out, calling them everything. He's exposing. That's what he's supposed to do. Y'all think he's doing something so big, system buster. He got y'all under a trance. He got people fooled. But those who have eyes can see. Those who have ears can hear. Holy Spirit reveals these things. Why do you think I got the cover looking like I got it? Look at the cover. It don't lie. What picture you see is worth a thousand words. Look at the truth. Listen to what I'm telling you. Here's the proof. A tattletale is someone who betrays secrets or tales on others. This comedian, Cat Williams, will report on the other children's misdeeds. A tattletale is also called an informer or informant. Did I not say earlier that the agents of the Matrix agents are also called informants? And he's an agent's. He's a matrix being. He hides. He goes between interdimensional. He goes in the doors, back door. Did I not say that? Watch this. If you listen to somebody talk long enough, they'll tell you who they really are. You just got to be listening, not interrupting. Watch this. He's an informer or an informant, meaning a person who provides information about a person or organization to an agent. The comedian Cat Williams is a jailhouse informant. I'm going to say that again to you, family. Listen, learn and discern. The comedian Cat Williams is a jailhouse informant. That's why he had a problem playing the scene he did in the Friday after next movie. It reminded him too much of something. Now he'll say, I've never been to jail. I've never this, I've never that. Watch this. A jailhouse informant, he reports hearsay 
why we call him that, which he claimed to have heard while the accused is locked up. You have to watch for those cats and parentheses. This is slang talk now. These K-A-T-T-S niggas, right? Meaning these people, and I said niggas, let me tell you why. What does the word nigga mean? It means ignorant. Now, I don't suggest y'all go around using that term. Niggas is different than the word niggers, okay? But let's not use it. It's such an ugly word. I want people of all walks of life to tune into this show and be able to speak freely. Now, it wouldn't bother me if somebody said that because I already know what, what I know. I'm just too advanced in my thinking to not allow such words because, I mean, first of all, it has nothing to do with color, even though it's been used derogatorily towards people of color. So let's change that word. Let's use this word. Let's just say that when you talk about those cats, those K-T-T-S's or those C-A-T-S's that say, don't snitch. It's ironic. They will snitch on you to get what they want from you. If someone say, I would tell on you, they actually mean what they say. See, understand? The leprechaun, Cat Williams, masters surface information. He masters it and studies intensely such writings by Shakespeare and other fine arts. Do you notice that he knows Shakespeare? He quotes the Bible. To thy own self be true. This enemy studies the enemy of his enemies. Why do you think the Bible was so well quoted by Satan? Even though he misquotes a lot of it on purpose. Because he is trying to deceive. What does the devil do? He comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Watch this, family. He's a master surface studier. He studies intensely. That's why his IQ is so high. He has a high IQ. He even reveals these things to you in some of his interviews. But he's very smart, very cunning, very crafty. Why? You say, because of all the things I didn't told you about him and pointed out. Watch this. A leprechaun have to know everything that's happening in the matrix or in the world you have to keep an eye on these type of cats look closely at the cnn logo so if you're if you're able to type in cnn or look at it on tv <coughs> or turn to the channel where it's always up there all day look at the cnn logo you can see the letter c and if you look at the two ends with a different set of eyes you see it instead of seeing two ends you'll see w Isn't it not a channel called CW? (laughs) Okay, well, that's another parallel version of CNN. But what you see is the C and the W. The C and the W. Magical to you, right? The leprechaun's abilities are limited by his willpower. They could, for example, make you disappear by snapping his fingers. This is what you see in the folklores. This is what you have in the dream world or the astral world. 
in the physical world, snapping fingers is a lingo for I can get rid of you just like that. If you ever seen The Golden Child, the guy who played a Sodom Lumpsy, <laughs> who was a demon in, in human form, he told Eddie Murphy if he didn't give him the Ajanti dagger, that he didn't know who he was messing with. He says, I can get rid of you just like that. And Eddie Murphy, mocking him, his character that is, said, you give me the child, you do this and you do that, and no one will have to get destroyed just like that. <laughs> now, that's what this means, snapping of the fingers. It's always been something that the mafia uses. Snap the fingers means just like somebody taking their finger and running it across your throat like you're a dead man will slit your throat. These are all idle threats. Now watch this. These beings can make you disappear by snapping your finger because they snitches. They've chosen Cat Williams. Let me tell you why they've chosen Cat Williams as their contactee in this Matrix world. A leprechaun is simply a fun-loving prankster who prefers to use his power for childish antics and light-hearted harassment rather than intentional malicious evil. As he would get bored very quickly in doing so. Listen, family, you have... Listen, you have to make him say his name backwards for whenever he speaks his name backwards, he must return to the fifth dimension. What we're talking about is the principalities that are behind the veil. Now, you don't just get to say this is why demons won't give you their real name. Because in an exorcism. All you need is the name of Jesus. But if there's a contract that this person has with this demon and they have not relinquished the contract, that demon still has a legal right to him. So if you can get the demon to, to reveal his name, then you can cast the demon out by calling him by his name rather than getting the person to break the contract. This is why in Catholicism, when they're doing exorcism, they always want to know the demon's name. They play around too much for one with this demon stuff. You don't play with these beings. But another reason why they don't tell you their name and they lie is because that name is power. When you know something by its name, you have power over it. And when you can rebuke it directly, now it has to leave. So demons will lie about who they are or they'll give you some truth, but the rest a lie. They like to play a lot of games. Now, if you understand the comic book world and the DC world, Superman there was a guy called Mixapristical. I can't really say his name still. He's a fifth dimensional being. He's short. He's a man and he looks like a leprechaun by size and height, not by face or, or he does. He just looks like a regular old man, but he has, he's a fifth dimensional being. And the only way to make he likes to play pranks on Superman and he has power so he can do whatever he wants in our dimension because he's that powerful. The only way to get him to leave is to trick him into saying his name backwards. Leprechauns are the same way. See, when you know, you know, family. See how these stories run synonymous? You're thinking this one thing is one thing, but then when you look into something else, it's the same. They've put themselves in all forms of superhero and villain movies, comic books, uh, mystery and mystique, sci-fi. These beings hide the truth in plain sight. So what I'm trying to tell you is this. 
the fifth dimension, which is 5D. Now it's called 5G. Hmm. 5G. I'm talking about something that came out in 2012. But we just now getting a hold of it. Within the last year or so. How coincidental do you think that is? How did that, how did something like this know this was going to happen years away, years, 16 to 12 years later? 5G and making all effects of his spell vanish, making everything as it was before he appeared. Do you know what this 5G is? It's the Mandela effect family. It's CERN. Because this is right around the time that all this stuff happened. Somebody's able to take a glimpse into the future. So don't tell me that the demonic plane doesn't know the future. Oh man, Holy Spirit, thank you. Let me show you something about Cat Williams. His spell vanished, making everything as it was before he appeared, right? The leprechaun Cat Williams always appears in the movie industry as an assistant or a helper. Look at his roles that he plays. He always plays as an assistant or a helper. He's playing his real life role in the form of a movie. And the leprechauns are using him from the spirit or the demonic plane. Leprechauns are not but demons. They're using him to play out a real thing, which is a ritual at the same time. And it's witchcraft. <laughs> Man, they're doing so many things in one, y'all don't even know it. <coughs> That's the parallel universe that they're talking about the movies that's why they put the truth in the movies and then they call it predictive program now watch this be careful what you wish for this cat played a pimp assistant he played a pimp assistant for Eddie Griffin remember that he played as a secretary for Charlie Murphy a CEO of a major record label in the film Look at what happened to their careers after Cat Williams left the comedians Eddie Griffin and Charlie Murphy. If ever captured by a human, the leprechaun Cat Williams will grant you three wishes in exchange for their release. How do you think that when he was going through all these things that he was doing, all this so-called rebellion, the downfalls, the downsides, look at the years of how he was looking, how he seemed like he was blackballed. How did he get out of all of that, family? How is he able to be on top right now? Exposing secrets, tattletelling, right? Snitching, <laughs> backdooring everybody, breaking the internet because we're about to go into a new cycle. That's why. I'm going to tell you, these, these reptilian demonic beings are something else, man. Y'all don't even know what you're looking at. Look at the cover again. Look at the witchcraft he's putting on. He's a wizard. This dude is a mason. He is a demonically hidden disguised being, which I call a leprechaun because he's in the Bible. He's under a different guise or a different name. You better know the signs of his name. You better know the signs of his attributes. You better know the signs of his career. You better know how he is around women and children. Not even women, how he's around children. Why he acts like a woman. I gave you everything about him and y'all still didn't get it. I gave you over a six hour show probably and y'all still didn't get it. Watch this. Look at the people that he, that he plays along with. 
Look at the curses. Charlie Murphy is dead. Now, I'm not saying he's dead because of Cat Williams. I'm saying look at his career after Cat Williams. You wonder why certain beings want to stay away from him. You'll say, wait, that didn't happen to Ice Cube. <coughs> no. Because Ice Cube is in a different bracket. We're not going to talk about him right now. But you look at Ice Cube as well. Watch this. Watch this. We're not talking about Ice Cube, but watch this. These dudes will grant you three wishes in exchange for their release. Now, the leprechaun comes in the form of a little man who wears a red or green coat who enjoys... (laughs) He likes to cause mischief. The leprechaun cat William's secret name is in... I want you to hear this. This is going to sound crazy, but watch this. His secret name is in the CNN logo, reversed. Look at the C and the W. It becomes WC. The letters WC family is phonetically Dub C. When you spell it out, D-U-B hyphen C. Dub C. This is actually saying seeing double. Dub C is seeing double. Why do you say that, Jay? Because the leprechaun Cat Williams believes whatever he sees on the news, they are the reporters in the hood. Reporters hyphenated in your mind. Why? Because CNN is phonetically C-N, S-E-E-I-N-G. CNN, when you say C-N, you're saying the word seeing. The leprechaun's motto is seeing is believing which means only physical or concrete evidence is convincing. That's why he's always exposing secrets. That's why y'all believe him. The letter CNN reveals the leprechaun Cat Williams is his other name, who was called Sin, S-I-N, C-N-N. When you say CNN, you're saying seeing or sin. C-I-N is C-N-N. Sin is C-N-N. Who is sin? Sin is the female Nana. Remember I told you the word Nana in the beginning? That's the enchantress spirit. Remember I said earlier that the leprechauns are the enchantress? Bass and Boss? Oh my God, man. I'm putting this all together for y'all. Y'all got to take some time and listen to this show. Sin is the female Nana. Look up in the uh, the Sumerian Ishtar and all these different entities. You'll learn the names of these beings. Sin is an entity. It's a frequency. <sighs> Why do you think I read Genesis chapter 4 verse 6 and 7 earlier? <laughs> the evil one who was called of sin. The leprechaun Cat Williams lays and wait at the door to seduce you to commit sin. Did I not read that in Genesis Chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. He lies at the door and waits for you to listen. The Bible doesn't lie, man. Yah is powerful. He is warning us. You want to know what, how to protect yourself at all times? Read the word. This is a powerful, divine book. of This is a supernatural book. Genesis chapter 4, verse 6 and 7. This reads verse 7. If you do not well, sin lies at the door. And unto you shall be his desire. 
and you shall rule over him. Watch what I'm telling you. Oh, man. Sin lays in wait at the door to seduce you to commit sin. This is a sign and a warning for you that the leprechaun will do everything in their power to sway you from the right path. So y'all that are agreeing with Cat Williams, he's a distraction. He is a detractor. He was placed in the limelight on purpose to break the internet, to break you from your path. Remember, when he got on there, the internet went crazier. Did I not say earlier that these beings make you go crazy? Are y'all not listening to what I'm saying? He entered the network. Oh my God, internet, internet. He entered the network, downloaded his duplicates of himself all over the internet. And the whole world matrix went crazy. Now he got y'all under a trance thinking he's somebody doing something big. He was a distraction, a detractor. He exposed so secrets on so many people. They're about to make some room here. Family, it's about to get stupid. Pay attention to what's about to take place in this world with the wars and the celebrities and all these things. Watch where Cat Williams happens next. Watch he disappear. Watch. Watch what I'm telling you. There's witchcraft going on. He's a wizard. He is a warlock. This being, this dude that y'all see is Cat Williams. He is not who he appears to be. He is the entity that's behind the flesh that I told you about in 612. This dude is a principality. <sighs> Y'all ain't watching enough. You ain't listening enough. You ain't learning enough. You ain't studying enough if you don't get this. And that's okay. I'm, I'm saying this on purpose to, to jolt you, to shake you into awareness spiritually. Holy Spirit will take care of the rest. <clears throat> the dude... He will enter you, plant a negative thought, which is a seed inside of you. And in the next second, he has left you and gone to the next person on his list of advocates, leaving your life and the lives closest to you destroyed. Because what does Satan do? He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. What is sin? Any wanter conformity unto or transgression of any law of the creator given as a rule to the unreasonable creature a sin of omission is the is the neglect to do what the law of the creator commands a sin of commission is the doing of anything which is forbidden hence sin equals S-I-N-N-E Sine Which equals S-Y-N-N Sin Meaning wrongdoing Watch this The leprechaun Cat Williams Gives you a choice To go into two doors The door of angels Or the door of sin The leprechaun Cat Williams chose to pass through the door of sin making him devious by nature family I did this long podcast because this is how much I care about you guys this is how much I want you all to know I care about what I do 
and this is how much I want you all to know, you can't take these bands or people that you look at in this five sense perception, you can't take them serious. You got to test the spirits, baby. You got to use discernment and you got to have the Holy Spirit to do it because it's easy to fool people. Y'all are going by what you think, what you see. You're not going by what you know. And that's the problem. These beings are not playing. They're doing these things on purpose. Their whole job is to fool you. Don't you understand that? Some of you really don't get that. And I don't want you to be deceived by this. I don't. You know, Genesis 4, 7 says, If thou doest well, shall not thou be accept. If thou does not well, sin, the leprechaun, lieth at the door, which is the vortex. See, I am breaking it down into simplest form, and I'm doing all the translations for you in simplest form. All you got to do to go behind me is to study it for yourself. I'm giving you everything. So, we could go into more of that, but we're not. Now, let's give you the why before we close out. Because you got to know the why. <laughs> the why is all important. Why is Cat Williams doing these things? Because he is being used. His vessel. He is not who he appears to be. If he was once a man, he's given that up. Look at how he acts. Look at all the things I've told you. I basically told you all the why and everything I gave you tonight. But to give it to you in a conclusive formality, to sum it all up, Cat Williams, his job was to do, to, he had an agenda. It's not just directed to the black community, although they play an intricate role in what he uh, his success, his role is to anybody who's a fan. His role is to anybody who's in seeking of truth. See, some of you are looking for truth, but you're doing it in the way of the devil. You cannot play with these beings. You cannot seek the truth and still be in the world, or you're going to be compromised. You got to go all the way with Yah so that he will give you the nothing but the truth. So help you Yah, because he is the truth. <coughs> Excuse me. Pray, ask to be given the knowledge, the know-how, and the understanding. Ask to be given the insight. Ask God to come into your hearts. Ask God to forgive you of any of your sins, to remove any demonic presence or any entities that are in your temple or around you. Remove any type of relics, evil eyes, all-seeing eyes, Buddha statues, Reiki statues, anything, Reiki magic. Remove these things out of your homes. Clear your homes. Anoint your home. Don't anoint it with sage. That does not clear out evil spirits. That helps bring them in. Remember, part of the majesty or the magi was using sage. That's not what we want here. You want to anoint your home with Holy Ghost oil. Anointed oil. Christos means the anointed, right? Which is Christ. You got to grab some oil and bless it. You don't need to take it to a preach, preacher or a pastor. You can do this yourself 
by asking Jesus Christ to bless the oil to anoint your home. That's all. Now, if you want to take it to a reverend, which I don't like using that term because there's only one reverend according to the Bible, and that's Yahushua, I mean, that's Jesus himself or God himself, Father Yah. Uh, if you want to take it to a pastor or a priest, don't take it to a Catholic one. Now, I'm not trying to discriminate. And I'm not saying all Catholics are bad people. I'm not saying Catholics are bad people at all. What I'm saying is the religion is not, it's not biblical. That's what I'm saying. You want sound doctrine, not traditions of men. The only way to know what is true and what is not is to read the scriptures, family. Again, I'm telling you everything in simplest form. And some of you act like I'm still holding out on you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, it's just that simple. You will be, all the other things will be revealed unto you. When you, when you seek first the kingdom and all its righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. That's up to y'all to give that to you, not me. I don't have no power in there, none of that. What I want you to do is pray and I want you to forgive and I want you, if you have not given your life over to Christ, to give your life to Christ. You're not forced to do anything. This is not a religious show and it never will be. I'm still the same dude as I started. I'm just changing in the most high and I'm being thankful for it because even I had a wool over my eyes with all the spiritual knowledge and um, certain experiences family we're all babies here and some of us are a little more advanced than others we're all babies to y'all of course but some of us are still drinking milk not literally but that is what I was reading to you all in the podcast of Hebrews chapter 5. Anybody that's still a baby in knowledge is unskillful. You're not ready for food yet. Okay? This stuff happens based on levels of prep progression. So, check out everything I'm saying. Look at that link of the Cat Williams interview with Shannon Sharp. I'm going to tell you something. If you get all of what you, if you've listened to everything I've said to you, then you go back you're going to see some things and then go to other channels and see what he's been talking about recently. I'm saying this because he is a guidepost. He's, he's just the guy to lead you off your path, but watch how he does it. Tell me if I'm wrong in anything I said, I was prophetic tonight. And this stuff that I told you all was about 12 to 16 years ago, but the scriptures are always forever. Nothing changes with that. I was able to show you the scriptures and show you what they mean and show you how it relates to now. This is how we know we're in prophecy. You're dealing with a the entity bass, a boss or a scary cat entity. You're dealing with a god or a principality. He's a lesser god, of course. He's not the one true god. You're dealing with these type of entities. Look at the cover. Don't tell me he's not with the Illuminati. Don't tell me he's not a Freemason. I just exposed him tonight to you all and many others like him from his personality to his behavioral patterns, his traits, his attributes, the things he said, the things he's a part of, down to the esoteric, dark occult of witchcraft, the witchcraft that is being used, the lesser magic that is being used to put the wool over your eyes and through wordplay, spelling, logos, networks, you all have it in this long podcast. Now, we're going to close out with a prayer. And then, I want you to hear 
your life right with Christ. Why waste your time? On that note, family, I love you all. Heavenly Father, thank you again for blessing us. Thank you for giving us insight. For those who need more insight, more movement, more motive, give it to them, Father. As long as they want it in their hearts and they're genuine. You know their hearts better than anybody because you know the hearts of man. Remove the scales on their eyes. That This entity of this world, Satan, Hashatan, has put the blinders on these people. Remove it so that they can have insight, full knowledge, and things that they need to know and understand so that these things will make sense to them. Raise their consciousness in you, Christ. Raise their consciousness in love. Give them the light of you. And for those of them who are ready, let them repent and come to you in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Give them the Holy Spirit. In your mighty name, I pray to all that are listening. Let no weapon be formed against you that shall prosper. And to all the enemies that are listening, you cannot touch me because I am a child of Yah. You know this is the truth. Deal with it. On that note, y'all be safe. Watch your guard. Test the spirits. Prove all things. Stay in the word. Forgive, repent, rebuke. Learn and discern. I'm your boy, J. Read It All, signing off, saying to all, peace, God bless, and namaste. Yeah, yeah. Read it all here. Yes, sir. Get ready to give praise to the Most High Yah, Yahuwah Elohim, yeah. Supreme King. Uh-huh. Hey yo, we gotta get our life right, no and I mean in every sense. That walk gotta be straight. That's right. Can't be hot or cold. No you know what I mean? Talk to him. But let me talk to you for a minute. Yeah. Try to keep you out them streets, out of them worldly ways. That's right. Check it. Check it. Get your life right with Christ. Why waste your time? Don't waste time. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. That's right. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Wasting time over there. What's going on? Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Hey, y'all. Get your life right with Christ, yeah. why waste your time? What you call normal, I call divine. Nothing's informal, only in mind. All these mere mortals be seeking a sign. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I am Hasatan. Poor little humans. You didn't turn to Christ. Now your souls are mine. Especially you. I can't stand that Jay Reed at all. Yeah, he warned you. Yeah. But you didn't listen, did you? <laughs> now, waste your time. Now, denounce Christ and turn to me. All of Get your mind right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Yeah. Get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. Come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ is the way. All praise be to the Most High Yah. Yeah. 
That's right. Get right with Christ. Leave that devil alone. And y'all gotta watch your tone. Because all that speaking evil and shunning people will leave you blind. You calling heathens evil, that's people even on demon time. You know why? Yeah. Cause all the deacons speaking with pastors preaching the feeble minds and the pews and steeples the sheeple seek them using the evil eye. Yeah, it's crazy. All the lethal reasons for leaving being because of lies. If you don't believe them and see them again, you're about to die. I kid you not. Cause Jesus said to the Jewish people, redeemed from evil, believe in lies. You sleep with demons who creep in dreams when sleep arrives. Forget that. Get your life right with me. You ain't worthy. Come and get some of this hellfire. <laughs> Get your life right with Christ, why waste your time? Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Uh, get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Come on. Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Get your life right with Christ, stop wasting time. Yeah, get your life right with Christ. Stop wasting time. time.